Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with Andrew Velez, River Brown, and John Carlos. And this is now episode 140. In this episode, we are going to talk about the NBA Christmas games. If Tom Thibodeau made the right decision benching Kemba, what the Kings should do with De'Aaron Fox, if Cat is the best shooting big man of all time, and more. A quick Patreon shout out to Matthew Jimenez. It's Black Ace. Anthony, BJ, PJs, Mario, Langston, Jazzy, Juice, Johannes, Ruben, Brian, Ricky, E, Enzo, Sean Solis, Sean, Muffins, John, Sean Triplett, Court Cousins, Ben Mack, P. George, Hikari, Mateen, Dave Two Freedom, and Jay. Let's get it going, man. Let's do it. Yo, where's the good old Jay Aqua? You're not, not going to say it ever again? Never again. <laughs> Never again. I pro- until he messages me privately, yo, Drew, I'm sorry. He for probably disrespect- never will. And there he goes. He'll, he'll never be shouted out ever again except for this. Disrespected for disrespecting Hackensack. Correct. So before we get into the show, Spotify just released ratings for podcasts. So if you guys okay, can go okay. and click those five Here's stars for us, up. it's much appreciated. We have some great news this week. We ranked as the 20th basketball podcast in the U.S. Run that, run We've that. ranked yep. as we yeah. find we made the rankings for the first time. That was crazy for a national sports podcast in the U.S. We were ranked at like 184, and that's all thanks to you guys. Let's go, pick a side, family. And I was thinking this episode, you know, the All Star ballots opened up for the NBA, but this episode we aren't going to do that. But next week we're going to make our Pick a side stars. Pick a side stars. Make our teams. Make our lineups. And go ahead and throw us a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, at Pick a Side Podcast, and at Pick a Side Pod. On TikTok, we got a graphic designer now. His name is Will Swanky. I went to Seton Hall with him. And Will has been tweaking. He's been going crazy. Yeah, he's been going crazy. He's already solidified a spot on on the Pick a Side roster. He's been going wild. Before the show, we were arguing for a while because <laughs> we were debating whether or not Cat is uh, better than Draymond. Who's a better player between those two? Riv went with Draymond. Drew went with Cat. JC went with Cat. It got a bit heated. So before <laughs> for no reason, it before, really did. Before we go on to the show, drop down in the comment section. Who do you think is better? And if you don't want to do that, that's fine too. But make sure you do drop a like because it helps the algorithm a lot. Definitely. And now let's get into the show. Let's go. This past weekend, Christmas games happened. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Absolutely. And there were a lot of good games. You had the Warriors and the Suns, the Lakers and the Nets, the Hawks and the Knicks. I told you the Knicks were going to scrape the Hawks, and they did do that on Christmas Day. My Knicks are back, baby. Okay. That's what we're doing. My Nobody are played. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy Cam Reddish played. Yeah. What'd he do? He struggled. Mm, nothing. A lot of mid. RJ struggled. I don't claim RJ no more, bro. Oh, <laughs> he doesn't. That's I fair, don't. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair. I, I told you how I think he's a good complimentary <laughs> he role also player. Th- he also threw out Kemba. Just going to say that. You threw out Fournier, too? That's done with? I was never. You're lying. I like the signing, but I'm never like a, I'm never, I was never I a Fournier fan. Right, Fournier right. stand, though. You was like, yeah, I No, I, I was never a Fournier stand. See, that's no. basically. He kept up with him when he was on a Magic. I thought, yo, he's a good, he's a good player, but like, I wasn't a fan of him, you know? So what was your biggest takeaway from these Christmas games? Just out of all the games that you watch, what is the one thing that you came away with? I'll start with you, Riv. You know, and it was two games. Boston 
and the Bucks, Warriors and Suns. I think those were the two best games of the day. I feel like the Easily. Lakers and the Nets were a good game, but it wasn't. Those two games were key for what me. What are you talking about? That Lakers Nets game was Yo, amazing. Can I talk? Well, hi, damn. We nah, just started. Nah, nah. If you sorry. just like, or just like <laughs> cut me off. Only two games were good. That Lakers Nets game I was fire. I said the game was okay, but those were the two best games. Clearly, you know they were. Come Stop on. It. That, that Suns Warriors game was. Uh... You got it. That was the best game of the no, day. It was not, nah, to no, me it was Celtics. It was at least the second. Was, in terms of talent, obviously, talent. It's nobody it's played on the Warriors side. No yeah, one missing a lot of players. They were missing damn near everybody. Steph and Draymond played. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they played, but Poole was not playing. Wiggins wasn't playing. Like yeah, they, was, they was that's missing true. a lot that's of guys. True. Very true. Thank you. Keep it a buck though. What talk to Otto me. Porter was nice. might be really as good as Wiggins. Not defensively, Yo. but offensively. Oh yeah. See, yeah, you look, jumped I, the gun was, every show, bro. I was, nah, bro, that's I was about though. to come here. I was about to apologize to Joel because I was one of those guys. Is Otto even going to get in the rotation? So, Otto's was, been was, in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. No, he has been. And I was wrong about that, which is what I was about to do. Be a man, come here and be like, you know what? I was wrong. But now bro's going to say that he's comparable to Andrew Wiggins. Now, Otto Porter's a starter in this league. He, he's just coming off the bench for the Warriors. Let's keep it a buck. I just think that it helps. Okay. He start he, for would he not start on the Knicks? A lot of guys would. I don't. I don't I think, think that. He, he no. I think he could be a starter. I just think he's more efficient in his role right now. What is he? He plays the four and he could play the four too. He's not starting with Randall in the Knicks. Yeah, he not. I don't think he started in the Knicks. I think I get what you're saying. though. he, he Orlando can start. I no. think the Kings would have been a great spot for him. He could start him. Uh, I think he could start in Miami. Barnes at the four. Holmes at the five. Wait, who's Orlando's four? Franz. Who's yeah. Four? I mean, what about Miami? Wait, we're playing him at the three or the four. Three. Franz is the three. Wendell Carter Jr. is the four. four what about what about Miami? I don't. Maybe you could start in Miami. Mm. Over Jimmy? No, Jimmy plays a three. Over PJ? Uh, uh, nah. no, he's he not starting over yeah, PJ. No. So Otto's we're listing him as a four. Then three he's or a four. four, three size four. Oh, he's, he's not playing tweener. over PJ. No, nah, but yeah. he he he's a starter in this league. Yeah, no, he can start for some teams. I agree. Boston gives Milwaukee so much trouble, and it's and it's weird because there's such a like you watch that game. Boston was in control for the most part, you know. Yep. Contribution from Jabari Parker, he stepped up. Payton Pritchard, he stepped up. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown was pretty good in the first half. Jalen Brown was on fire yeah. in the first quarter. He's him. But Boston and their matchups have given the Bucks a lot of trouble, and they've struggled with this team. But for the most part, Boston. From the takeaway I got was just the same things that's been happening all year. They blow leads and they blow the games late. They haven't had that discipline. And people are going to say it's a new coach, but it's been them for since last year. They, No matter the coach, they have struggled to end games. They have struggled to finish games. And they don't have that discipline to lock in in the fourth quarter and get those wins and make those stops. For the Warriors and the Suns, it's the same thing me and Joel have been saying. Like they're the best team in the league. Victory you know line, they, I, I'm yo, tired, it's yo. it's scary. How, it's gonna happen all year. Bro. No, it, it really it's scary. They didn't have they, Steph and Dre was there. Yes, we're Otto be Port, the biggest haters. This bro. this is a team that anybody can step up at any moment. At any moment, yep. no Jordan Poole, no Wiggins. Yeah. The Suns had their full squad. Steph and Dre went out there in Phoenix and they played incredible. Guys on the ten day, what was it? Quandary. Weatherspoon was playing good. GTA was playing good. Like, Kaminga came in. He started playing good. This team is so deep. It's one of the deepest teams in the league, and they're so dangerous. It's really going to be scary when Clay and White, like, you don't need, you really don't need 100% Clay. Bro, they have starters on their bench. Yeah. Jordan Poole, when Clay comes back, he's going to be on the bench. He's a starter. Otto Porter is a starter. Bialica, he's I good. Think he could maybe he start good. somewhere. He's um, good. I think JTA, too. Good. He's. He's, he's gonna he he gets buried sometimes in a rotation, and he I think could go somewhere and give teams valuable minutes. You even mentioned Kaminga yet? Like Kaminga's potential. Kaminga's a young is, player. I know his no, potential is amazing. He yeah. is un, he yeah. is gonna he's be good. amazing. I mean, the Warriors have the perfect combination of veteran players and young up and coming stars like Kaminga, 
Moses Moody, Wiseman. James Wiseman. Like, for example, when you look at the Warriors, right now they have a chance to win a championship, and it's going to be like that for a couple of years. Yeah. But once Steph, Clay, and Draymond Age, and Kaminga, and Moody, and Wiseman come into their own, they can start to backpack them, and it's going to be like a whole 360. Kaminga was guarding Chris Paul, and I thought he did a he did a fine job as a rookie. He did a really like good it's job. it's really going to be scary how this team because he's learning from Wiggins and Draymond and Clay. Like these are guys who play defense at an elite level, maybe not elite for Wiggins, but at a great level. And this is guys they're learning from. Not to mention having the best shooters in the world. And oh my god, take it easy, take it, keep like, it in your pants, bro. Bro, it's, right. it's, it's literally it's, it's insane. This is right. the perfect place. I don't want to make this honestly. a Warriors topic, but 100. How was your takeaway? I got two. This being one of them, they're the deepest roster in the NBA. The fact that you don't have Jordan Poole, you don't have Andrew Wiggins, and they're still capable of beating the second best team probably in the NBA in the Phoenix Sun. Devin Booker didn't have his best game, and Gary Payton to a degree. Gary Payton stepped up huge for for sure. Otto Porter down the stretch in that fourth quarter was closing his eyes and, and making the ball. He was that hot. But the Suns, I don't want to say that they go when Devin Booker goes, but I feel like if Devin Booker's not hitting and it's one of those games where Devin Booker's just not himself, I think the Suns are not going to win 10 times out of 10 if they're playing a really good team. If they're playing a team like the Warriors and Devin Booker's struggling, the Warriors are going to beat them pretty easily. Utah, who I personally think the Suns are better than, if Devin Booker's not hitting... They don't stand a chance. And I don't want to, I'm not trying to, you know, overanalyze this game and say this is going to be like this for the future. But we saw once Devin Booker went down, went out, their offensive rating took a hit. So that's a concern of mine for, for the Suns in and of itself. Now, my other takeaway my Lake Show. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into We're going to get into them, but just to get a little minor thing LeBron's still capable of dominating the game. That's my takeaway. Not winning, though. Unfortunately, he was in a huge hole. The fact that he even brought it as close as it was, Claxton put it on his head. That was unfortunate, but that pass was perfect. That, was that pass was perfect. Because <laughs> Harden, Harden spoke about it earlier that, yeah. that um, Harden threw the lob to Claxton and LeBron swatted it. That he said that next insane. time he threw it a little bit higher. Claxton got up. None LeBron could have done on that, but I respect him for going up regardless. But hey, great game. 17 0 stretch down the, down the end of the game. Just Lakers, didn't end up coming out man, on top. You <laughs> guys so lost. Oh, hey, man. LeBron can still do it. That's my takeaway. And I, he still has. He still it's upsetting off. that we're a, probably the biggest disappointment this season. But We've reached a point where LeBron just can't carry you guys anymore. I mean, we saw it uh, on Christmas Day. He can. No, it's I just mean, a matter like, of finishing. To a, to a yeah, like how he used to. Now. Yeah, like yeah. now it's but not. We you down, can't just say we, we have LeBron. Crazy. We'll be okay. You we will not be okay. And Patty Mills was lights out that game. But the fourth you quarter, laugh. we turned it on. Well, we said he could be six man yeah. of the year. Well, I did laugh. He's, not gonna, he's been starting a lot, so he's out of that award race. I did laugh. I apologize. And you laugh for Anthony Simons, too. He's been killing I'm still laughing. <laughs> that one I'm still laughing on. <laughs> we're gonna Anthony wait, Simons. We're going to wait nice. and see on that one. But the Patty Mills one, I do apologize. Uh, I the best laugh. game that I like, the best game that I was glued to the TV watching was Milwaukee and Boston. <laughs> like you guys said, Boston came out hot. I think they were up 15 to 17 points in that first quarter. But the thing that stands out with me the most that's different about this Milwaukee team that I've been seeing is like you guys, I can attest to what you guys said, the championship level DNA that they have now. Now, if that was a game last year, I don't know if they make that comeback. In the fourth quarter down 12 points, the Bucks turned it up on defense like, like I know that they're capable of. Boston didn't score for like the last three and a half minutes of the game. And just the momentum was just, it just shifted. It just shifted. Drew Holiday was playing well. 
they beat Boston without uh, many people say Chris Middleton is their second best player. I think you can. I think he's established that he is, but on some nights, Drew Holiday can pick up the slack. Chris sure. Middleton didn't have a good game. It was mo- it was ma- it was mainly the contributions of Drew Holiday and Giannis Antetokounmpo that took over the top. Giannis had thirty six points, I think eighteen rebounds. He had an amazing, incredible block again, blocking Robert Williams at the that rim. Play was again. crazy, and it's just like Giannis Don't that, that and one before that, that and one Holiday down. It's just like. These guys, like I just see a, a whole different team. That like last year, I I, I didn't I didn't feel like I, I saw this type of team. Like last year, when you were to tell me who was better between Brooklyn and Milwaukee, I was always like, and eh, Milwaukee, you know, they have their problems in the playoffs. Now that they have a championship, now that they've won, they're definitely somebody that obviously as a Nets fan and everybody in the Eastern Conference should keep their eyes on. That last four minute run where they locked in on defense and then just proceeded to just score in any way they wanted to on Boston. When they didn't have a rhythm going for most of the game is is just incredible to me. I'm gonna okay. I think in losing PJ Tucker is huge. Yeah, it's, definitely it's, huge. It's, but I think they gain more offense. Though. I think getting Grayson Allen mm-hmm. and then now they have Dante DiVincenzo oh, Pat, back. Pat Connaughton played really well too. As well. I think and getting Harden Boogie and, and I think Bobby getting Boogie Porter's late and so yeah. showing show what he could do. I think really those well. three guys are gonna be huge for them. And DiVincenzo he can play defense. He can also shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Grayson Allen he's he's a scorer. So getting those guys, I think they decided. Well, you know, defense did slack with PJ, mm-hmm. but we're gonna up the offense and now more spacing for Giannis, more spacing in general, and it just opens up the game for Milwaukee. Now they look like a more mm-hmm. dangerous, more yeah, potent offensive team. It's just but like, what did you guys think of that? Because you made a great point, and mm-hmm. that's your way of looking at it. But do you think it was more of the Bucks having championship DNA or the Celtics just not having a, a point guard that can settle down the offense? A little both. It's I, a little bit of both. I don't even yeah. think it's – I think it's Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown not being – at that level where Jason, they settle the game yeah. down. I think I understand they need a point guard. That's strong but to say. In a, in a situation like when we see, I think like when we see the LeBrons or the mm-hmm. Kawhis or even the they James Harden, the game down. They, set, they settle it down. Whether yeah. They don't need a point guard. They're at that level where they, we're going to settle the game down and I'm just going to get a bucket. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jason Tatum, well, he should be the one that's at that level. I yeah. don't think he's at that level yet where he sees the game getting out of hand and he just mm-hmm. settles it down. Also, yeah, they do need a point guard. The smart is not that type of guy. <laughs> I mean, Tatum has a history of doing it, though. Against yeah. the Nets, he put him to bed by himself. Yeah. To say he doesn't have the, the ability is a little strong to say, in my consistent. opinion. I don't think it's consistent. I agree with that. Or you don't have but that trust factor ha- with like a Kawhi Leonard. I could not Kevin agree Durant. more. Consistency-wise yeah. is why I'm a little bit hesitant when it comes to Jason Tatum as a ball player as a whole. However, he has that capability oh, to yeah, put the course. game away. Def- uh, another thing that I wanted to point out for uh, the Bucks is the play of Pat Connaughton this year. Like That has actually caught my eye. He's... Definitely a much better player than he was last year. Milwaukee developed him. Now he's a real threat on both sides of the ball. He's actually turning into like a perfect 3 and D player. And he's another one who's like, he was another one who played outstanding yesterday, guarding the perimeter and hitting clutch fourth quarter three-point shots. So like that's another guy that you have to look out for. I believe their big three is 14 and two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They have a great record when they're all playing together. The, yeah. the trust that the three of them have in one another that play down the stretch, you're talking about that and one to Drew Holiday. When Drew, or Drew Holiday to, to Giannis. Yeah. Exactly. Giannis was tight. But the fact that he cut. He, was he upset? He wasn't. Because he, was he wanted the, the ball. Was and Drew ball. was like, no, no, no. And then he went to the basket. But then you know what? Then I'm going to give credit to Drew Holiday there mm-hmm. to under, to trust his game, to understand that Giannis is the best player, that in his head, he's going to give the ball to Giannis regardless. He just wanted Giannis to trust him a little bit there. Drew Holiday took control of that, right drew the double team, passed it to the best player, and he made. A, an excellent play. play. See, but, but that's what I'm saying. Boston needs a guy like that. But 
Because Tatum but, and Brown, when they get it, they're going to take a shot. Yeah, Tatum, that's another thing with Tatum. And like in the 24-second shot clock and the waning uh, minutes of the fourth quarter, this guy's taking shots with like 21 seconds See, on the shot but, clock. But I'll say this. Like Tatum, seconds into Tatum it. Tatum tried to make that play to Robert Williams. It's just that Giannis is a different beast. Mm, and when Tatum him. goes and he, and he hands it to Robert and Robert goes for the dunk, Giannis just meets him right at the rim. So Tatum's, Tatum needs to work on his, on his uh, playmaking abilities. I think that... Until he does that, they're going to be limited in what they can do offensively, but they do need a point guard. And it's just tough to put it in this situation when, obviously, Drew Holiday is one of the better point guards in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And he, he left his mark, and he's one of the main reasons why Milwaukee was able to, to walk away with this victory. But in this specific instance, Tatum tried. Christmas Day was bittersweet for me <laughs> for multiple reasons. For one, the Knicks beat the Hawks. That was a great, outstanding win. Definitely. But it's bittersweet oh because at the time in the offseason when we were previewing this Christmas game, in my mind, I thought the Knicks would be way better in the standings. If we would have been the third seed by now, we would have been running away, beating teams, and ah, we would have been so <laughs> R.J. Barrett, third-year leap, Julius Randle, All-NBA, all this a of, other stuff. A lot stuff. of wrong narratives in that right there. Don't so, bull, yes, bro. we beat the Hawks. And, you know, you want to say that Trey Young didn't play. Okay, whatever. We beat the Hawks with Trey Young when he did play with that's Alex Burke starting well, at point guard. That's you know, we also didn't have Alex Burks playing. He didn't play. You also, you know, Mitch didn't listen, play. Listen, that's fair. You also beat him last year in the regular season and then, you know, playoff time. I guess so. I guess so. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. Because the Knicks are one of the more famous teams in the NBA, Yep. Everybody loves to clown them when they're down. And yep. right now we are outside the plane, I believe. But the Hawks are like the 10th seed. You know, I think you guys are 11 or 12. Yeah, we're right behind them. Yeah. But the Hawks have not been good either. But you don't hear anybody slandering the Hawks and stuff. But neither here or there. And it was bittersweet because, you know, I watched the game. Then I watched some Naruto. <laughs> oh, man, I'm at the moderate part. And if, Spoilers, bro. Man, Come on now. I'm just saying. I was, I, I, I was surprised. To read the comments of the full episode podcast, Bro, they, they were loving. So it. many people watch anime that are Picasso fans, and that's that, really cool. That's something that I love. For I sure. resonate with you guys because of that. That bond over Naruto and Attack on Titan and all those animes, I love it. Then I went to watch Spider Man on Christmas as well. I didn't really like the movie. No, I'm not. I'm lying. I liked the movie. I didn't like the plot. And what I told you was true. I didn't, didn't see answer it yet, so back. Don't, don't spoil it. I didn't want to answer back because, again, people didn't watch the movie. We could talk about it. You haven't yeah, seen it? I we won't spoil it, it, but am I, am I wrong for thinking that? Yes. How am I wrong for thinking I that? I will explain to you once we're off the show. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see it yet, so don't do that to me. But I'll say this. My biggest takeaway from NBA Christmas and these games, you guys mentioned all the things about the Warriors. Look, for me... The Warriors, I think it's pretty clear they're coming out of the Western Conference. The only team that can stop the Warriors are the Nets with Kyrie Irving. And even that, I'm really not too Milwaukee? sure. No, they can't beat the Warriors. I don't Warriors. know, man. Milwaukee the is, is, nah. is going to be they got the a medicine. force to be reckoned They can't, with, they can't beat the Warriors, bro. I, I'm going to be honest. They can't beat the Warriors. I mean, you got Drew Holiday. He's probably going to be playing defense on Curry. Where, whether it's going to be able to completely take him out of the game, I don't know. Oh. No, come no, on. Stop. I'm saying I don't know, but he's going to do a good job playing defense on him. Chris Middleton, same thing. What what's really the Wiggins is fine. With with what? Clay with, Thompson. With Middleton. Wiggins is fine. Clay Thompson makes things interesting. Clay's Who's fine defense too. on Giannis. Is Draymond going to play defense on Giannis? They can build a pretty side, a good one. I'm wall. not going to lie. They Draymond build a, Green actually, does a very good job on Giannis. I'm going to make a prediction here. Everybody's worried about Clay's defense. 
It's going to be fine. I think so too. It's going to yeah, be is. fine. And I, like, it's going to be great level defense. And I think that's how he's going to come back. I think the Warriors are going to go to the finals. No doubt about it. If you know, my faith in Harden is, is like, I'm such a fan that I'm thinking, you know, if the Nets going to battle with them with Kyrie, I'm picking the Nets, That'd but fun. the analyst in me is saying the Warriors are winning the championship and I'm glad that I didn't let my bias for Curry cloud my judgment before the offseason because, you know, Riv is going to say the Warriors are going to win a championship. He's a Steph fan. But coming from me, who I have been notoriously known for not liking Steph, for me to say that, you know, it means a lot. I saw something in them that, 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 that I don't know. I just it was just too hard to ignore. I'll still give you your credit, Riv, man. Thanks. Well, last year, did you say the, the Warriors <laughs> were going to be the one seed? Hell no. I don't know. I said man. they made the playoffs. Nah, he said Steph for MVP, though. Yeah. He did I mean, say that, that was pretty close. No, actually, no. You so. said Steph for MVP two years ago when he he didn't play most of the year. I said last year too. I said oh, yeah. three years in a row. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, know, you can't he, really ask. I'm yeah, gonna say yeah. Steph. He, he's MVP always saying year. Steph. You know, so Steph, Steph, that's, Steph, that's Steph, facts. Steph. That's Eventually, facts. it's gonna become yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'll say this: this was my other takeaway, the biggest one for me. Julius Randle only performs in nationally televised games, mm. and I'm not sure why. Interesting. These are the stats. <laughs> Julius Randle has played in 10 national TV games this season. Okay, this season. He's averaging 25.5 points per game, 10.5 rebounds per game, 5.7 assists, shooting 48% from the field and 42% wow. from three. In the 23 non-national TV games he's played in this year, he's averaging 17.5 points, 9.5 rebounds, 4.8 assists, and shooting 40% from the field and 30% from the three. Oh, stinks. Julius Randle, when he's on TNT, on ESPN, on ABC, he plays big time to the point that Mark Jackson is saying, Julius Randle is here. He's a superstar. <laughs> he plays at that level. But when I watch him on MSG with Mike Breen and Walt Frazier commentating, he's not the same guy. And his effort has been lacking the entire season. Defensively, he's taken a major drop off to the yep. point that he is a liability defensively for us. And he just has to step it up. Because if Julius Randle were to play like national TV Julius Randle, if he'd be playing like that for the entire season, the Knicks would have been a top five seed right now in the Eastern Conference. On national TV, we beat the Bucs. Randall had a great game. He beat Celtics. the Hawks. He had 25 and 12 on Christmas. First game, Celtics. Celtics. He had, had 30-40. Like Julius Randall only performs in these big-time games, and he needs to do it Every single game. That's debatable for me because we saw him on prime time in the playoffs. He was horrible. That's that was the only reason why I had such a strong reaction. But this well, season, I'm you're saying, 100% I'm saying, right. Oh, I'm saying, okay, yeah. yeah. This season, you're right. But if uh, the generalized statement for a sec took me back. But if you're talking just this season, I can't say anything. And I, I've been disappointed in Randall, so. But I will give him his credit. When, when Julius Randall's driving to the basket and being aggressive, the Knicks are just a much better team as a whole. And we saw that against the Hawks. He was dominant in all aspects of the game, shooting the basketball, taking the ball to the rack. That's when the Knicks, as in, in their entirety, are better. I mean, yeah, but the Knicks as a whole have been struggling. Oh, for sure. So it's, yeah, you can't just say, you know, Kemba, it's just Randall. The start of the season, oh, Kemba but if Randall would be playing like he was playing last year, we'd be we'd def be a top six seed in the NBA. Regardless of RJ struggling and Fournier not being so good, how far are the Knicks out of the six spot? Like, I think we're like uh, like three games possibly, like three and a half games. I know from the fifth seed though, we're like five games back. The Cavs are the fifth seed. We're like five games back from there. No, yeah, you're not catching that, but you know, you six, never know. Six, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. 
It's in your bro, it's I'm in your a, at the end of the day. I mean, that's in your bulk. At the end of the day, I'm a fan, bro. So I'm gonna let you know if we catch up because we have it. We have a stretch of games that are is not too difficult. Winnable games. If, yeah, if we start What's catching winnable up for you guys at this point. If we start catching up, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm going to be an insufferable Knicks fan again. <laughs> right now, my morale is down because the team is not playing well. I hope I, it stays I'm away. like, <laughs> I'm like a player on, in your 2K my GM. Once you start, once you don't give me a lot of minutes, my morale goes low. But you start up in my minutes, I'm gonna pick back up. <laughs> mm-hmm. For the Knicks, if they start playing good, my morale is getting high again, and I'm gonna be insufferable again. I'm just gonna tell you guys that yeah, right now. Knicks are the 12th seed right now in the NBA. In yeah, the Hawks Houston are like Conference. the 10th though, right? <laughs> Hawks, Hawks are 15 and 17. They're the 10th seed. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Atlanta's not too good either. Uh, I understand. You both aren't good. You know, they'll be. Raptors they'll probably be too. under you guys after tonight. Y'all really lost a game where Kemba dropped 44. That's an exclusive. Versus yeah, he was going crazy. That's, that that's tough. hit those two big threes. Man. I like that you mentioned that. There it's a go. perfect segue. Tom Thibodeau benched Kemba Walker earlier the, earlier this year. He had 10 DNPs, and ever since. Thibodeau has <laughs> inserted him back into the starting lineup. Kemba has been going off. I mean, he, since getting benched in the last four games, he's averaging 26 points per game, eight rebounds, seven assists, shooting 41% from the field and 39% from three. Was it the correct decision for Thibodeau to bench Kemba or was it not? At that point, yeah, because Kemba wasn't playing good. He wasn't you know, making the right decisions. He wasn't scoring the ball defensively. We know he's going to be, so that's nothing to even talk about. But at that moment, Thibodeau needed to make a, he needed to make a decision, and that was the right decision at that moment because Kemba just wasn't playing good. But at the same time, when you get benched, you know, there's something in you. Like if you're a competitor and Kemba stayed, his spirit stayed up, he stayed confident. When you get benched, something like that lights a fire in you, and that's what happened. He got benched. He waited till his time came. 10 DMPs is crazy. But he waited until his time came, and then he got back in, and he performed. And now it's about continuing that consistency. All that did was, honestly, Thibodeau did the right thing because all that did was just put a battery in Kemba's back. So now it's just about keeping the consistency. Can he keep playing like that? We don't know. But as of right now, he's been doing what you thought he would do when he got there. You know, be that type of Kemba, that scoring guard. You know the defense is going to be there, but the offense is going to make up for it. So I think Thibodeau, he did the right thing at the moment because he felt like he needed to change in the team. The team wasn't playing good. Kemba wasn't playing good. So he just needed an adjustment. But now Kemba's playing good. So now you keep him in the rotation. I put this poll up on Twitter. And most people said it was the right decision for him to bench Kemba. And I agree with that. I think it was the right decision at the time, he was averaging 12 points and three assists per game. Like, And his, his efficiency was good, but when you watched him play, he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't getting to the basket. He wasn't getting to the lane. He really he was a liability, yep. and it showed in the numbers. Like Even Fred Katz, who covers the team, like when you look at the, uh, the Knicks numbers with Kemba, the Knicks have the best defense in the league when he's on the bench, 99 defensive rating. And our dead last, 116 defense rating when he's on the floor. They are the 27th offense with him playing and ninth with him off. So the numbers prove that benching Kemba was the right decision. But since coming back, 44 against Washington, 29 against Boston, 21 against Detroit, and a triple-double on Christmas, he wasn't too good. He got the triple-double, that's fine, but his efficiency wasn't very good on Christmas. He played hard, though. He did. He did. For me, it was the right decision, and I think this is a life lesson for everybody that when things don't go your way, don't pout, don't complain, just keep fighting and fight your way back up. Kemba the entire time handled the, the situation professionally. He didn't complain once. He just waited for his opportunity, and I like that he did. I like that he did that. I want to see this from Kemba the entire year. 
before the season started, we were all talking about the RJ Barrett third year leap. That's what's really was that that was on Knicks fans minds a lot. But I said, I don't think that's going to happen with Kevin and Julius. If Julius plays at an all NBA level, which he hasn't done yet, but he should he should be doing. And Kemba comes in as a second best player. Kemba is our go-to guy, our second go-to guy. And he should be averaging 21 plus points per game and initiating the offense. And RJ was going to be relegated into like a third, fourth role because we had Fournier. So that's why I didn't think RJ was going to have that third year leap. But because Randall's been struggling, Kemba's been struggling, Fournier's been struggling, it gave RJ the ability to take that mantle, but he failed to take it as well. At the time, like not too long ago, we did an episode about the Knicks and about Kemba. And I was very harsh on him. And at the time, that's how I felt. And sometimes on this show, we have to be hard on these athletes <laughs> because they are not playing well. I agree wholeheartedly. But if they start playing well, I will love them. Agree. And right now, I love Kemba Walker. Fair enough. And I'm hoping that he continues to play well. But part of my Knicks fandom and part of the Knicks fan in me that understands how these roller coaster rides go, Kemba's playing well right now. Expectations are starting to loom. Oh I'm going to start expecting things out of Kemba, and he's going to start to disappoint me again. I feel it coming. Be optimistic. I hope that it doesn't happen, but I feel it coming. And I, 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 tw- I tweeted it on Twitter as well, and people were like, man, this guy's a professional hater. <laughs> he was like, this guy be hating. He can't even let Kemba have his moment. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think we're all going to have the same opinion. I think we all agree that Thibodeau made the right decision to sit Kemba Walker. Kemba was getting very comfortable with just his, his, his level of play to a degree. He's always smiling. And I'm fine with that. I mean, he, I'm not going to say everyone should be sad when they're doing bad. He's a different type of guy, happy-go-lucky. That's fine. He's going to pay $8 million to play basketball, bro. It's like, bro, his but life's I to, amazing. I just, I've never seen a guy go 3 for 15 and yeah. smile about it after, See, like, that, in, in the postgame. Yeah, I, I agree. I would be the same. <laughs> like, 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 damn. Kemba, like, if I had a bad game, I would be showing in my emotions. I would be upset. Kemba Walker's different. And for that, you got to respect it. It's a boogie boy. But in terms of the benching, it was a great yeah. idea. Yeah, Thibodeau. Thibodeau lit a spark, like you said, Riv, could not agree more. Lit a spark underneath Kemba Walker's butt and said, yo, if you want to get back in this lineup, you got to put the work in. You need to produce. You need to show us something and sh- give us a reason to put you out there in the first place. He sees his opportunity 100%. I think it was the right idea. Before you go, JC, I, I, I want to say this. It was quite coincidental that Kemba was benched after he made a podcast appearance on J.J. Reddick's podcast. And on that pod, he talked about how much it meant to be on the Knicks and how great of a coach Tom Thibodeau is and how how much he works at his craft. Damn. And then right after he was benched, it felt like two games after he was benched. And that's what made me feel bad for Kemba, is that I know that he wants to make this work in New York because he's from New York. He, he Historically, he hasn't been that great in the playoffs, but he would love to get us out the first round and be praised by the city. And he knows if he does that for us, I mean, he is a New York legend. He's already a New York legend, but I mean, for the Knicks, he's a legend. So I hope it works out for Kemba because he's from New York and I know that he wants to desperately make it work. So I hope it works out for him. And it just sucks knowing that when he got benched, all of that kind of flashed before his eyes that, you know, damn, I wanted this to work and this is my city and I let him down. And I can understand why Throughout that time, throughout those 10 DNPs, he thought about it a lot. 
got in the gym and now he's playing lights out. Yeah, I mean, I agree with what everybody pretty much said. I mean, if you look at the numbers, like to the start of the season, he was averaging 11 points, two rebounds, three assists. He was a minus 122 on the court, which was one of the worst in an NBA, if not the worst. But um, I, I don't want to say I can, I can, I can, like, I can associate myself with how he's feeling, but we've all been there as athletes when we don't have that good game or when we think we should be playing over somebody and we're on the bench and we know we're just, you know, <laughs> the game's just passing by. You're not playing. Coach doesn't look your way. You know, it, it shows a strong mentality from Kemba because a lot of players, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now, but I'm pretty sure if we start to think about it, there's a lot of players that have gotten benched and have taken it as disrespect and then just shut off the entire season. I'm pretty sure that happened with Carmelo Anthony. He wasn't with it going to the bench. You OKC. Know, OKC. And, you know, he, he fell some other way. So I applaud Kemba Walker for doing that. And then, you know, just piggybacking off what you guys said, he's averaging 26 points per game in the lineup, eight rebounds, seven assists, shooting 39.5% from three on about 11 attempts a game. So he's lighting it up. So um, I think that this benching obviously did work. I think with certain players, it'll work. I think with somebody like Kemba Walker, it definitely would work because he's from New York City. And like Joel said, he wants to put on for his city. He, he, you know, he wants to be that guy. He wants to be remembered. He wants, you know, he wants Knicks fans to love him where he's from. But with other players, it doesn't work. But I'm glad that Kemba Walker with those 10 DMPs, which is a lot. I'm nice. glad that he saw that he, he sat back, watched, and he's on the court performing now. And I couldn't help but notice there was one game, I think when he scored 44, he was on fire. And he was looking at Tom Thibodeau after every three-pointer that he made in that game. Like looking at him, giving him that look like, yo, you really benched me. You really benched this. And this is what I'm about to do for you. That's so it was, it was pretty... It was pretty gangster, to a, be honest with you, you. You brought up a great point, and it's crazy because, like you said, Kemba, he just wants to put on for the city because he, he is a New York legend. And he's a Bronx, right? He's from the Bronx. I he think. is from the Bronx. He is from the Bronx. But it's the, Bronx. It's the, it's the, he has that one. That, you guys can't relate. I can. <laughs> <laughs> he has that one beautiful memory in that, in that step back. In the Madison Square Garden, you know, Big East tournament. Drops, old boy, hits the step back jump shot. You know, that's one of the best college yep. moments no, in never. life. Yeah. So, definitely. you know, being able to go back to the garden and play for the Knicks, I know that'd be incredible. Even if he plays bad, I know he'd be just in the post game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm playing for the garden in the playoffs. <laughs> this is a great feeling. So I already know that. Like, that's for guys from the city, you know, guys like him, so playing home. Briscoe, Isaiah Whitehead, like, that would just be incredible to just play in the garden because yeah, that's just home. Yeah, I mean, I think just his story is a testament to how to handle disappointment. Yeah. Because he handled it, and sometimes, sometimes you don't get that second shot. He got the second shot and made the most of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, shout out to him. And Kemba's the only player to have a triple double on a Christmas game for the Knicks. The Knicks history, like he's mm-hmm. the only Isn't person he like to do the that. seventh all time or eighth. It was like one of those. Seventh, I think tenth all time. Tenth. He's a tenth all time. That's tough. Yeah. He's, he's a good dude. Kemba's a good guy. Yeah, LeBron bro. on there. No, he's not. He's not. Really? He's a good I don't know. He's a good leader too. You know, I'm glad that JC. I'm glad that JC mentioned that thing about athletes because. We get so many comments about, like, when we, like, talk about a player, I will never listen to someone who's ever played basketball talk about I'm a probably player. better than a lot of y'all that say that, too. I'm probably better than a lot of y'all that say that, but... JC good ball. So Shoot. is Riv. Yeah, Riv is George Riv, Hill. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 3 and D player. I get disrespected a lot at the gym. Dude, I, get stere- I get stereotyped OD. Pull I, up. I walk good. into 24... Last I, don't see you, I don't see you walking. I haven't, I haven't been there in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I don't see you, bro. Not, which one do you go to, Paramus? There's only one open. You go to Hasbro Heights? No. Oh. I don't know. The only one where it gets live around us is Paramus. But, but I would go and they would disrespect uh, me, well, not guard I'll, me. I don't see you in there, so I can't. In fact, it's been a minute. Can't yeah. say. I mean, bro, 24-hour fitness is bread now. <laughs> 
How much is it? It's like almost. I pay like eighty a month. Uh, eighty oh. a month is. I have a buddy pass, so uh, I can bring two people in all the time. That's kind of lit. If you guys were to measure your shooting percentage, what would it be? Like, like a, three point percentage. My shooting is pretty, pretty good. I'm I like a say it's 45, 32, 88 type of guy. So you're thirty two percent from the three. Yeah. Then you're like Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bledsoe. How about you? Honestly, I think from the three-point line, I think I'm anywhere from 37 to like 39. Like, I'm a really good three-point shooter. What about you, Drew? I think that's pretty accurate for me. My field goal percentage is mid. I'm not about to be like I'm Steph Curry, but like... (laughs) Field goal percentage is mid. I can't FG, I take a lot of... I'll probably say 44%. (laughs) Because I take a lot of of crazy shit. Ever since my missed layup in the Us vs. Them game, whoever is a hack and sack head that watches the show, (laughs) they'll know what I'm talking about. It's been a mental block for me since then. I'm not even going to lie, but shooting, I got that. I think I'm 36% from the three. So you guys are a bunch of above average shooters. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) crazy. Yeah, nah, I live in the paint, bro. I ain't really <laughs> going out there. I live in the paint. Because he's like, he's a bigger guard. He likes to post He up. said he's Eric Bledsoe. That's crazy. <laughs> he likes to back down. I, think I like to pass a lot, though. He's Devin Harris. Passing is another strength of mine. Really? Yeah, and de- defending, but defending? it's got to be quick. Yeah. My basketball IQ isn't very good, bro. No? I'm gonna be honest, really? Bro. Like, when I'm playing, at least, like, uh-huh. no, I miss a lot of stuff. I think mine's is pretty high. I think so, too. Like, when I used to play AAU, like, I used to be mad quick and stuff, but my coaches be like, oh, you turn the, you turn the ball over too much. <laughs> guys, I'm like, yo, my Westbrook. bad. I just be, like, playing <laughs> fast as hell. I'll be playing fast as hell. I used to play super hesitant. That's what it was for me, personally. Then mm-hmm. once Nervous. you realize, exactly, 100%. Then once you realize, like... Just play ball, and then you just open up your game that, a whole nother know, level. I, I definitely, I definitely agree with Kemba. Like, as like you know, feeling that way because as an athlete, when you know you're better than somebody and they're playing over you, that eats away at you. So, bro, you know, let me tell you guys a quick he story. Got his opportunity. So, me and Keith are on this AAU team, right? <laughs> we're we're playing for Wayne Powell, right? So, we go. We're playing with the upper kids, so we're not getting a lot of burn. We're going through practices, and I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, yo, bro, there's like five guys in this dude. I'm, I'm on this team. I'm better than. So we're going through the motions, we're going through the motions, we're going through practice. So we go to this one tournament, and we get into this game. So first half, I'm like, yo, bro, they could use us. Keith's like, bro, be patient, stay the course, stay the course. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, bro. And then it goes in the second half. We start the second half. I'm like, yo, bro, if those two guys get in before me, I'm pointing to them. I'm literally pointing. I'm like, yo, those two guys, get, I'm going to take my jersey off, and I'm leaving. <laughs> so <laughs> we're chilling. I swear to God, I like all my life, bro. The coach looked at me, walked past me, and picked those two guys up, and he sent them. I said, I looked at Keith. I said, I'm out. Keith said, you're not dead ass. I said, all right. Took my jersey off, folded it, <laughs> put it on the bench, and I literally went out there to watch them. And they lost. <laughs> I and went out there. Yeah, like, bro was on the bleachers. <laughs> like, I was so pissed off, bro. And then the coach, we we had the little meeting. Out. He was like, River, that was the most disrespectful thing <laughs> I could have ever seen from a player. I'm like, bro, you disrespecting me by putting them bums in. Like, they were horrible, <laughs> oh bro. Like, it was, I was so mad, I, bro. I respect you doing what you did. There's, just, yeah, nah, but there's ways of going about that. <laughs> now, nah, I understand. I was 16, bro. No facts. You're a kid. I mean, I had you act and I had the way to, that you when I said it to Keith the first time. I had to keep up my words. So it's let like, me just give it to you. That's, like, that's I had real. To keep my words. So I was just like, At least he folded it, yo. I asked Keith. I was like, like "You coming?" Keith's like, "Nah." And then Keith, Keith's getting the game. Yeah, he said he got in the game. I watched the whole game, but he said Keith said he, he didn't. Got, he did, but he tried to say he had like ten points. I was like, "Nah, bro." I was watching the whole game. Yeah, ten. Yeah, like you had a little layup. We was getting smoked out. Nah, bro. It's not like when I when I played JV in high school, bro. That's what made me stop playing basketball, bro. It's terrible. Like I, when I was playing JV, bro, I was a sophomore. I was at Garfield, bro. I felt like the, the point guard in front of me, he was not as good as me, bro. And my coaches had this dumb philosophy that like they didn't want anybody shooting threes, and that win? was and that was 
what I was kind of best at. So every single time I practiced, like, you know, when we would do a drill and the ball would be dead, I would just shoot and I would make it. <laughs> and they would still be like, nah, like, we don't want anybody shooting threes. Like, Bugging, they they really, thing. they wanted us to be like uh, the Grizzlies, mad constructed team, strict, <laughs> run plays and stuff. And I'll be honest, like, when I played high school, when I made the team, they gave us the playbook. I didn't look at the playbook once. <laughs> I'll be honest. I just did it. I just like was going off of memory when we practiced and stuff. So I didn't do the best that I could as a point guard, but I knew the person in front of me wasn't better than me, bro. And that's what really made me stop playing ball after that. Just the politics that went into high school basketball, I just didn't like it just bro, turned even, me off. Even the seventh, eighth grade teams when we had in the middle school, they gave us a whole playbook. And I told my pops, I'm like, bro, I'm not reading this playbook, bro. We're in seventh grade. Why mm. are we getting a playbook with all these plays and these mix arounds? You learn young. Nah, I couldn't even. No, that's that. a fact. But like in hindsight, I should have. Look yeah, at the playbook. That's a yeah. fact. Like, yes. I feel like if I really studied the playbook, like, you know, whenever in hindsight, you always think you could have done something better. Of course. Like, if I feel like if I looked at mm. that playbook and became like a Chris Paul Maestro point guard <laughs> and know like where everybody is at, I would have definitely started. Coaches, yeah, an under, underrated thing is coaches can definitely kill the love for the game that you have. In hindsight, I wasn't reading that down. playbook. That's a thousand percent true, right? Coaches could really kill. I want to say this coach's name so bad right now, but I'm not going to say it. It's all right, man. I'll just. Real quick, and then we'll go on to basketball. Ba- you can't, you don't say it? Yeah, nah. I'll nah. tell you after five. I had some rough baseball coaches. <laughs> I had some rough baseball coaches. And I, I thought I was pretty good at baseball, but there was just some coaches that really sucked the life out of the game for me. And yeah. my dad growing up was really hard on me. So I was used to that. You know, if a coach is yelling at me, I rub it off because I, I live with someone who's way tougher on me than some regular coach. But it was just different ways of how they could bring a player down. It's coaches don't realize that you need to coach every player differently. And if you're going to coach the same player the same way, you're not going to get the best results out of your team. And that's why you see a guy like Bill Belichick who says, I cater to each player differently. However, if I feel a player needs to be handled a specific way because they're acting out of character, I'm going to do that. But if I also understand, if I have a loose cannon who's a great player, I'm just going to let them do them because you just can't change people. Yeah, that's why I feel like a lot of high school coaches aren't good coaches because (laughs) when you look at high school coaches and the way they coach their teams, they cater to the, to the best players. Yep. Like it doesn't, yo, this guy could be struggling. Known players. This guy can be struggling in class. Oh, I'm going to make sure, you know, he cheats his way out. You know, all of that, the policies that go involved that, that, that are them. involved. But if you're an actual coach and you want to have a complete team, you have to cater to everybody on that team to develop them to their maximum potential. If you just look at these, these guys right here, then once they leave, your team's going to be bad. And that's what happened to Garfield. Like I, my sophomore year, the entire varsity team was made up of all seniors, and they were all good. They they went to states. Tough. Then after it, it was like Hackensack, my freshman then, year and senior year. They then were all after seniors. it, when the younger players came through, I mean they they haven't been successful, you know, mm-hmm. and that's because they catered to those stars. They didn't cater to the other players that were supposed to step up into the into those roles. So. And that's how that's how high school is. It's a lot of politics, and so is college. Like yeah. just in sports in general, people coaches are gonna cater to who they kind of who they relate to the most, because that's how it is. You know, if if I'm a coach and I see I see a younger version of me and in, in the player, then I'm gonna kind of push them a little bit harder. If yeah. I see potential, then I'm gonna push them a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And you kind of forget about all the other players. But yeah, the, my high school coach killed the game for me, bro. Yeah, it's grown. Yeah, it's it sucks, especially the ones that just. Is, are always angry. They, like you make a good play, you dive. You make a hustle play, you contest a three point shot. You chop your feet. You know they they don't they don't you know they, they don't give you a round of applause for that. But like let's say you turn over the ball or you're late on a rotation. Oh, they're just like 
you know, you got to add, like, motivation to your players, too. That definitely helps. Monty Williams is a perfect example so of that. So I play men's leagues, bro. They're funner. I Facts. do what I want. Exactly. Ain't tell me what to do. I, played, I hadn't played baseball for five years. Came back. Like, yeah, I Alex never Rodriguez. left. But you, Alex you, Rodriguez. Yeah, nah, I was doing my thing. <laughs> but you realize that, you know what? I don't have this pressure of having to worry about playing go good. Play. I just, I'm having fun now. And then yeah. you start to see yourself actually I'm playing mad for well. like maybe 30 minutes because we lost, and then I'm just going home. That's it. Exactly. Chilling. There's no real pressure on you anymore. I will you say enjoy one it so thing. much more. My coach did do one thing that I agree with him 100%. I'm a short dude, right? Uh-huh. So when I'm guarding a point guard, I think the, the ball turnover it was turnover. It might have been me. I don't know who it was. <laughs> they were on a fast break. They were about to shoot a layup, and I went and jumped to block it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real. And then real. My, my coach, my coach is like, "Why are you jumping? You're not gonna get it." Damn, I, I was like, "Yo, he's right. Though. I'm yeah, gonna stop fucking facts, jumping." Facts. You I was didn't like, see the effort though. Like, yeah, I, I was like, "Nah," because it's you funny because. No, nah, I didn't follow. Okay. It's funny because the optics is like when you're jumping and you're in the air, you feel like you're much higher than you are. But like if it was recorded, the ball was probably here. My hand was like <laughs> probably here. And he's like, stop trying to block it. And I was like, bro, next time I'm not even going to jump. Like, yeah. that's facts. Like they got the bucket. I'm going to just let them get the bucket, bro. You might yell foul. at you like that's that. That's what happens in the NBA though. Like if you see somebody on a fast break Sometimes and they're they alone, go. they're just like, yo, they got the bucket anyway. Like mm-hmm. there's really no point. You know, just get the other Depends possession. on who it is. That's why Danny Green injured Klay Thompson. Clay Facts. Thompson had the, the wide open lane. Danny Green Danny came. Green injured him? Danny Green it was in Danny the finals. Green. It was Danny oh, Green. Wow. Had a breakaway, and then Danny Green just jumped and just... I mean, he, it wasn't a dirty play. I don't think he made it, though. Did Clay he, make it? No. No, no he didn't. Yeah, no. Giannis see you in a fast break. He's not letting you get that I was that about to say the same thing about LeBron. <laughs> yeah, He's not letting that happen. Reputation is everything. Facts. And a player whose reputation was under the mud for a long time was Javel no McGee. 100%. Facts. Because of Shaq and the Fool, that's why I got into into the beef with Shaq, because <laughs> Shaq would show lowlights of him, and you know he wasn't that bad of a player, but yet the narrative around him amongst fans was that he wasn't a very good player. Now with Phoenix, he's getting a great opportunity to be their backup center and make a, a meaningful impact, and the Suns view JaVale McGee as a missing piece to a championship puzzle. This was quoted by an article written by Mark Medina, who works for NBA.com. And Rev, you have very strong feelings about this. I laugh. Because when when, when we when, when I sent the article to you guys in the chat, yeah, Rev was like, are you serious? Put laughing <laughs> emojis. And I want to know why you disrespect JaVale McGee so much, man. No, no, no. Why do you disrespect the Suns? Oh, That's my the real question. <laughs> Anything the Suns do, you're disrespectful. That's a fact. You think so? Oh, no, no, no. I know so. I just don't see how. So we we consider the Nets and the Warriors championship contenders, right? Yes. And we consider Phoenix one of those. Okay, guys, thank you. One of those thank people you. to be Agreed. championship contenders. Yes. I don't see how a Javale McGee puts you over the top. They had needs. Javale McGee would definitely put the Nets over the top. He would help us out a lot. Forget about that though. Think Forget about think about the finals. I don't know about put us over the top, but he would Bro, definitely help on. us think out hold, a lot. Hold, think definitely. about the finals. Hold, hold Giannis the, hold killed horses. them. Hold they had horses. no death. So you, at the big position. So you're telling me JaVel McGee is the guy that's, you, yeah, this is the missing link for There's a not chance. much of a drop-off when DeAndre Ayn leaves the game and JaVel There's not, but I don't think that's the guy that puts him over the top wise. to beat the Warriors. They have, you know what they I'm saying? Like, interior depth, I, I, and he's one I agree of the with better... You. I'll say this, top. I'll say this. You're right in the Warrior stance, because the it's Warriors the are a different team this year. than They're just Correct. on a different level. Jazz. If last year's Nets had JaVale McGee, Championship. the Bucks don't oh, advance whoa, whoa. past them. Are you saying Nets? We're not talking about <laughs> Well, the them Suns. too. If the but Suns if, had if, the Nets, went... if the Nets had JaVale McGee, 
as a starting the, the, center yes, against Giannis. The, the Bucks don't win in the second I round. Mean, he's better than what we were throwing at Giannis defensively. You had Blake and Claxton wasn't And if enough. JaVale McGee was KD there was in the huh? Sun series, fried. if oh, JaVale McGee was KD. playing... By who? By Giannis. Katie wasn't guarding him. He, there was times where he was. Katie was oh, yeah. If JaVale McGee was he on was the Suns in back. the finals last year, That's fact. the Bucks don't win a championship. They don't. Wow. Why the do Suns still that? win. Why do you believe that, though? Because Devin Booker the Suns, and Chris Paul did not play that well. So why do you believe you Devin mean? Booker he played pretty well? Point games. Yeah, Devin Booker played well. Chris Paul, the last couple games. That. Was pretty it's his efficiency wasn't there, but it like, wasn't. But all right, fine. Those two he had 40 the, balls. He had the 40 helped. balls. His efficiency was pretty garbage. Chris Paul. Oh my God! Yeah, he Giannis, was. Chris Paul Giannis, in moments he was he wasn't good, but look at his stats. He was very good in the finals. Need, you saw his turnovers. At, what you need? Chris Paul's not at. a turnover guy. You saw his turnovers. Okay, okay. but look at that. He, he, was he wasn't as bad as everybody thinks he was. In well, the he finals. was. He, he was. He was. As, he wasn't as good as what he should have been. Though. Yeah, that's fact. So it's well, like you. Drew Holiday is a different type defender too. We got to acknowledge that. But that's my thing though. Drew Holiday stopping those two guys. What you think? Javale McGee was going to be the missing link again. All you have to do. All you have to look at is. Giannis forget gave last 8 year. and 50. Okay, forget Giannis last year. Giannis gave 8 and okay, 50. Okay, so look. Yeah, Chris bad. Paul averaged 22, eight, 22 and 8 in six games in the finals. How many turnovers? I'll show you right now. It's loading up right now. His percentage. He had 21 turnovers in six games. Okay. He shot 55% from the field and 52% from three. No way. Yes, he did. In the finals, he did. That's, that's what he did. Total. That's his how, total. How, how, was Chris Paul, how was Chris Paul bad in the finals? Wow. He wasn't. That's his total. That's like four that's turnovers. Wow. Average more than that's four, four turnovers right a game. There. That's, that's no, I know. not the best. That's not, you don't, but Chris Paul did play well. It's so, not like he, he was a liability. So, well, he had oh, yeah. Nobody I, ever sees like no. He, he had, had turnover. Nothing. He had turnovers at this inopportune why, time. This is that's why Javale McGee would have made a big difference. For one, we have to start putting respect on his name. He's a three-time NBA champion. He dead is. He is. One two with Golden State. One one with the Lakers as well. Yeah. He was a huge part of that Lakers chip as no well. Doubt. Yeah. And no he's good. a he's a U.S. gold medalist, bro. He just won with the team this past All Season. Did you forget? Now nah, he's a gold, bro. He, he, got, he got four. Nice. He got four tra- championships. No, I remember he was on the team. Okay, Javale McGee has Resume that. Nice. Giannis in the finals averaged thirty-five and thirteen and shot sixty-one percent from the field. When Aiton was not in the game. They, it was a major drop-off because they were playing small. You couldn't play Jalen Smith there, so they were playing Crowder or Cam Johnson at the five or Mikel Bridges, <laughs> and they were guarding Giannis, guys who were 6'7", six, 6'8", six, and don't have the mass that Giannis has. Aiden had five fouls in games three and six, and Dario Saric tore his ACL in game one. I remember that. Who, he was their backup center. With Aiden in that foul trouble... McGee comes in, and it's not a drop-off. It's not. He, it's, it's he's not. a rim protector. It's he's better defensively, foot, too. He's lengthy. Yes, and... Better defensively. Whenever we've had a Suns topic on this show, I've always talked about how JaVale McGee this year it's has been good. more impactful than DeAndre Ayton. Yes, Ayton has more potential. I think he'll be better in the long run. If not, he's a better player right now. But McGee has such a major impact. And he actually wanted to go to Phoenix because when the Suns whooped, whooped Denver's ass last year, <laughs> McGee was on, was on Denver. Yeah, and he that. was like, man, if I played there... I would be you so good. I would be rolling so hard, and I would just make a huge impact on their team. And that's why he chose to sign with the Suns. This is what McGee said. People aren't shooting a high percentage at the rim when I'm there. The fact that they got DA in foul trouble in the finals, there wouldn't have been a drop-off with me coming in as a backup. This year, McGee's averaging 11 points and 7 rebounds. 10.5 points, 7.4 rebounds, shooting shooting 66% from the field in 16 minutes. He would become the first player in NBA history to average 10 and 7 in under 16 minutes in NBA history. McGee. His per 36 would look crazy. His per 36, I mean, 16 times 2, that's 32 minutes. 
his per thirty his per thirty six is probably twenty plus in like fourteen. Let me add on That's to really those good. stats too, because in terms of field goal percentage allowed within six feet of the basket per year, twenty nineteen, he allowed fifty one point nine. Twenty twenty, fifty point four. Twenty twenty one, forty six point nine. League average is around sixty percent. So these numbers are fantastic. Yep. So in terms of helping guard Giannis, 100%, I could not agree more. There is not that much of a drop-off once Aiden leaves the floor and he comes in. Bro's real quiet. You know, I'm, I'm un- waiting to ask a question. All right, let me hear this question. question. I want to ask my question. Oh, that sounds amazing. You were quiet. No, you yeah, were quiet. No, he was spitting facts. Uh-huh. And he was about to spit facts. But all that doesn't really matter because the Bucks are in the East. And we're talking about right now. In the West, they have to see the Warriors. So it goes back to my question, which is the question is, how is JaVale <laughs> McGee taking them over the top to beat the Warriors, a team who plays small and is the most dangerous small ball team we've ever seen? How? Oh, you don't have an answer. That's interesting. You want to know how? The Suns can I, go I, will small. Ta- I will tell you this. But then... It, it deviates your point of saying JaVale McGee is the missing JaVale piece. McGee but in can terms of going to he, he can step outside and guard. Once in a while, he could do that. Why can't he do that? <laughs> Once in a while. The Warriors are the only one, the only team that I say, man, it's just going to be hard to beat. Jazz? But they got jazz, the Jazz. Jazz too. I think they, they can beat the jazz. the jazz. That's an even matchup. I would love even to see that Don't series. Even matchup. I'm Don't not. Say they got I'm not. Even this is what I'm going to say. We've seen Utah in the playoffs. This is what I'm going to say. There's none even. With the acquisition of McGee. It gives them a way better chance to beat the Warriors than if they didn't have him. How so, though? Because it's you, not a drop off. You, you don't want to win a in. I get. I get it. Gets out the, the game. The, the, the game plan for beating the Warriors has been, you know, go go big, pound them. No, ah, I didn't mean to say, it, but go big. You know what I'm saying? If you have an elite big, but you have DeAndre Ayton and Javale McGee, those aren't elite bigs. They don't have an elite offensive game. These are not bigs you give the ball to. Like DeAndre, he can do it, but when McGee comes in, it's straight oops or nothing. There is no give Jamel McGee the ball offensive in the post. Offensive rebounds, yeah, offensive rebounds, yeah. But he's good team, at getting offensive Warriors rebounds. Warriors box out extremely well, and they play defense. This isn't, and then you get Javale McGee on switches with Steph, with Clay. Eventually comes back. You now he, you have him searching, running around. It's going to be difficult. You know you what have you're to not. Play small. You know what you're not mentioning. You're not mentioning how big of an impact McGee has had on DeAndre Ayton's development. And the games what, that what the games that, that the games <laughs> well Ayton right now is averaging seventeen and eleven. That's the most he's averaged well, what in he, the past two what, seasons. What has he de- helped Ayton develop? I hope he he's helped, he's helped develop him. He's helped develop him as a roller roll, defensively. 100%. I felt like Ayton was a great roller before. No, he McGee. is great, he but he's well, even, he he's good, even better he, now. Correct. DeAndre okay. Ayton has even told McGee, he's even told the media that McGee has helped him develop okay. in various okay. aspects of his game. And McGee is always in DeAndre Ayton's ear oh, okay. and telling him things about the game, IQ-wise. So DeAndre Ayton's getting better. And the games that um, go to State has faced Phoenix, Ayton has killed go to State. And it, and they're one and two against him. Okay. So what? Seven games This series, is also man. with D-Book having a rough game. D-Book's not going to always have a rough game. That's true. That's fair. It's their best player. And D-Book came out that first, uh, and that first game, and, and they still won. Yeah, you did. So I'm just saying that's fair. it's that's not fair. That's completely... fair to say D-Book, obviously, we don't, we don't expect him to have as many rough games he had the last Correct. one. But I'm still confused on where JaVale McGee is the missing link for the Suns to win a chip. You need interior depth, and that's not what when he you provides. Play the Warriors. I guess, just, if, listen, the Warriors were... 
That's who we're priming them oh. up against because you believe that Utah has no shot, which is weird to me. I think Utah has a shot. But the Suns, the Suns are I'm just saying. No I'm just the saying Suns I'm are just saying we believe Javale McGee is a missing piece to even, a championship puzzle because he completes our team. I don't think so. He does. And, even, and, and last even year, Brooklyn, if they go small, if, they, if oh. Kyrie eventually comes back, which I hope he would, and they have Kyrie Harden and Katie out there with a small ball lineup, you got Javale McGee out there. I, like I'm, uh, that's a problem. Javale okay, McGee would help out Brooklyn tremendously. No, no, no. We're talking about if they were Phoenix versus they're facing each other. Phoenix and the Nets. Yeah, no, Phoenix keep, and, Phoenix and the McGee. Nets. Yeah, with Javale McGee on Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's a that's a major problem. They're gonna have to go See, small. But it's so not fair. It, 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 the, it is cause, fair no, because the big three of of Kyrie Irving, James Harden, JaVale KD is, is, only, is the favorite JaVale to win a championship. Only, for me, Javale, I understand the Missy. Is he the best backup big in the league? Yes. All right. Yeah. So that that, that yeah, he's only for he's only gonna be useful for teams that have a big. I feel like a Miami, Utah. Denver, like he's going to be mm. crucial in those series, but in a small ball series, you don't want him. Not saying you don't want I him think out he'd there. Be useful but I don't Miami think too. I don't think he's going to be as impactful as you guys think he is. Just look at the Suns I as a whole. They have depth at the guard position. They have depth at the forward position. Now they have depth at the center position. What, that completes their team. That's that's re- Javale. But I don't think it's the missing piece to though. a degree. Last season, their biggest need was depth at the big position. But one Sarge went different out. Than this year. But I'm just talking last. I'm he. They're going. They're basing their analysis off last season, okay, and that's a fact because he was the missing piece he of their was. puzzle last year. I just they would have won if they had McGee last year. I hundred percent believe that. I don't know. Like I, uh, you could say that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, I really don't this, know. I have this picture in my mind. Like I feel like Giannis could kill Javale McGee. Yeah, I don't, too. I, I Giannis could kill anyone. I don't think. I don't he think would definitely help though. Yeah, help, DeAndre Ayton having five fouls. That's not ideal. Putting okay, and smaller Giannis guards on him though. What was or he? Small seventeen of nineteen from free throw. He was, he was getting to the line. He was ridiculous. Who's, who's stopping that? But I'm just saying DeAndre Ayton had to struggle. Like he was struggling. He's a very but McGee 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 would definitely help. He's not stopping seventeen for nineteen from the free throw line. But he's not going to be fouling him as much as Ayton was potentially. No, no, Ayton wasn't even fouling him. It was the other guys that was in the game. A little bit of both, but yes, I agree. I don't know. I think he would help against man. I mean, I I think Giannis would still kill him, but you know, just, just just having just that just having that uh that backup yeah. center yes. who when we we see statistically there's not much of a drop off offensively and then defensively you're just adding somebody who's better who's a better rim protector. So I think I think I think it makes sense. I I I, I don't. I don't think it'd put them over the Warriors, like because, like you said, I think their small ball unit is just ridiculous, and we've seen them embarrass centers like Rudy Gobert and anybody else who's you know who's who's known as a paint paint beast, paint defender. So I don't know. I mean, it. All right, you're right. Have to see, Giannis, I mean, would dominate McGee. <laughs> <It's Giannis. laughs> but, but hold up, but hold up, hold up. He's giving him thirty. I don't think Giannis goes. I don't think Giannis goes off for fifty in Game Six <laughs> if McGee is there. The free throws. He went off for fifty on Crowder, and they tried like, everybody. Come on, bro. He went off for fifty. I don't think he goes off for fifty. I don't if know. McGee it is was there. just one of those historic performances that I'm just not going to undermine or any. But oh, just, I'm not undermining it, but no, I just no, don't I know. think it I'm happens saying, like that. Was, the reason ridiculous. why the fifty happened was because he went to the line. He was hitting his free throws. They were fouling him a lot. And surprisingly, <laughs> yeah. he had the greatest free throw performance in his entire I mean, career. Aiden was in foul trouble in game six in yeah. a crucial game. Correct. Yeah. McGee's the, McGee and, steps you know, in. That's a whole different yeah, story Yeah, it's a as whole well. different story. Oh. You guys... All right, you guys think? I okay. think I don't know. Right, I think you're kind of underrating the McGee thing a little bit just because you're focused on the Warriors and you hate the Suns. So I'm underrating Javale McGee. Uh, you are. 
I mean, we're not saying he's a superstar or anything. We're just saying he's a. You just said he's the best just backup big in the league. You're a Suns hater. I'm not a Suns hater. I'm just saying we're talking about the West, right? We're talking about the missing piece. Well, well who's the two best teams in the West or three? We could add Utah. Warriors, Utah, and Suns. I think Javale is perfect for that Jazz matchup. I think he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like beautiful Denver, perfect. Even L.A. to a degree, perfect. We, 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 you, to a degree, we, you, you have to stop undermining the Suns, though. You are no, I, because I'm because undermining e- even I'm undermining Javale McGee. I, I would admit that wholeheartedly. Look, I, I think Golden State <laughs> they would get by Phoenix in the playoff matchup, but it's not what you think it is. It's what, not going to be a cakewalk. Wait, 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 You're making it sound what, like what, a cakewalk. How did I like make a, it sound like a five game series? How did I make it sound like a cakewalk? That that is a six seven game series. Y'all didn't even ask me what the series would be. What the Warriors and six. I have Warriors in six. It's a Warriors in six series. closer to five or closer to seven. What does that mean? That's a good question. <laughs> no, you know mean? what that means exactly. No, you know exactly wait, 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 but, but if they get Clay and Wiseman back, I think it could. I, yeah, I honestly yeah, I can see a world where they beat them in five. I'm I dead can, ass. I can see a great five games. I, I can, can see that. Yeah. I can see a great six games. I wasn't thinking about With Chris Paul? Nah. Huh? Steph Curry owns him. <laughs> Why do you say huh like that? Steph Curry owns him. Yeah, bro, you got y'all gotta understand something because y'all think I'm undermining the Suns. It's not that I just think the Warriors are just bro. They don't have Clay and Wiseman, and they've been dominating the league, bro. They're just like this is they're bringing in another forty percent three point shooter, bro. Like why are we confused? About that this also not takes hard. away from Jordan Poole's minutes. Like, but it doesn't take his away minutes, from, but, but his Clay minutes so, cut a lot. Clay is so can so seamlessly just be put in the offense and just <laughs> say, "Yo, bro, you're gonna find eventually you're gonna find your shot." So Jordan Poole, it's not like he's gonna lack in his. They're gonna rest Clay. Jordan too. Poole's gonna but get Jordan his Poole's touches. Get his so it's not gonna burn. be anything different. Wiggins is still gonna get his touch. Clay is gonna be fine. You just, yo, bro, we're gonna get you a little screen. You're gonna get yours, and then we're gonna let these guys do their thing. So it's like it's I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, like, that is funny though. The Warriors get yeah, small. Like, like, yeah, McGee trying to guard the perimeter. Yeah, like you got come on. Javale McGee would also get his his. His buckets though, yeah. Another end. Oh, he'll dominate them yeah. on the glass. I've seen it happen. He would dominate them on the glass. You act like this, you, you go small yes, ball, bro. Then. Yes, he's a good. He's rebound. averaging like sixteen rebounds per thirty six. Who's, who's getting boards over Javale McGee on, on, in a, on the Warriors? When the Warriors go small, nobody. Nah, probably nobody. Yeah. Okay. Smart. Probably nobody. How about Wiseman? That that would be interesting. Nobody's talking about him, bro. Yeah, he's exactly. Be a you act you act too. like the. The Warriors have Kayvon Looney, and when Wiseman comes back, they're going to have two bigs, big, too. Yeah. The Warriors out-rebounded the Suns last game. Okay. And the Suns were healthy. 42 to 37. Yeah. I, mean, I know. It's not that bad. No, it's it's hilarious to me no, that you it's that, not that, that, that bad. just told me. It was me. a close game though. No, no, but y'all just told me. But who had who had who had a uh, time of who who won time of possession? Because that matters. Who won time of possession? What? Who had time? Up, no, who had the a, ball more? What the hell? I don't. I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna tell me that right here. I just was like this. Totally Wait, why did you say what though? Like that don't matter. Because what does that matter with rebounds? What do you, you mean? Said, you the said more, a team misses more, a team has the ball more, then that's gonna fluctuate the stats. And True. you're saying it's like True. it's like fifty. Well, you, you made it seem like it was like a fifteen okay. advantage. The it's Suns, only five. The Suns took two more field goals. Yeah, that's Warriors. fair. Okay. That's fair. We're at eighty three. The Suns are at eighty five. So this whole domination thing. How much? How much did McGee have? How much more did they miss though? Uh, one team like, was forty for eighty. Well, how much? How much rebounds did McGee so have? Wait, the Warriors were forty-two for eighty-five. There's the Suns percentage. were forty for eighty-three. How much rebounds did McGee have? I'm about to say right now. What's the percentage? If he had double, if he had double-digit uh, rebounds, he's like. It's not the same. Yeah, I think like six rebounds uh, in like ten minutes. He had eight point seven rebounds in how many minutes? He played twelve minutes. He's come on, bro. Eight points in, se- in twelve minutes. Why did he play twelve minutes? minutes? Why did he play twelve minutes? They ran him off the floor. Why did he play? They ran him off the floor. Why did he play twelve minutes? Okay, they ran him off the floor. But he was not. You know, you know, he's he's one of two players 
on the Suns in that game that has a, a positive plus minus, right? Yeah, plus I understand. Seven. But there's a reason why he's only going to play. He's not going to play that but when much he when he plays the Warriors. He was a positive impact. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah he does that, but he's not going to play that much when he plays the Warriors. So this whole missing piece thing, still trouble. It's still confusing to me. Look, I think we're right in terms of most teams, but in terms of like the Nets and the Warriors, I, I don't. I, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think, I don't think I don't, why we should talk about anybody. But in else. general, though, it's a it's a, it's a huge. I think Utah to perfect. Nets and Warriors, even like a like the Bucks would be good. The Bucks, perfect. I agree with you. The Bucks would be perfect because you need guys down there for Giannis. Like teams like that, Philly, that's perfect. Yeah, that's you, great. Like versus Denver is perfect. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, not that it matters though, because we know the Bulls ain't. Oh, you man. are a 12 seed in the NBA, and you're still talking. <laughs> How is that? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you yeah. are the 12 seed, bro. But I'm saying, like, teams like that. You know what I'm saying? Like teams that go small. It's McGee, come on, bro. You know, Harden's my guy, bro. So, you know, you got to mention that first seed. I'm Nets all day right now with okay, James Harden. Fair. You guys have one more win than us. Cool. That's fair. Come on we're, now. We're right behind you guys. Yeah. With James Harden. That's my, I mean, James Harden's my guy, man. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> Phoenix should have I don't think Phoenix should have got another wing. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Another 3 and D defending I think wing. Dad Young would be okay for them. Yeah, like so. No, I need him off San Antonio. I, him I getting no burn though. is beyond No, I mean, instead of JaVale McGee. Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, I think they're good there. I think so too. I think that's perfect. Think so actually, too. Cam Johnson's been balling. Dad Young too. would be a good person. To yeah, go Dad small Young's with the another. Guy that's what like, I think would be perfect. Like, like a guy like that, where now you have that. Like what we were talking about with Utah, he'll never, definitely get. Moved. They needed something to go small with. I feel like that is, or just somebody that could or do I that. Think, I think you know they go small. A with couple teams too, right? He could stretch the floor too. Damn, there's going tough. to be a couple players that are going to be on the trade market that aren't Sabonis and Levert and and you know Miles Turner that are very good. That's like Thad Young. Eric Gordon. That's good. Jeremy Grant. Like these guys are possible. Harrison Barnes could be moved as well. And these are all guys that could make a humongous impact. He comes to the net. Stop. Harrison (laughs) Harrison Barnes goes to the Suns and beat the Warriors. (laughs) (laughs) He going to get revenge. Imagine. (laughs) Dude, it's not beating them, bro. The reason they lost. What? To to the being the reason that they. What are you saying? In 2016, he was a breaking OG. Oh, yeah, he shot like 25 for the three. That's exactly what I'm saying. You didn't cool. mention this team when we talked about the McGee acquisition and how it could help them against this team. I said Heat. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, you did say it. The Miami Heat. You know, they play big. They got Bam out of bio. And they, they got a hidden gem in Omer Utrevin. Do they play big, though? Miami? I don't feel like Bam plays big. In height, they're small, but they play big. Okay. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Because they're mad little. Because Bam is and, and Miami, a, that's a great way to put it, actually. Yeah. Miami is definitely a top three team in the Eastern Conference. They're, they're currently scary. the fourth seed. They're 21 and 13. But we can all agree that it's the Bucks, Nets, Heat. And you got the Bulls outside looking, and they're not on that level. <laughs> we cannot all agree. Personally, we cannot stop all sleeping agree. on us. You got to stop putting this Yo, down like that. I was that. just thinking the other day. of I just saw a picture of everybody that was out on Miami. Mm-hmm. Butler, Tucker, uh, Vic. Yeah, everybody's gone. <laughs> Yo, that is scary. Scary, yo, that is scary. And Morris too. That's scary, bro. The Heat have won their last three. They have won seven of their last nine, and notable wins against Milwaukee, Chicago, and Philly. You know they beat they they put it to Chicago, and I, I was happy. I loved every minute of it. Why? <laughs> what? Are you impressed what? with the Heat that they keep on winning despite all their Absolutely. injuries and? Is this a testament to Eric Spolster? Because right now he has 628 wins. He's 25th all time. He needs 10 more wins to pass the great Chuck Daly mm. at 638. Well, for starters, 
Spo is a top five, top six coach in the NBA. I think Easy. we can all agree at this Easy. table. Easy. You know, I know you're going to have your little slander with the Bulls. I'm not even going to get into that. You're the 12th seed in the league. So wow. we're just going to leave that there. <laughs> wow. Um, no, nah, come from though? No, nah, because you just kept throwing, oh, the Bulls have no shot, this, that. No, yeah. no. Oh, what do you mean where did it come from? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Oh, you blindsided me with that. We, we, we're talking about Eric Spostra. Because you just like, I didn't like how you was like, yeah, Miami's the fourth seed. Were, were you going to mention Billy Donovan or something? I know. You know what I'm saying? Billy, okay. He's a good guy. Okay. Billy cool. But no, nah, uh, Miami, they he's deserve really all the cool. Billy been amazing. Miami has built this culture down there in Miami. And it started, I feel like it started with D-Wade, you know, and then Shaq and then Pat, Pat Riley. Riley. You know, I, they built this culture. Pat Riley goes first. I'm Definitely. sorry, but you know, it's Wade County. You know, Wade, you got to say Wade first. I understand, but you got to say Pat Wade. Pat made it possible. Yeah, so it's, it's, you, yeah, Lonzo Morning. You got, you understand you what I'm saying. Hardaway. Tim Hardaway, all yeah. them boys. Good teams. PJ Jones. I don't even know about that. I know that. PJ Jones. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know about PJ Jones. Stop I it. Stop what college it. you went to? I don't remember the college. I it was don't. in the 90s. Why I would I remember. What college? You're about to lie. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they built this culture, this rugged grit and grind culture, this fight hard no matter the odds, this play hard every possession culture. And it's shown over the years, you know, they've managed to compete. I remember at a point they had Josh Richardson and Justin Winslow as their best players, and they were competing Josh night Richardson in. Josh was leading that team in scoring. Yeah, they were competing <laughs> they night in and night out. So this team competes. no matter. And then Jimmy Butler, that dog in him. Bam Adebayo, that dog in him. Tyler Hero, that dog. PJ, Morris. that dog. They got dogs. So oh, my God. Even if they're not healthy, those dogs are still in your, in your Lowry. ear. Those dogs are still in your mind. They're still going to play hard. So this is not a surprise for me. Eric's going to have them playing night in, night out. Just like you said. It just makes them looking scary for when they do come back because these guys like Gabe, Vincent, and Max, they're playing well. Omir, they're playing pretty good, and they're young guys. So it's going to be incredible to see them. EJ Jones isn't a real person, bro. He's not? Nah. (laughs) Bro, (laughs) you know what I was talking about, though, right? I know. He he has a PJ. I don't know. I just don't. I I thought his last name was Jones. Damn. He was a high school creative player, bro. That's a great process, PJ Jones. I'm looking it up. Nobody's coming no, up. No, because his name is PJ. I thought his last name was Jones. Man, you also, like, what college you go to? <laughs> but you know, it's funny. They both agree with me. Like, yeah, I know him. I stayed, I'm smart. Yeah, like, I'm not stupid. I'm like, who the no, hell is I was, I was like, Arkansas. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> PJ Brown. There it PJ is. Brown. Right. That's there it is. PJ Brown. That's okay. PJ Brown. He got my last name. He, he definitely he, went to Arkansas. He looks like a Jones, doesn't he? <laughs> PJ Jones. Jones. <laughs> he was all right. PJ Jones on a Perry Jones. You remember Perry Jones? Yeah. Yeah, he went to Louisiana Tech. Yeah, you were all wrong. Nah, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> what? Arkansas, Louisiana Tech. <laughs> they're not close. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they're not close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I finished. Okay. <laughs> oh, so it's my turn. My yeah, bad, bro. I'm sorry. You guys just got lost. You lost me with all he that PJ Brown talk. That like, that's said. not a real player. <laughs> he said PJ Jones. You I agree with me? I knew who he was talking about. I though. thought he was talking about you know you know how in those old classic 2K teams they be oh, having a bunch dudes of at the bottom, guys. the bald yeah, white guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, PJ yeah. Jones. He was like, "Yo, I know him. I remember him." <laughs> Y'all are stupid. That being said, we got to give credit where credit's due. Tyler Hero, credit to Max Strauss. While these guys Definitely. have been absent. These two have taken their opportunity and absolutely maximized it to the maximum potential. Tyler Hero has been bugging out, scoring in buckets, 25-point games. He has just been a different animal this year. He should be the leading candidate for six-man of the year. It should be a lock by then. Like Tyler Hero has been like that this whole season. Should be in conversation for most improved also, but that's neither here or there. 
Max Strauss, shout out to him. He has taken a, a Duncan Robinson type role in, in this Heat offense these, these last couple of games, and he stepped up huge while these guys have been out. Jimmy Butler missing 12 of the last 13 games, and the Heat are still having success. Now Jimmy's back, and it's only inevitable until Bam Adebayo comes back also. This Heat team is a force to be reckoned with. Offensively, that was my biggest concern for them coming in. Are they going to have that number two guy to average over 20 points that's going to step up for them when they need him? Tyler Hero has been that guy. And when you have this offense that is clicking like this, you have this defense that is as potent as the Miami Heat defense is. And we haven't even seen Victor Oladipo step to the floor once this season yet. They're they're showing their depth. And this is also a credit to Eric Spolstra, like you mentioned earlier. We need to start speaking about Spoke being a top three coach in the league. You said top five, top six. That's fine with me. Spoke is as good Who as... Who your they, top three? I probably would put... You said Spoke? Spoke. <laughs> Spoke. I know. Where's you the K in his name? Eric Sp- is it Spolstra? Spol- yeah, Spolstra. I'm pretty S-P-O-E-L-S. sure LeBron called him Spoke, S- but regardless. Spoke. That's LeBron. You're not LeBron. Uh, but that's my guy, oh, wow. so yeah, I'm, but I'm a He coached him, so like, they can talk like that. Then why can't I? Because you don't know him personally. That's just you telling me something that's just going in one ear and out the other. I don't really care. <laughs> hey! Um, got you. Though. He got you. There. He got that you. There. Thanks, bro. Uh, so regardless of that, probably top three. I probably go Popovich, probably Kerr, and then spoke right there. You think? Do you think Kerr's a better coach than Tyrone Lue? Just asking. I probably would table. say that. Yeah. I mean, you you brought up you br- he he asked this Yo, question on Twitter kinda, one time. You kind of be bashing Kerr as a coach. I mean, that's Kerr is top three. No, but Kerr's not a bad coach though. I don't think he's top. The way he communicates. Right remember when we thought? Remember when we thought Nick Nurse was a top five coach? You were on that crazy. I was. I was. You, I think Monty's better. I mean, he was the second season without Kawhi. He's still a good coach. He's still a good coach. I think Monty's better than Kerr. That's. Well, what about Tyronn Lue? We was talking about. We was raving about. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Because he brought up this this question on Twitter. And I actually want to ask two questions. Before. Let's just real quick, though. Mm-hmm. You put this poll on Twitter. You said, rank these coaches. Eric Spolstra, Mike Malone, Quinn Snyder, and Tyron Lue. Rank these coaches one to four. I'll start with you. What was the four again? Eric, right, Spo. Eric Spolstra, Mike Malone, Quinn Snyder, and Tyron Lue. Spo, Lou, Snyder, Malone. Spo, Lou, Snyder, Malone. That's what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I said. I don't disagree too much. I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Lou, Spo, oh Snyder, God. Malone. Dude, I think Tyron Lou's an amazing on, coach. Man. I think uh, Spo and Lou dude, could be I, interchangeable. Yo, Tyron Lou gets so underrated Just as a head coach Just think about how every game. single season Spo has someone new that is breaking out. It was Bam, then it was Tyler Hero. Now we got Bam Matt. Bam was a flattery pick. No, but Bam has taken a huge leap no, in his he has, game. He's gotten better. He's he was supposed better. to do that. Okay, though. fair enough. But regardless of that, he maximizes <laughs> on, his bro. players. No, he I, gets no, the I, maximum I, I out of his you. players. Yeah. And his player development is among the best in the league, if not the best in the league. Okay, all, all these coaches are great. I think Mike Malone is last, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we all had him last. last. Yep. It's really hard for me to to not put Quinn Snyder top two. You know, that regular season wise, even though Tyron Lue in the playoffs look. Because Tyron Lue has proven more in the playoffs, the playoffs, Snyder is three. Has to. I think Lue proved last year. Lue got, it was a coach of that team that came back I against the Warriors. Can, no, exactly. Look, two, one, it's interchangeable. I don't know, Lue or or You're Spoh, not wrong either it's way. It's one or two, I think bro. you can't put Snyder over it's Lue hard. after last year when they played. I think You saw what he was doing series, without Kawhi? Lue showed you he's a better coach than Snyder. <laughs> I, I think you have to put Lue over Snyder. Yeah, that's but, a fact. But Lou, but Lou and is kind of crazy. Nah, it's interchangeable. They both have a ring, so you can't say but, nothing but look, about that. But look, at, but look at this. But look at this. Okay. The Heat Spoke are 3-1 and one 
Spoles got back to back titles. Tough. He do the Heat. Spoles took his team to the champ to the to the finals though. Lou has the greatest comeback ever. Agreed, yeah, but he is. also had LeBron James and Kyrie he has the best Irving. record so down Spoh. 0-2. Spoh uh, Spoh he went to, he went to the finals without LeBron though. You're right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he lost yeah. LeBron. Yeah, bubble match. I probably would right. put King Spoh James, baby. Spoh has to be one. You're telling this to me. <laughs> You're telling this to <laughs> me. I'm the biggest LeBron fan here. Not okay. a lie. They said, they said. Nah, bro. You get exposed. You better stop. You better stop. Look at this. The Heat are three and one without Kyle Lowry. They're twelve and five without Bam. They're five and two without Hero. They're nine and six without Butler. What? That's a sixty-seven percent win percentage, and that's nuts. Versus Indiana, this is just this, this past week. Struss had eighteen and seven. Vincent had thirteen. KZ Okpala had sixteen. Yurtsevin had eight and thirteen. Hero had twenty-eight. <laughs> Versus Detroit, Struss had twenty-six. Vincent fifteen. Hero twenty-nine. Yurtsevin eight and twelve. And then versus Orlando, Yurtsevin had sixteen and and fifteen. He's a rebounding beast. Struss and Vincent had thirteen, and, and Caleb Martin. <coughs> Had seventeen. The they got yeah. They got him. He got one of the twins. So KZ is from Stanford. Yeah, he is from Stanford. Wow. You, you know what I find? <laughs> you know what I find amazing about the Miami Heat is that every single season it feels like they find hidden gems. I'm in the two rough. two seasons ago. picks too. Two seasons ago, it was Tyler Hero. He was amazing as a rookie. Duncan Robinson yeah. being Strokes. undrafted and being one of the better shooters in the NBA. And then they all. I mean, Kendrick Nunn. Was big yeah. time for them yeah. two seasons he ago. He was running away with the rookie of the year at a point. Yeah, and now this year they found three more guys who are very good yeah, and gave Vincent and Max Struss and Omer Yurtsevin. We got to give our credit to Eric. But hold on, though, because let me ask you, because can't you say the same? But why? Like, it's more scouting, though. I agree with that, no doubt. But who ultimately develops these players into what they but are? You're right. But and it's, it's been a, a consistent right, so, trend. So what about Ty Lue for when Reggie Jackson bringing his career back? No doubt. T-Man. Listen, if it sounds like, like I'm minimizing that. what Ty Lue has done, then that's not, that's not yeah. my intention. Hardenstein. He's always been pretty good, though. That's Luke, not. Luke Kennard giving him the opportunity. Yeah, but I feel like they're in the same boat. He folded with Luke Kennard for a few. But I feel like they're in the same boat. To a degree. I drafted Brandon Boston. He's been huge. He's been pretty good. He has Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. What he's made, Reggie Jackson, no doubt, that's been huge. I just think that from what the Heat have had over these last couple of seasons, Spoke has done a great job in developing them a little bit more than Tyron Lue. I mean, I think, I, think we can, I think we can just agree in saying that they're one and two. Tyron Lue and Eric Spoke do an amazing job. Great the, coaches. Heat, great coaches. The, the Heat, I mean, their culture, it's been known for what it's been for years. I mean, even back in like 2015, Hassan Whiteside. Yep. Came onto the scene yep. out of nowhere. I was a baller. He did his thing. So the heat, the heat are known. The heat are known for getting these guys out of nowhere, and they become very good NBA players, and they deserve a lot of credit. And that's why fully healthy. Like I think they are. They are a top two threat to make it out the East. I think they can beat anybody in the Eastern Conference. They're that good. And defensively, that's really all you need. Is it too too far to say they can beat any team in the league? No. When you have defense, and again, my concern yeah, with offense. Go, I, look, Golden State's on a different level. I'm going to continue to say that. I think Golden State is on a different level than everybody bro, Miami's else. Miami's defense I'm is not a, sick. I'm not buying it It yet. is. It's sick. So is Golden State. I'm, I'm saying, though, that's I what mean, I'm you're saying. You're right. You're right. Sick. And, and PJ Tucker on Curry, you know how what? that's going to go. What is, what is it, what is it going to go? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He's he, he, not, not in favor of 30. I'll tell you that. 
Did you remember Houston? Like, first do you remember all, PJ Tucker? First of all, they wouldn't put PJ Tucker B- on behind him. the they back. Jump shot, step back. He's he, not doing that on Lowry. Step? No, he, but he did it. On, wait, Lowry. Lowry beat him in the finals. Lowry beat him in the finals. <laughs> no, he he no, I'm joking. The big, my they had the red though. My biggest. He did beat him in the finals. He did. He did. No, you're lucky they don't have Fred VanVleet because it would have been over for Steph. He averaged thirty. Fred was clamping Steph. My biggest thing is that this past this past on excuse me this past Saturday when Steph Curry played the Suns, Steph Curry's efficiency was not there. And the Warriors still won. Yeah, that's yeah. why I do fear the Warriors. The Warriors can have Steph oh, Curry on an to, off you night. You need to fear any team ahead of you. Honestly, can you oh, shut up. Man. Man. Like, you just can need you to fear everybody because you guys are bad. Like you worry about the wrong things right now. But I understand what you're saying. He's just bro, discussing bro, the topic. Bro, bro always got to <laughs> bring somebody down, His 65 man. win take just blew my mind so bad. I'm sorry, I'm over now. I'm sorry, I'm a fan. Say something. Even if they go undefeated. Here on out, they don't get it. It'll probably over. It's over. You know what? It is what it is. Actually, it's not. Is that debatably the worst take of twenty twenty one? Oh my god! Yeah, as a fan, I had the worst take ever. Sure. No, on on the pod, was that the worst take twenty twenty one? I don't know. We had a lot of takes. I don't know, bro. You said the sun sun stink. I'm not trying to bring Joel. You said the Knicks not being mean to me right now. So that wasn't as bad as probably. What did I say? I probably said something. See, let's not. Why are we exposing before. each other? We're supposed to be brothers here. This is a brotherhood. <laughs> well, well, he, well, what's, Tama, well said, hold up, hold up. Tama, I had a worse? bad take. I said the Lakers was going to beat everybody just because they had LeBron, AD, and Westbrook. I'm like, they're running through everybody. Even with him. Wait, but yeah. what? But what's worse though, the 65 win take or the Rick <laughs> Carlisle take? Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about me? The coach of the year, yeah. Oh, so now he's violating me. Yeah, no, no. All right, so I was, Giannis. I was just saying, no, no, which no. one is right, worse? Right. Rick Carlisle might be worse, bro. No, Honestly. that's what I'm saying. I think it might. Yeah, I, might, yeah. I don't Yo, think that was the worst. But WC has top. Yo, who did he you has pick? Two of you, the top Yo. five takes, worst takes. Who did you, you pick for coach of the year? Because I picked Spo. Who did you pick? I don't remember. Come on, you have to remember. It wasn't Rick. Who'd you pick? As coach, I, I had Spolstra. I might have picked Monty Williams. I guess That's a good great pick. How about Universe? You said Rick Carlisle. I believe you said Kerr. I might have picked Kerr. Maybe Carlisle has something to prove, and he's proving I'll say that I'll he's. I picked Billy Donovan. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about all of us saying that the Cavaliers were going to be a bottom three team in the East? Stop putting us with you. What do you mean put with you? All of us had it. I had to, I had them at the playing, so yeah, I didn't have any. All of us had them bottom three. What are you talking about, bro? He's <laughs> trying to sound better than he actually is. Come on now, bro. Come that's on facts. now. He's yeah, trying to sound better now. than he actually Stop. is. But I did say that the video. Facts. I did say we the video. I yes. wouldn't be surprised yes. if they make the play. We all I didn't did. say that. Correct. No, you did not yes, say did. that. You want? You didn't say that. Yes, we did, bro. Joel, you know it was one that Ceiling you said was that was a plane. <laughs> now it's a cop yo, out. All right, yo, real, your Rick Carlisle take, yes, your, your yes, Kings take, yes. and your Le- well, well, Kings stop. aren't bad. Your sixty-five one take, Kings aren't bad. Rip, you know it was bad too, but yeah. I don't, it's not that bad from Joel. But like in hindsight, it sounds bad. What? He said the Pistons were going to be a playing team. <laughs> oh yeah. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. I said they could. Oh, I thought if you said Cade, they were. If Cade plays and says his potential, and Jeremy Grant does what he does, but yeah, they suck. They do suck. <laughs> yeah, they, they really. Nah, you, know, you know, okay, I, he's I'll, playing really well. I'll take the Rick Carlisle slander. The sixty-five wins. Come on, y'all. To be honest, though, the Pacers on paper, okay, that's not I that think bad because these don't are the three bad. I have, but they're all to be determined. Well, the Knicks one is probably done with, but <laughs> the Knicks third seed. I know seed, no one brought that one up, but the, Christ, t- did, the, t- the Timberwolves fifth seed. Don't sleep on that, bro. We're, waiting. we're still waiting. No, I've yeah, been creeping. They, they were a week ago. They were the fifth seed. That's what I'm saying. I've been creeping. They're okay, not, they're not five hundred. I know, but it's not, not dead. Yet. It's not dead. Yet. But that that is not it's, dead. It's it can, it can very well happen. That take is fighting. I'm sleeping. It's not fighting tooth and nail right now. The other one. I'm trying to remember what it was. The other one that I had. I'm forgetting right now, but yeah. Like a bad take that could go good. No, just the one that I had earlier in the year. Um, I forgot. I Those are the two that I remember. I, I don't, who, wait, who I don't did you say for most improved? Um, I think, 
And I don't know. You bro. also said Jordan, Jordan Poole. No, nah, but then, then, then you also that said Jordan firm. Poole had no chance to win most improved. No, timeout. Timeout. No, he didn't. Timeout. Anymore, timeout. No. Timeout. The worst no, take. Doesn't. Timeout. The worst take that you had is when you said Clay Thompson was a star. And it was so bad, Draymond Green got on you on the comments. Oh, section. yeah. That's that the was bad. Oh, yeah. That's that was fact. crazy. Okay. That's yeah. That was. Draymond Green had called us all idiots. That's and we, me and Drew didn't even say anything. I'm glad. I was you know what? Hey, I didn't have Draymond Green come on. Yeah, that's top two worst take. Yep. It's you in that. Bro, that, was, that wasn't right, a take, yeah, though. We'll that share, was a we'll thought. Share. That was That's a thought. A bad, right, and I had a thought, That's too. A thought. I had a thought. It's a that thought. wasn't a take. Carl Lyles, that I was, was like, a thought. I, I wasn't like, Clay Thompson should come off the bench. No, you I said, said, you I said, said, I said, what if? No, he didn't say what if. That's a thought. That's not a take. But then you went deep and said, watch two weeks later, ESPN and them, they're going to be talking about it. And I said it first. That's what you said. You went deeper into it. No, I said, bro. No, yeah. Bro, I put the thought out there and watched all these networks pick it up and it's start talking crazy. about it. That's what I said. So, if, if, that, so if that take would have been right, would you have claimed it? I know. What, what, how, that was a bad take. How would it have been right? If Clay doesn't start and Jordan Poole start, would you have said, that was my take? Keep it on it. No. Yes, it yes, wasn't yes, a yes, take. No, you would be forced to say that you thought about it, though. No, you would I be thought forced about to be it, like, bro. Oh, I said that. And I said I, that bro, a while when ago. We, when we did the show, I said I was watching the game and I had this thought. I never said... This is what's gonna happen. This yeah. is what should happen. Okay, okay. Nah, I never said that. Yeah, we gotta bro. get Draymond Green on That's the pod one day. He has his own show now. We gotta Draymond get Draymond Green, Green on the pod. Terrible. He might laugh at it's us. Not, you don't like his show? No, 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 no. I'm oh. laughing at what you know that. Said. You know that the podcast, the podcast his network is on is, is on is the volume. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys know about it, but the volume is a podcast network that Colin Coward founded. And Yo, knows. Draymond Green is really he's a really interesting player off the court. Like I like Smart I like dude. yeah I like watching his his he's the basketball Richard Sherman in my opinion. He's really smart. That's close. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a very good comparison. Yeah, Chaining. yeah, yeah. yeah Richard Sherman. Yeah. What about this guy? What take have you had that's bad? Um, huh, it's been a few. Mine's been straight biased though. Cam so. Reddish takes. Uh, well, all of his Cam Reddish takes suck. Yeah, so far right now they're not that good. Um, that's pretty much it though. Hold up, I gotta look because I just want to see some NBA teams and I want to remember. <laughs> I did call Hero for Six Man of the Year though. You did. I remember you yeah, saying man, that. I give you that. I I think I said Jordan Clarkson. I get no credit for that either. That's I said Jordan up. Clarkson. No, you said that too. Nice. I'll give you a take. But your Carlisle take was so bad. Come you got. You bro. need a few more. I'm to sorry. Like... I had. To, I try to be unique. Y'all are being basic. Whatever. Mean... Oh no, your Josh Giddy take. What's my Josh Giddy take? That he's mid. Yeah. What is he? He's been mid so far. Get, no, he hasn't, bro. He's been cool, he has zero bro. points. For the youngest player ever. All right, he had zero points, ten rebounds, ten assists. What do you mean? Oh my god, you're here for that's eight. That's such an ugly stat. Yeah, I hate that stat right, line. So, but you love Draymond Green for doing whatever Draymond's he does. A three, he's a three-time champion. Right, what's, what's wrong? With, don't he's do that. a rookie. He's right. a rookie. Well, the take hasn't even completed yet, though. But you're saying he's. You said he was like. Who cares about it? I hate that stat line. I hate it. Oh, you were wrong about Sengun. What am I wrong but when, about? But the you, said that, you said that he wasn't going to be that good, right? That's another fact. I said he wasn't going to be a star. Discriminatory towards That's what I said. Nice. players. Yeah, but I said, the, I said these two guys weren't going to be a star. He just swears. Well, up I, wait, actually, um, his take that was right was about Portland. What did you say about Portland? I know. That they, they wasn't going to make the playoffs. They killed me for that. They're I mean, the 11th seed right now. No love. They another killed. Thing I said, yo, they killed me for that. Nah, it's nah, a, they didn't kill you for that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I posted. I, I, killed, no, you. I no, killed you for that. No, in the comment section, some guys like this guy said that Portland not making the playoffs and, and Luca leads his teams better than Dame. He's man, get him off the show. I mean, for I mean, that's kind of crazy to a degree. Which one of you had the Clippers as a playing team? It was one of you. I didn't. Oh, that's me. Yeah, I probably did have him. Like Fifth seed. I had I, Jerk. I had Kevin Durant as MVP <laughs> too. So far, that was my pick for MVP. You know that they're just one and a half games above Minnesota, who's the nine seed. Who? Clippers at the fifth seed. I know everything They're is gonna so go down because Paul George Tim. out the next month. Yeah, everything is so. Timberwolves are gonna make up ground. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. Timberwolves are gonna be the fifth seed. That's our beat in the Clippers tonight. Okay, 
right. <laughs> I don't know. Beat us. Think. Wait, hold up. Thinking about it now, I don't think you make many takes. You just I react. I do. He reacts. He doesn't make takes Boring. though. He reacts. You know what's a bad take me and him had, and it didn't age well, was when we said Dinwiddie was better or just as good as Gordon Hayward. That take sucked. Because Dinwiddie's Love having a right horrible year. Nah, he's been he's averaging 11 points. So Gordon Hayward's averaging 19, or 5, and 5. Or when you said Levert can do what Middleton does. Wait, how is that? <laughs> no, that's a thought. That's not Chris a thought. No, no, come on, come on, come on, come on now. Come on now, come on now. I was like, come on, bro. Levert's a really good scorer, yeah, bro. Come on. Bro went <laughs> tooth in. He's only averaging 24 in the last six games. I saw that. Yo, Levert, he was cooking, Congratulations. Yeah, he's doing what he's doing. I think I have like one take that's probably going to fold this year. And this is my Atlanta take. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's probably the one that's gonna. That's fall. a lot of people. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh, that's Joel. another take I had that they were no, gonna you, get out the first round. Oh, that, I won that take. How did you win? That I said take? Atlanta was gonna beat the Knicks. What? I said that Atlanta was gonna beat the Knicks about? too. What are you talking about? No, nah, he's talking about this year. Yeah, talking oh, this year. about this season. I said Atlanta's not gonna get past the first round this year. You also oh, okay. Yeah, they might not make. They're gonna make the playoffs, but I think they would still make the playoffs, but. Yeah, who knows? Slotted. Yeah, right yeah, now, they'd be slotted to play either Milwaukee, have, Brooklyn, or Miami. We have so a that com- takes gonna age well. This table has probably a combined fifteen L's right now on takes. Like <laughs> yeah, we think it's that much. I think it's lower. Well, he has four. What are you alone. talking about? So, and you have, have like three. Have, that's have seven. Two, How do that's I have nine. four? I'm sure I have about three. I have. Four oh, but to answer your question, I don't think Jordan pulls in the MIP conversation really? because John Morant has been going crazy this year. I don't think John Morant is. And he's still about Darius Garland? I think, I think yeah, Desmond, he should. Darius Garland too. Tyler Hero, Lamelo Ball too should be there. Tyler Hero. Can, yeah, I don't think he, a bench player can a, win yeah. MIP. Why though? I just I don't know. I don't. I've never seen a Wait, bench hold player up. win. Are we MIP? not mentioning Desmond Bain? Oh, hundred percent agree. I think him too. So 100% I think Jordan Poole is pretty. Dejounte Murray. Oh my God! There's a lot of Fast. guys, bro. Snump, yo. Dejounte Bridges. Miles Bridges. Yeah, I think Jordan Poole's pretty much out of it. Oh, you know, I wouldn't say out of it. The Warriors are the one seed. You know, me and Drew were wrong about. uh, We were saying that Harrison Barnes could sustain twenty-two points per game for the whole season. No, I said said that for real. I didn't. No, I said that he was a good baller. (laughs) Oh, he did. I I thought I said that for real. Like Joel, whenever we were talking about it, like he would just never take it seriously. No, he just had a fall. Joel just used to disrespect Harrison Barnes. All he used to say is, "Yo, you're oh, you're your Holmes take was dead. Why Holmes Allen? Jared Allen is dead. Yeah." Is dead, bro. <laughs> and I, all right, we came yeah, out and spoke about that dead, already. Bro. We came and spoke about I'm that just, already. Yeah, that's another one. Damn. Oh, yo, Drew. If you guys have take, if you guys remember takes that we said that weren't Drew, good, drop them down in the comments. What are you talking about? I have what? My Lakers take, which I'm a fan of. All right. If you recall really our take stance. That's the one. So yeah. you're three, you're 0 3 right now. How about the, Sacram- the, the dark, no, the dark no, no. horse Rick, Sacramento? Lakers, and then um, the Lakers one doesn't count. And Holmes. Yo, Dark Horse is a beast. 0 3, though. But come on, you have to take that out. You have to take that out. Jared Allen is clear. Come on. You think Jared Allen can make the all-star team yeah yeah i want him jared to. allen is going to make the all-star. jared allen is clear i, I, I love yeah. jared allen he is he is he is brooklyn <laughs> fans love jared allen i just yeah i just love your players like karis lavert and yeah. allen they did not like dinwiddie i like dinwiddie i didn't see a lot of but you know what i kind of i didn't with the way he left like i felt like he was being mad selfish and now and now he's like now he's not performing well and it's like we gave that guy a chance and, I know, was just never a big us. fan of Dinwiddie because he always, he always talked he's about the Knicks. No, he always talked about the Knicks too as a fan. Like I don't, I don't like that. Like when you're another player, you're just constantly talking about another team. He would always try to talk about the Knicks. It's just like weird. I feel, I feel like we've we've pretty much been fifty percent on our takes though. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <he's so> mean. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I can't get with it. Uh, maybe, maybe. Okay, we have to go back and look at the catalog. Oh, I mean, my defensive player of the year takes not going to be good. Well, it's because my guy got injured, bam. but Bam, he, he got Bam. injured. So that's not going to age well. So that's not going to age well because Bam got hurt. I'd be cheesing, though. Mine's just really biased. Bro, I don't know. Like, I don't, I really don't remember you making any takes, but that's why I can't think of any on the top of my head. Because I always go first. You always what does that the, have to do with anything? You always forget the first guy. Is that true? Yeah, you I'm guys never sure. remember what I say. We just always remember what you guys no, say. No, it's just I really don't think you ever have takes. Uh, I no. think he just reacts. How about yeah, the he's ma- boring? How about the Maple Mamba? Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he was. You big. said I'm boring. Yeah, man, you're boring. I'm all right. I got something for you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm like saying. you know, like you know, you know what what his takes are. It's like okay, when we have a topic, is Anthony Davis, um, is Anthony Davis not living up to expectations? River be like, yeah, he's not. You know, that would be that's like your take. Okay, I see, I so see it's not saying. it's not like you ever like okay yeah look, you, I got, you don't have much prediction you don't you don't ever have like a both. prediction you guys are exposing me okay yeah, <laughs> much prediction I'm gonna start making I'm gonna start 2022 January from January I'm gonna start making mad takes all right I like mad that t- you like you need to stop why because you're because you, I said Rubio was gonna have a huge impact on the Cavaliers. no he did say that that he was right that was a bunch of, that. I came he on the show and I looked you in your face and I said that was a smooth now you know Riff did say the Bucks were gonna beat the Suns oh yeah he picked the Bucks throughout the playoffs last season so did I JC was mad I did that so did I that being said I thought you were I wasn't on the show since day one I thought, I, no, but I thought you were hating because when we walked into that Brooklyn and, and Milwaukee series, we had our big three. And for you to say they were going to beat us in six, that was kind of disrespectful. Crazy. So you're like Bucks in six. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Why did you think I was hating? You just think I'm a hater? That's what it is? No, it's just I'll tell like, you what. If I would have said it, I would have been hating 100%. How 100%. would you describe us? Like, if we were to describe every, like, if we're like on a show, we're each characters, how do we describe our character? That's so I think in our role in on the show, I think I'm the person with the hottest takes on this show. Definitely, you're, you're the you're person. Skip you're you're the person skip with Bayless. the with the best reactions. I think Drew is the person with the most cool, calm, collected personality. <laughs> and I'm on the, the one. Show. I'm the one that tries to be politically correct all the time. Like I like. Okay. Yeah, I'm the one who like tries look to at be the stats. Be, and all. I yeah. think I think Drew is he's he's the fun guy. That's me. Fun yeah, guy. he's and, the fun guy. And and, and then Riv is uh, Jason Whitlock. <laughs> River is the contrarian, and I'm the igniter. Yeah, that's what I say. I'm the igniter. You're the contrarian. The Skip Bayless role the, is you play that. I don't know why people perfect. say that, bro. Like, yo, because you make so many hot takes, and it's like you know why you do it. You do it to get reactions out of people, nah, and it works because I believe, I believe it. it. Exactly. That's why we call you, but that's why we call you Skip. Stop, Skip believes stop, everything stop, he says. Stop, nah, stop. that's that's cat. You want to know why? When I really knew this guy was Skip Bayless in the flesh, <laughs> you got. Was when he he said the Knicks dominated Atlanta last year, but he showed all the regular season matchups, but didn't show the postseason matchups. And he had hella Hawks fans mad. I was like, yo, this guy is good. Really. He's good. He's good. He's, he's really good, good at it. Nah, that. yo, nah, nah, nah. I'm not skip, bro. Because he doesn't admit when he's wrong. I'll come on here and be like, nah, bro, I was wrong. Yeah, no, nah, he never gives LeBron his credit. You're right. Okay. Yeah, you're I will. Right. I would like what he does with LeBron. I would never. Yeah, do. he'd be going crazy. Like Giannis well, won. You know who else? Giannis used to won, do that and I was too? like, yeah, bro. Like, you know who whatever. else he used to do that to? Was Allen Iverson. He used to always violate Allen Iverson. You know who Allen you kind of used to do that to though, Steph. Oh yeah. Glass yeah. ankles. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. kind of used to do that. To the Steph, most pampered. Bro. His yeah. first YouTube video is like, "This is why Steph's the most pampered <laughs> superstar ever." Yeah. Nothing like St- Skip. Like Skip be wild. Like Skip say. woke up one morning, posted his Instagram. LeBron, are you up? I'm up. <laughs> He's like, I'm running on a treadmill. <laughs> LeBron, let's go. I'm like, yo, bro, what? He's like, weird guy. I was bro. gonna say, I hate 
Kevin Durant. Y'all know that. I hate Kevin Durant. Do you hate do you day. hate him as a you hate him as a basketball player? As a, oh, for, or for a person. Sure. I mean, I, I can't speak uh, about him as a person. Okay. I don't know okay, KD okay. the person. I can only see what you I literally call him Snake. He is. He is. But you think he's damn great though. I mean, what uh, am I lie? Respect. He's mediocre at basketball. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's the one it. thing. Yeah. I don't think I take it as serious as Skip. I think Skip takes sports very seriously. We all take sports very yeah. seriously. No, we. I, I think. Like I think we all. Wrong. I think no, not even that. But like you know, like I feel like what I'm is not, he going to do when LeBron retires? Cry. I mean, he's getting old too, bro. He might retire before him. Facts, imagining. But, but I'm, I'm saying like this, like okay, for example, like yes, I watch sports and I, you know, I analyze it deeply and stuff like that. But I feel like Skip is like he has a comic book and he has his characters that play it, and he writes a story about them and he creates a story out of these real life players. Mm-hmm. I don't think I take it as seriously as that. Mm-hmm. Like with these yeah. or with the nicknames he comes up with like Yeah, like I think he takes he take, he takes the person out of a lot of he takes the person out of a lot of these guys and just makes them into characters. Yeah. To to, to make this show entertaining and <laughs> stuff course. like that. I mean, he's one of the greatest people that do TV and he's, I, yeah, he's, he's I, elite. you know, I admire Skip. Like I think he's, he's one of the best TV does. people of all time. No doubt. Uh, yeah, I, so I guess, is Stephen I guess A. Smith. But. You and Drew are definitely probably the most dynamic though on the show. Oh, thanks, like, bro. Ew. Appreciate but, um, that. You guys He's are very Ill, like man. you know. You guys are like very versatile. Me and JC are pretty straightforward. Like yeah. you know, We're cute. Yeah, you're Josh Giddy. You're Josh Giddy. Um, there's Josh that. Well, what, wait, what did you say? <laughs> you said I'm cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Nah, well, bro. Yeah. You know it's funny. Before the show, Riv looks at your stuff. Looks at the looks at the board. We didn't even mention this here. We should have mentioned it. Before Facts. The show. That's okay. The pick a side sign right there, and Riv's like, "That's cute, man. That's <laughs> cute. That's cute, man." It True. is cute. Look how cool that. It no, is it cute. Looks I think lit. it's adorable. I think Yo, it's shout mad, out all geeks. Shout out my boy Sky. You already know. Nice. Appreciate the love. We gotta. Add, I wonder. I wonder what the audience name. thinks our roles are. Though I want to know what they feel. They like say I'm each, a troll. They actually call are. me the troll. Really? You're the troll. Yeah. Who like said on the that? show. Um, you're, the novel. Mean, you're just a mean guy. Novel thoughts. You're he the said, mean I, I'm, guy. The, I'm the troll of the show. I just troll a lot. You're like you're literally like Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh my god. With better takes though. Oh, thank you. With smarter, you know, analytical based takes. Stephen A. Smith. We just came to the conclusion he has no takes. No, no, like, like, Rib makes sense when he talks. Yeah, like, okay. Stephen A. Smith, like, when they ask him, like, when they would ask Stephen A. Smith who's better, like, between the Warriors and the Suns, he'd be like, Steph Curry. That's why they're better. Like, he won't, you know, like, Rib will get into, like, the dynamics of each player's he role. He started talking about stuff from, like, five years ago. I'd be like, damn. And he says the same thing. Like, he's the greatest shooter God ever created. Like, you say that every time. It's true, though. Not it's true, but, like, it's, it's just annoying. You know what he said about Donovan? He said he's the most talented, most talented player in Utah history. No, he said. Did he say talented or he best? Said, no, he you said can, talented. Can, no, he did say. He said the best. No, he said, he said no. He said one he day he was talented. the best though. He, he said that he was the best. He said he just he said he was better than John. Yeah, he just said most talented. But he said that before. He said he was the best. I don't know if I'm with that. Most talented? No, no. Like I'm talking about. If he's talking about best, Carmelo. Oh, easily. No, but if we're talking talent, Mitchell could surpass all of them. I think he's Carmelo's career is crazy, bro. Well, talent is not about surpassing. I agree. Talent I is talent. He's, there. Mitchell is the most talented. Yo, Carmelo's is like slightly underrated. That's like because, I know he had a horrible past or whatever, but if we just talk about the player, that's exactly second all time in scoring, top ten in rebounds and blocks. Like, yo, he he had a okay, really JC. great career. No I mean, there's a reason why, though. I mean, you know, he didn't win. No, no, no. It's not that. I mean, it's just his 
personal. Yeah, his personal. No, but we strictly just talk basketball. disrespect Carl Malone gets. It's strictly from his personal. Same reason why nobody praises OJ Simpson. What do you think about him as a Carl Malone as a player? Like, what did you think about him? Like, he's top twenty ever. Definitely stamp top twenty. That's high praise. Second best power forward ever. No. Yeah. Statistically, he, he no. He's the second best power forward. Who's better? Wait, what? He's gonna say Giannis. I, I, Giannis will surpass him, no doubt. Oh, well, he yeah, I can. think he will. But you I think, think Dirk is better? better? No, Dirk. Wait, who better? Who? Than Carl? No, Carl's too. I think you can make a panel argument for Dirk. You can try. I think you could. I'm taking Giannis. We honestly. still have an entire second half of the show. Crazy. <laughs> and the second half of the show is going to be even better than the first half. I know the first half That's is incredible. very good, but the second half is going to be better. So before that, let's take an intermediate pause and talk about DraftKings, our sponsor, makes this show possible. Shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network. You can use promo code TBPN at DraftKings for your promo. And hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that will make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Hockey came back. It's coming back. It had a big postponement, actually. I put up this poll on Twitter today. I put up a lot of polls. One player can make the All-Star game in the Eastern Conference. One one player can make it. It's between Tyler Hero, Darius Garland, and LaMelo Ball. Who is making it? LaMelo. That's pretty easy. Garland. In terms of who should make it, yes. But like why why, why can't wait, pick who I want to pick? Wait, wait. Nah, because you're picking because you like Garland. No. You know what? Garland deserves Thank you. it. I know you. Come on. Garland <laughs> Garland deserves it. I'm I, like he deserves to be there, but like I don't think that like he's had stamped better than Lamelo Ball. They, their numbers are similar, and Garland's team is playing better. I'm actually I'm actually curious to your guys thinking because you're saying Lamelo, you're saying Garland, other way around. You think it's a okay, whichever way. You guys think it's just a two man race? I feel like Tyler Hill is getting severely underrated. Definitely he's having is. a better year than Garland. I'm telling you what's going to happen because who has more fans? No uh-huh. doubt. No, this is about the bench, though. They're both not uh, not going to start. But Tyler Hero, when he started, he's averaged twenty one points per game on great efficiency. So is Tyler better than Lamelo? No, I think Tyler's the worst out the three. But not saying is like Darius he's better than Lamelo. Tyler's better than Garland. I don't think so. I don't. He's better than Garland. He's a better scorer for sure, all around player. I think that's even yeah. close. Come on, bro. Nah, I'll give the slight edge to Tyler Hero. At this point in time, at this point in time, I think it's close. No, I but think there, who Darius will be the who can reach the higher ceiling? I agree. But I'm saying right now you got to go Tyler. That's fair. Right. But I think Garland's a much better playmaker than Tyler. Oh, hundred percent. No he doubt. Can still put the ball in the basket. Yep. That's why I will put Agreed. him over. Both of them are not oh, good no. defenders. I, so. I I agree with you. I think Garland's a better ball player. But I think yeah, right. I agree with that. I think Darius Garland is better than Tyler. It's close. I, though. I feel like no, Tyler Hero gets underrated in these conversations. Like he's not up there with these guys. Because when you're a bench guy, you don't get the love. Well, that I said it's close. Bro. I think it's pretty close. I mean, I think the best one's Lamelo. Who do you think would make it personally? In terms of you take the fan vote into account, you take Lamelo, Lamelo, yes, he's the go. most popular. No, but, but let's I mean, Lamelo shoes. So let's talk about let's talk about, let's let's talk about, about who deserves uh, it. Let's talk about Lamelo's been amazing. Garland's been just as amazing. He, he has been. He has been. 
He has been. Yeah, but I don't, Garland's not the best player on his team. He is. I don't know. Jared Allen or Mobley? That's fair to say. Jared, but as LaMelo... But, but, but no, wait, no, Jared Allen. Yeah, okay, Jared Allen's the best. But sure. I think LaMelo Ball I don't think LaMelo's the, the consensus best player on his team. He is. Who do you think's think better that, than him? I think you make the argument for Miles Bridges. Stop. The He's same way you can make it for points. LaMelo's averaging more points. Like, like he, one, he facilitates the same way the you can make an argument for Jared Allen. You, I think you can make a compelling argument for Miles Bridges. I can't Bridges. agree. He averages more points. He's a better facilitator. He rebounds the basketball. He legitimately does everything for them. Yeah, he does. So does the Miles t- Bridges. He rebounds uh, for them. He's, he's one of their his, best but scorers. The playmaking, that's where he's separated. That's, that's it. the same for Garland, though. But bro. I agree. I'm not saying you're wrong. I think Garland's the best player on the team. But I think Allen has put it the same way with Bridges. Allen and Bridges have put their impact on the game where they can make it close. Not Can. the same. I Bridges think Jared Allen scores right now. Jared Allen's impact for the Cavs is more than what Miles Bridges is for the Hornets. Evan Mobley, I mean, yeah, but Bridges' and, and impact Jared. has still been. You have to put. You have to put it into consideration. But not that of Lamelo. I know. Look, with the Hornets, this is how it is. The Hornets have players that on any single night can be the best player that given night. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward the other night dropped thirty eight. Miles Bridges forty one the other night. Yeah, Miles Bridges can go off whenever he wants, and Lamelo. Terry Rozier when he's there, he tends to go off too. So. They have a rotating cast of players who can be the best player any single given night. LaMelo leads the Hornets in points, rebounds, assists, Mello's steals. LaMelo's the best player, bro. That's all you need to He's know. The best player. LaMelo is the best you player. Said the best player. You said that. You said that. But hold on, bro. Because first of all, I didn't like how you said that. Well, well, they're both I just facts. told you facts. Bridges, Bridges is at 19.7. LaMelo's at 19.8, bro. That's not. They're both average 20 points a game, bro. Don't just, do that. And Harrow's I, higher than both of them. I took, yeah. ev- I'm, I yeah. said, with Harrow's, everything and he, into and he's account, on the best he's team. the best ball is more gifted at putting the ball in the basket. And Harrow's on the best team as well. I just, I, yeah, he is. Yeah. You know exactly. what? That, that's yeah. what I'm saying, bro. Like, they are winning Tyler, without Butler and all them, too, That's though. what I'm saying, okay, so bro. That's, what about, I'm saying. that's why I think Tyler Harrow gets slept on in these discussions. His efficiency from the three is better than Garland and Tyler Harrow. I mean... Tyler Hero's efficiency from the three is better than Garland and LaMelo. Mm-hmm. His efficiency from the field is better than LaMelo, but not Garland. He averages more points than LaMelo and Garland. Rebounds and assists, Garland and LaMelo have the edge over Tyler Hero. Yeah. But Tyler Hero was on a team that's the best. They're the third seed currently in the NBA, and that's with Jimmy Butler being out, Bam being out, Kyle Lowry missing some games. Tucker. Like, Tyler Hero was doing Tyler his Hero's thing. numbers? He's averaging. Shoot, shoot me LaMelo's numbers real quick. All right, 19.8, mm-hmm. 7.5, 8 flat. What's 1.92. His efficiency is pretty good. Uh, 42% from the field is not great, but 38.6 from three. Dude. On seven attempts. Garland's at 23 and seven with 48, 38, 91 splits, bro. Wait, 23. No, he's not he's averaging, averaging 20. 20. No, no, no. He's 23, seven. So 20 points. He's averaging 19.7, right? 19.5. Okay. So 20 points, three rebounds, seven assists, not 27. So he's averaging less points. He's averaging he's less rebounds. At, uh, they're at the same amount of points. No, you, no, you're you, both at 20. No. 19.8, so 19.5. Hero, Hero is at... Going off the pure Hero is at 20.2, shooting 44% from the field, 39.7% from three. That's 4.9 rebounds, 5 rebounds, 3.9 assists, 4 assists. He's gotten so better as a playmaker. They're all at the same level. No, we're Garland not. and Hero are just more efficient. Is basically, And both of them are on winning teams. Like Not, not saying Charlotte isn't winning, but clearly... Cleveland but then the best all around player out of all of them, you would say is Lamelo, also shooting, right? Lamelo yeah. shooting 91% from the free throw. Also. You know, he's an yeah, amazing nah, he, free throw shooter. It's the, the percentage, him being that low in field goal It's a good conversation, though. It's definitely yeah. a good conversation. It is, because... It, I wish it, there was a way all of them could get in. It's a it's a good... I think they probably can. Hopefully. It's a good... It's a great conversation. Well, Actually, yeah, Harden, DeRozan, Levine. Yeah, how about passing? Somebody's going to get... COVID. I think Somebody's Hero is going to get snuffed. Hero's not going to make it. I, I just have that gut I, I feeling. Think, I think Hero has a better chance of making it than Garland, because I feel like he's a more popular player, nah, too. Nah, because Hero's a two, and Garland's a one. Okay. But it's just guards, though, is it not? 
I thought that's, that's what I thought. That's what it was. Guards, oh, yeah, forwards, and centers. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That that I think Trey Darius Harden. I think the Trey least and Harden are going to start. I just think that Trey and James Harden. I just think that one of these three players is going to get snuffed from the All Star game. They are all deserving. I do agree. I think Garland and Lamelo are better all around players than Hero. But yeah. Hero, people shut down the conversation like he's not in the discussion. His scoring. He's in the discussion, yeah, and agreed. he has a case over Garland. I wouldn't say Lamelo, but he definitely has a case over. Darren Garland Green. as the better player. Is Harold better than Beal right now? No, bro. <laughs> okay. You're disrespectful. Is no, Lamelo better than Beal? No. Ooh. What'd you say? Is Lamelo better than Beal? Debatable. You know I'm not. <laughs> yeah, a, it's debatable. You know I'm not a fan of Beal. That's why I, I, actually, that's why I had that. to make sure. Like, yeah, I will not so you think Beal is gonna make the All Star team? He probably will off name brand. He shouldn't though. <laughs> he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Isn't he, he averaging 23 again? That's not too bad. Yeah, but then you have Jalen Brown. You have Zach Levine. You have DeRozan. No, Zach and Demar getting in. So don't. Beal's efficiency has been. Awful. Yeah, I get it. But look, Trey, no, he's, Harden, he's gonna make start. It. Trey, yes. Harden, Levine. That's gonna be the three right there. Demar's, Demar's listed starting. as a guard, huh? Demar's listed as a guard. Okay. Demar might so get the nod over Demar, uh, Zach. They're both gonna get it. They're, gonna, they're both. No, yeah, but I'm talking about are. as a starter. Is there Demar's any, been in the MVP race? Zach really has. Do you think there's any chance like Drew gets more votes than Garland? Yo, it's I possible. was thinking the same yeah. thing because Drew, Drew has been bugging. Beal is probably gonna get more votes than Garland. Drew Holiday's not gonna get in. I don't. How, think. how did Drew Holiday get in the All Star game that one year? That he was he nice, but like yeah, he was in the New East, Orleans. Was, no, yeah, no, 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 Philly. Philly. Oh, well, but who nice. were the point guards? It was Derrick Rose, Rondo. I don't we're know gonna how he got in. We're gonna have this discussion more next week because we're gonna make our pick aside stars. I don't know how he got in that year. We're gonna make our lineups. Talking about guard play, the Kings right now are having a lot of it at a very high level. Tyrese Halliburton, without De'Aaron Fox this year, he's averaging 23.5 points per game, 11.3 assists per game, shooting 53% from the field and 50% from three in four games. Granted, the Kings are 1-3 in those games. For his career, he averages 16.5 points per game, 8 assists per game, 47% from the field and 36% from three without Fox. Well, that was last season without Fox. Yeah. It was rookie season. He averaged 16 and a half and eight assists. And that's way above his averages because with Fox for his career, he averages 12 points per game and five assists. What do you think the Kings should do with this situation? Because Tyrese, he's shown that he can be the lead guard. And some may say Fox is taken away from his ability to do more. So what do you think the Kings should do in this scenario? Do you think Tyrese is the person that you elevate above Fox and make him your priority moving forward? Should they trade Fox or should they just wait and see if it works? And you putting out those numbers was incredible because I think, you know, people forget when Fox was playing the two, he was playing well too. So it was like when he was reverted to the two and Halliburton was at the one, they looked like, they both looked like they was in their natural positions. Do I think, the, the Kings should trade Fox, yes, but not, but not for the reasons you might think. I don't think this is incredible. You know the fact that Halliburton has shown the ability that he can run the offense, but I don't think they should trade Fox because of Halliburton. I think they should trade Fox because I feel like right now it's just you have to move off from Fox. I don't think I think Fox is in a position where he wants to win. I don't think the Kings are in a position where they can win. I think it's time to reset this whole thing. You drafted Mitchell. You have Halle Burton. I think you can get a lot for Fox. And I That's think the perfect true. place that he that can trade from is New York. I think they can exchange and they can get a point guard. You know, I think for Fox, going to play somewhere else with maybe not like they're not winners in general, but somewhere else where he can 
You know, he made a quote. He said, I, I, haven't been, I, I haven't been a loser until I got to Sacramento. You know, I think that goes to speak. And he's right. Kentucky, in high school, he was a winner. He won everywhere he got until he got to Sacramento. So I think, you know, for Halliburton playing great, I think that's impressive because now you can. it makes it a little bit leverage. easier. It makes it a little bit easier to move off Fox. But I don't think, you know, you should move off Fox because of what Halliburton's do. I think you should just move off because it's, it's time. You know, I think it's time to restart the whole process. You know, I get it. Bagley, he had his troubles. He's been playing okay for the most part. Holmes has been playing good. Barnes, I think it's a guy you should get ready to move off of too, but he's been playing good too, but it's time to move off. I think you should reset it, restart it with a new head coach, a new foundation, and it starts with Halle Burton and Mitchell, in my opinion. I was waiting to hear you say Buddy Healed. All this time, I'm oh, waiting I, to hear I, you I say we, Buddy I thought we already established. Like, I didn't need to say that. I don't think you should move off of De'Aaron Fox. I like... I don't like the take of you saying that you think they should move off De'Aaron Fox, but I don't mind it given the fact that you're saying not because of Halliburton, just because of where the Kings are at. I'm, I'm, I'm more okay with that than because of Tyrese Halliburton's playing very well because it hasn't translated to wins. So if it translated <laughs> to wins, then maybe I'd, I'd be able to have this kind of discussion. But, but that hasn't happened. So why would I, as the Kings, want to trade my best player if this guy who is replacing De'Aaron Fox while he's been out is playing very well if they're if they're not winning. Last if, season oh they boy. were seven and seven without Fox when he didn't play. Okay, five hundred. This year they're one and three. One of those games was against Golden State and then Memphis. It's even still it's just not translating they're to They're not wins. winners. Let's just in, in my ready, in my matter. opinion, Buddy Heald still has some trade value. His yeah. field goal percentage is not good. His defense is not good. He's a great three-point shooter. That's really what he is at this point in time. He's not beneficial to what the Kings are doing right now. You need defense on this team. Other than Davion Mitchell, a, a, a splash of Rashawn Holmes, this team is not really good defensively. Tyrese is good defensively. Tyrese Halliburton is a solid defender, and he's got good size, in my opinion. Six, for sure. Yeah. You have a 6'5 point guard in Tyrese Halliburton. Long you arms. Move, you move De'Aaron to his natural position at the two. I should have drafted him. Harrison Barnes still at the three. That's more than... I mean, he's his 18 point per game score. You have him at the three. I think you trade Buddy Heald, you get some draft capital, or you try and get a piece in return that's going to play defense. You This team needs defense. And if they trade... Uh, Buddy Heald, and they only get a, a really solid defender, I'm more than okay with that because that's desperately what they need. I can't trade De'Aaron Fox as my best player. Why? Because right now, offensively, outside of De'Aaron Fox, and sure, Tyrese Halliburton has his moments when he has the opportunity. It's Tyrese, De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes. That's it. Can I, can I, can I just Wait, say- you think, so you think Fox is better than Tyrese? I do think that. Okay. Why did you ask that? I think it's a very valid question. The only thing I will say to De'Aaron Fox... Uh, is it not a valid question? The only thing I will say to De'Aaron... Bias. It is. I don't think it, it is. is. I think I look at Tyrese and I say, this guy is doing what Fox couldn't do until like year four. I don't think Fox is a natural point guard. I think Halliburton is that. Correct. I think, you know... Isn't that what he played in college too? He played point guard? Who? Uh, Tyrese? Yeah. In Iowa State, right? Yes. He, I yeah, think Fox he, played point guard too though. Yeah, but... You you could watch him clearly. He's like, nah. I know he's not a true. Halle point Burke actually I know, is I know. like statistically in assist to turnover ratios in college. He's like one of the best ever. I know. I mean, at the time of the draft, I knew we messed up getting Obi. I like Obi, but Obi, Tyrese. Chill, was, chill. Obi is no, 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 come on. no Tyrese would have no, done. No, it's no chill. Bro. <laughs> Tyre, no, Tyrese, Tyrese would have done wonders for the Knicks. And, and at the time of the draft, we needed a point guard. He would have done wonders. Can I just ask you a quick question? Let me hear it. I don't. I know you're not too in tune with the NBA draft, and you're not too in tune with college, but. These college next, for sure. These next couple of drafts are going to be pretty amazing in the, in the oh, top no heavy doubt. part. Def, definitely. You don't think 
Len Fox, like trading Fox tank. And well, you're, they're tanking. I don't yeah. even know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But you don't think trading Fox and getting because I feel like you can get a lot of value with Fox. You know, a young promising star. He's still a really maybe good defender. Picks. You know, you can get a lot for him. I think you can get a, a, a couple players and maybe some picks. You don't think moving off from him and then letting Halliburton because Halliburton, you you've established he's a natural one. So that's your point guard. You got Davion Mitchell. You don't think yeah. trading Fox to getting some great value back is the smart thing to do with these next drafts coming up? I think it is. I think you could not get as much as you could get from De'Aaron Fox, obviously, but you can still get some draft capital in Buddy Heald. Wait, hold up. You you mentioned the Knicks' Atlantic spot, but who are they trading? Obi would probably go. RJ? Maybe RJ. I mean, he, so RJ for Fox. Do you think the Kings do that? And I think, I think RJ fits picks. their timetable more. I guess, more, right? I guess I'm, more, I'm more fascinated with Fox in New York than the actual trade itself. You know, I just feel like Fox in New York is just great. I was actually playing 2K, and I, I traded Randall for Fox. Ew. And I had Randall on Sacramento with Tyrese, and we made the playoffs. And Randall didn't play well in the playoffs. But Well, you know, that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I actually did that. Um, I'll say this. I think what we're seeing with Fox and... Halliburton is, is what we saw with Garland and Sexton. Oh boy. Darius Garland Sexton's without without now. Colin Sexton last year averaged 19.8 and 8.3 assists, 20 and 8 basically in six games without Colin Sexton. With Sexton, he averaged 17 and 6. So it's not like a huge drop-off, but he was much better without Sexton. The difference is that the Cavs haven't paid Sexton. The Kings already paid De'Aaron Fox a five-year $163 million extension. So he has one of those big contracts, and if they trade him, they're going to have to get a player of equal value, you know? So is it a Jalen Brown in Boston? Is it a Sabonis in in, in, in Indiana? They're not doing that. that. Jalen Brown is And the Kings have said they're interested in in Sabonis. They're they're one of the teams that are interested in Sabonis. Sabonis and Fox swap wouldn't be that bad. I don't think think they would. No, I think they would try to keep Fox. I just feel like you hate I, I I do think I that hate the fit. I do think that Buddy Healed. I don't think he needs to be traded. I, I think he's a very valuable. No, player. I think he, he's I think he's I think his time. I, I dude, think he's, he's shooting fly. under forty. He's shooting under forty like percent from the field. Other his defense. That's because most of his shots are three. I think he so does three point percentage is over thirty. It's like thirty eight percent. I think he doesn't want to be there anymore. That's Bro, why he's playing like that. That's exactly. That's exactly why. Percent is he's really Buddy Healed is really good. Imagine him on the let's just say the Lakers or the Clippers or another contender. He just doesn't want to be there anymore. People play like Dude, that when Buddy they don't want to be there. Terrible. Are you looking up his attempts? Yes. Okay. How old is Buddy Hill? Like he's averaging sixteen, bro. Points. Yes. Yeah, so Buddy Hill is twenty nine years old on the field. Oh, yeah, he's really old. Damn. He he came out of college at like twenty three, right? Twenty four. Oh, like twenty four. They said he was lying right. on his age. Buddy Hill attempts fourteen shots a game. Ten of those are threes. This guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, what's up with this guy? But how? What's his percentage? His Shouldn't percentage 38. is thirty eight. His EFG is a fifty one. So. What's his three point percentage? Thirty seven. In ten it. attempts, his true shooting percentage is fifty four percent. That's yeah, all right. He's a fish. He takes a lot of threes, so it's gonna his percentage is gonna. That's look like Devonta like Graham. Yeah, it's a percentage Graham. is gonna look like that. Yeah, that's like him. Grammy shooting. I feel like Buddy Hield is needed for the spacing. I really do think the Kings need a wing, though. I think they're missing that. Like right now, that can play they don't, defense. Yeah, like right now they don't have a wing. Like Harrison wow. Barnes is their wing, but he's their four, and then Rashawn is at the five. Like. That three is always changing for them. Yeah, that's why I think if they get like a Jalen Brown, he fills that role. Again, the Celtics aren't trading Jalen Brown to the Kings. I don't <laughs> think not. so either. But I, I think the I think Fox and Halliburton is not going to work. 
And I think the longer that they they stretch it out, the worse it's going to get. Because I don't know how valuable Fox is going to be down the line. Do you believe they complement each other? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And if if Fox takes a complete change in role and, and is the two and Halliburton is the one, then maybe. Have you, aside from maybe Dame and CJ, there isn't many backcourts that don't fit and stay with each other for too long. John Wall and Bradley Bill eventually broke up. Garland and, and uh, Sexton are going to probably break Dame up. Dame and CJ lasted way longer than it needed it should, to last. It shouldn't, I feel like we, you can be looking at that in a sense. Like two guys that just, like you have to get guys that fit. A backcourt has to fit. They have to connect. They have to be in sync at all times. They're still young. We'll see what happens. I just feel yeah, like no. as a whole, they've had a, a huge hiccup in development with Luke Walton. Now he's That's gone. Fair. I want to... Give it a little time. We haven't seen much, How much change. Is a little time so though? what I mean, about the what season about this? play out? They've been garbage forever. They have been. I was looking at some articles here, looking at some potential destinations. Um, the Pelicans. What about For Fox Brandon for BI? Okay. That's now good. we're getting somewhere. That's not bad. We're getting somewhere. Now, that's, I think that's, that's straight up. That's valid. I don't think the Pelicans would want to do that. Why I not? think I think the Pelicans already I think established that, that he's he's better than. It doesn't matter. No, Bi about, is better than. Okay, I agree. No doubt. And I think Brandon Ingram. He's being wasted with. Wait, the wait! It doesn't matter what Bi thinks. I need, I need you to know that though. Yeah. It's wherever the Pelicans want to send them. No, but why would the Pelicans trade him for a less player? They need a point guard. They need a point guard, and I don't think the drop off is severe. I think Fox can be at Bi's level. He was just there last year, like twenty five and what eight yeah, last year. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was just there last enough. year. Mm-hmm. But so. I wouldn't trade Brendan Ingram from Fox, bro. He's so much more valuable. I, I if personally you need a think point he's so guard, much more I guess I understand what you're saying. I mean, but what more can you get for Bi right now? I wouldn't want to trade B.I. at all. I want to keep him if I'm the Pelicans. Again, but that hasn't translated into wins either. Not that the team is good at in general, but once Zion comes back... I mean, we saw it last year with Zion, B.I. Still, they weren't winning games. They should have kept Lonzo. I mean, if you have Lonzo, B.I., and Zion was supposed to be the future. Yeah, them letting nope. go of Lonzo was ill-advised. They messed up. Crib. Bulls Nation. Lonzo, you want to be there no more? But yeah, I, I just don't really think... I think that it's not a good fit, and I think... They should probably trade Fox somewhere. The Kings are in tor- turmoil, bro. It's it's getting bad. Like, they need a, a a a real head coach. They have the longest active playoff. Draw, is it right? Alvin Gentry's their head coach right now? Tied for it. Yeah, it is. Well, it, who else? But when he's been on COVID, Doug Christie has been no. been their head coach. Timberwolves made it with Jimmy. So then who's, it's, it's Sacramento. And it might have been the T Wolves, bro. No, they made it with Jimmy. No, the long. Yeah, I know, but like, no, I'm talking about right before now, that. Bro. It was like oh four, oh three. Yeah, last time it was with Garnett. So it might have been... No, but right now... They are currently the tied with the longest playoff drought in NBA history, 15 seasons. The Timberwolves, before they made it in 2018, they haven't seasons. been there since like no, but right now, actively, they they have the highest, the, lo- the longest playoff yeah. drought right yeah, now, Yeah, but right? they're tied for it. I get that. Too. I get they're tied, but I'm saying right now, it's them, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah, they Damn. suck. It's been bad. It's been rough. They just have two, They just have so many unknowns. Like, just, what is... What is Marvin Bagley? I think you they've also it. gave away a lot of players too. Like I saw, like they gave away, like they had Hassan Whiteside, Isaiah Thomas. They had a couple other Demarcus Cousins' career. They just gave him away. To be honest with you, for Buddy Hill, that Buddy Hill was come on, I just feel bro. like that's you, Demarcus you get a new, Cousins for Buddy Hill. You Heald, get a new bro. coach. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna be honest though. In hindsight, that wasn't a bad move. Oh, because the Achilles. Yes. yes. You're t- factoring the Achilles. They got okay. more out of Buddy Heald than, than, than they would have got with Cousins had he, you know. I don't, I don't know. know. Cousins bro. was the best center when Pandora's he was there. box, anything can happen. I feel like you you, you get a new coach, know. you plug him with Tyrese, and then you just ride the future, and then you just, you know, 
develop and I agree. hopefully they're in a tough spot because I, I, I don't I know just, I, I feel like you have to you have to start with a coach and it, I feel like with Halliburton now you need a coach that can develop him you can Fox let's be honest bro I get it Fox is nice I understand all that good stuff you're not gonna win with Fox you're not gonna win let's just be honest they're not gonna be as good as they are right now they're not I'm sorry they're not they're just not you know Buddy Hills he's cool Holmes is cool but like come on bro what about like, Lewis King yeah yeah <laughs> like bro they're cool but they're not like you know what I'm saying like they're mm-hmm. not you know Harrison Barnes he's the leader of the team you seen Metu though huh Metu's played well oh my god he has played well he always you has these funny Metu. players yeah. nah Metu has been good for them he had Mo Harkless starting games at one point like come on this team isn't good it's good defensively bro stop what no I get it but come on they like, need help defensively they need help yeah they need to just blow it up blow it up they think this team You. Yeah. why do people think this team is so like like, bro, I got, think they, they peaked last t- year. <laughs> barely getting the in the play. Yeah, they, barely getting in the play. They peaked with Dave Yeager. I was going to say that that year barely that the Clippers were the eighth seed and the oh, and the Warriors was Kings going, were the ninth seed. Going yes, to war correct. with the Kings. I just think their team is a little bit kind of in flux because Buddy Heald is 29. He's getting older. Getting older. You probably should trade him for some value. Harrison Barnes, a lot of teams are going to be wanting to get Harrison Barnes because he's going to provide them with that wing value, small ball five role. Definitely. And then, like, who are their young players, realistically? Like, Davion, Fox, Halliburton. Halliburton, Mitchell, who's, like, 23, who I... Still young. Mit- yes. <laughs> He's about to violate him right now. <laughs> He's about to violate him. I think Mitchell is peaked, though. Oh, my yeah. damn. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think he could be better than what he is now? No, no. A jump I, shot? I, yeah, yeah, but, Efficiency like, wise. He's, he's, like, at most Pat Bev, though. I think he could be way better than Pat Bev. I don't know about that, bro. I'm Pat giving him Bev I'm is. giving him Jameer Nelson with defense. Come on, bro. Jameer no. Nelson was an all-star. Oh. Yeah, never mind. Take that back. Jameer Nelson was really playing Jameer Nelson's level though. Yo, the Pat Bev one is crazy. I think he can be a little better than that. Maybe a little bit better. I mean, we thought he was a better shot creator. He's been struggling on offense. He he could be like Corey Joseph. He could be like Corey Joseph. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, bro. Like I think Mitch Davion Mitchell, what he is is what he is. All all that's gonna happen. So you think he's like a TJ McConnell? Nah. I think he's sleeping. All that's all that's gonna. I I get it, but like. McConnell. I think Davion Mitchell, what he is, is what he is. But in years, in the future years, he's just going to be more efficient at it. But his like role is already carved oh, in okay, what he's okay, going to okay. be. Like I think he's going to be a, a very good backup point guard. But if he's if he's picked to start anywhere, he's going to be one of the worst starting point guards in the league. Okay. So you think he can get better, but his role is defined. Yes, I think his role is he's and one of he's, he's one of the better, better backups in the league. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like he he's very he's one of those guys that you can plug on the championship team. And he'd be one of the most important guys. I think so too. Yeah, I, I so. think he he like I said he has a defined like a, role. But do I see him becoming an like all star guy? Yeah, he's like. The, do I see him becoming an all star nah. playing at an all star level? No way. Like, way no, I don't. Yeah. I just don't see that. I feel like. And he's twenty three, bro. Like you're not banking on potential <laughs> no, with bro. Him. <laughs> like yeah, I get it. I get it. Like I know what you're trying to say, but like, come on, bro. Hey, like, listen, man. Older players, they tend to peak, bro. Like, yeah. we see that. Amen. Don't and then sleep. it's Marvin Bagley, too. Like, what is he? That's He's the that's their young core, though. Their young core is Halliburton, Fox, Bagley, and Mitchell. That's their young core. Stinks. Oh, that's horrid. If we had the... Honestly, if we that's had That's their the, young core, and most of the guys, we already know what they're going to be like. Fox... He's all-star caliber player. I think we know what he's going to be. Bagley, he's trending towards disappointment. I think he's already uh, there. <laughs> it's, I agree. I mean, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. We have a better young core. Bulls? Yeah. Kobe? Zach, Pat. You know, okay. Davion Mitchell, Alex But Caruso. how old Zach? Fair. 
that there. Like, you know. Huh? I like that. But even Caruso, 6'6". How old is Zach? Now? Zach is 26. Get on season. So, so are we counting Rashawn Holmes as young Corey? He's 27. You sure? We can count him. Okay. Oh, wait, no, 27. He's really good. He's actually 26. 26 is valid. So Wines in 27. 27 isn't. That's your peak. Well, 27 is the start of your peak. So then 26 is young. And when you enter your prime? Yeah. Yeah, 27. Yeah, 26 mean, to 32 is like your prime. I mean, if you want to add Holmes into your little no, no, young core, I'm not. You can have I'm him. just saying, you're, it doesn't if matter if to you're me. Counting Rashawn Zach is in the middle. He's like 27. He's 25. I'm saying Zach and Fox are. Does, Zach is my, yeah, might be a year older. Whatever. They're the same age. That's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Okay. But Zach isn't like a young core player, though. That's what I'm saying. He's a cornerstone right now. Yeah. He's a I mean, franchise Fox player. Is a he is a corner. You're young. Agreed. You're young. Agreed. Your young core is, is Pat, Will, Kobe. Kobe White, Io, Io, and I don't know. Sewell. Yeah. Yeah. Io, nice. Man. Lonzo. He's from Chicago, bro. But you see oh, what Lonzo. I'm saying? Lonzo. 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 Yeah, and Lonzo. Yeah, he's yeah. 23. But like, like I'm saying, bro. Like, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you keep violating Dave. No, not that. It's yeah, just I'm, la- I'm laughing about Lonzo. Yeah, he would definitely lock me up. Um, I'm laughing about Lonzo, but. Why are you laughing about Lonzo? Uh, here you go. Don't start him. Are you not disrespect? No, because I, 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 count, I counted him as a young core player, but I kind of like, we already know what he is, too. I mean, you counted no, Mitchell. He's though. only gotten better. You counted Mitchell, though, so that's fair. What do you, wait, no, yeah. no, no. He's only gotten better. I know, but he, like, we, we kinda, don't know what he's going to be. We don't kind of. Defi- <laughs> he has a defined role, I think, in the NBA. He's a great utility player. Hey, man, he's 23, man. He got time. Are you kidding me? I get me? what you're saying. But you be hating. You, no, what you else? be hating. What is, what is Lonzo going to be, an all-star, bro? Like, come on. I don't think you need to be I don't all-star. see Okay, it. so are you going to diss guys like... No, I'm not dissing them. Lonzo's a great... He's great for what he does, bro. But it, it, like once the Rosen... I'm just saying, Mike Conley didn't make the all-star team until 13 I, bro, years later. Bro, I get it. But like, I'm just saying, if the Rosen, and, like, the Rosen if he leaves in a couple years and Vucevic... Is Lance going to be able to be the second best player on your team and still win consistently? I really doubt that. That's what I'm trying to say. But Mitch, like even when we, I talked about Caruso and the Davion Mitchell comparison. Caruso is six five, six six, bro. Yeah. Like defensively, he's better than Mitchell, and I don't think Mitchell's going to reach that level defensively. I miss him every day. That's true. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Damn, that's your boys, bro. The Kings, those are your boys. You what are you going to do, man? A lot of bad teams. I'm sorry that I'm unique. You're boring. Take no risks. <laughs> Warriors. Wow. Surprise. Uh, I took a risk. You were, I mean, you didn't. You weren't high on them. So. <laughs> you were, right? You like, can't say I, that's a surprise. They were the four. I had them as the fourth seed. Like, it, you didn't sue me for not having them number one or two. You had them two. You didn't even have them one. You didn't have yeah, them. I had the, the Suns one. Okay. You, felt like, son, you huh? felt like the Suns and the Lakers would see each other in WCF. I did think that. They're <laughs> foolishness. That's yeah, foolishness. Su- again, sue me now for you look caring about so my Now, hold on, hold on. He tried to knock me for having the Suns one. The Suns were literally one like two days ago. I'm not saying that, but you're saying. two days ago. Yeah. I'm no one's knocking you for the Suns. Like that is going to be interchangeable yeah, okay, all year. Okay, let me finish. No <laughs> one's knocking you for the Suns. I'm just saying you guys were so high on the Warriors, but you didn't even have them one. You wanted had them two. Okay, I and I had them four. So what's the? But you didn't have them going to the WC. If we had them right. going to the chip, I and we felt like they yeah, I had them making the. We the had finals. them go to the finals. Even though they were like, the we we say they're going. Like there's we no. Did not here. have them going to the finals. Yes, we you said did, bro. Ceiling was the finals. No, I had them going to the finals. <laughs> no, I had them making it out What is he doing here? Yes, I did. That was the first Warriors taking. You want to know what my top four is? When, it was right the now? Suns. No, my top four before the season was the Suns, the Warriors, the Jazz, and the Lakers four. God, your Lakers team four. is disappointing me right now. Your, your <laughs> yeah. team is making me wrong. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, your team is making agreed. me wrong. It's embarrassing. And your team is making every, every, everyone wrong except for me and Riv. The Knicks? Yeah. Oh, you got to bring my Knicks into this? Sorry, what? you're bringing my Lakers you're, into you're, this. You're talking about a totally different conference, bro. Hey. We're talking about the West. One's easier, one's harder. 
talking about the West right now, bro. I keep seeing. I see this trade uh, that the Knicks for the Knicks for the Kings that could potentially happen during the deadline. So the, for, for Fox? Fox. So the Knicks, the Knicks would get Fox, and then the Kings would. Tra- I mean, the Knicks would trade away Obi Toppin, RJ, Kemba Walker, Alec Burks, and a. 2022 first round pick top three protected and a 2023 first round pick from Dallas. Do you think that's enough? If I'm RJ's in the deal. That. No, he's no. not. It's, it's, it's uh, Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. No, hear me out. It's Obi Toppin, no, I heard the Kemba rest Walker, and Alec Burks. Yeah. But Kemba, the, picks are, the, picks are, the picks are what makes it appealing, though. Because you're getting two, two first round. You're getting two, two, two first round picks. I don't want to. You got to take that protected off. Top three protected. Take it off. I need it straight up. I'm protected. I get an unprotected pick, I'll take him. And then they so get the dad. Don't think it's unprotected, no. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> he's like, the way you said, he's Yo. like, you got to take it off. Yo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a good rebuttal. I ain't going to lie. That, that was, was, that was smooth. That was Yo, really, fire. You think the Jazz going to blow out the Spurs tonight? Give him revenge for what happened the other day? I don't know, but Trey Young cleared for tonight. I'm kind of really? mad about it. Yeah. Yeah, that pissed oh, me off. Fan. Yeah, it pissed me you guys off. Are gonna, you guys, eh. Bet you we lock him tonight. Nah, Joel, that was hilarious. No, bring Cam Reddish to the Knicks, man. Ew, no. Like, he don't deserve Cam Reddish. You know what's funny? If, he, if he's on the Knicks, bro, he's going to be ruined for us. <laughs> That's funny. I will. I know. Yeah. Knicks. Yeah, Cam. <laughs> Why are you? That's the game of the night. No point. Oh, yeah. what's, the, what's the game? What's the game of the night? I'm just joking. I'm joking. Who cares? Man, nah, the Dolphins and Saints today. That's an amazing I cannot game. Wait, That's an amazing man. game. And the Dolphins won like seven in a row, right? Yeah, that's ridiculous. No, they did this again. They didn't do this last Yo, year. Yo, John Moran's back, right? He's been back. He's been back. He's been, been, been back. They playing. They playing Phoenix the today. Episode. I told you about the West and my top four. The fifth team I had was Minnesota, and Carl Anthony yeah. Towns recently made waves with some comments. We could so talk. Again, we, we could we could talk about the Russell Westbrook thing because he made some comments about Westbrook as well. But yeah. first, we'll talk about this. He called himself the best big man shooter. <clears throat> Of all time. Now, is Cat crazy for saying that? Riv, you've been going first for a long time. I'm going to let JC go first. That's cool. That's cool. Like that. What do you think? <sighs> Stealing my thunder. Is though. he crazy? Um, I, th- I think I think what I interpreted from Carl Anthony Towns is I think he was strictly talking. I mean, I could be wrong, but from what I got from it, I think he was strictly talking about three-point shooting, stretching the floor, three-point shooting percentage. Um, I've been saying for years that Cat is one of the best big men, three-point shooters of all time. And, um, you know, for his career, he's basically at 40%. He's had seasons, three seasons over 40%. His highest season was at 43% on eight attempts a game. So that's higher than the likes of Dirk, just from the three-point line. That's higher from the higher than the likes of Dirk Nowitzki, my metal Kerr back so in the day. So what was the percentage? 43. 43, yeah. Uh, Kevin Love. On eight attempts. Tro- uh, yeah, Kevin Love, like. Channing Fry, all these, even you know, like all guys that could really shoot the three, the Matt three Bonner. ball. But the thing that you know got brought to my attention was shooting is more than just three point shooting. It's the mid range, it's the free throws, and along with the three point shooting as well. And Joel enlightened me to this. I'll give him credit to this. I thought, the, but my argument was solely based on three point. But when I factor in everything, the mid range. The free throws and the three-point shooting is Dirk Nowitzki, and it's like it's not even close. Dirk Nowitzki for his career is probably a top-five mid-range shooter of all time. The numbers back it up. He's had multiple seasons on high attempts where he shot over fifty percent for his career on four on three-point-four attempts, which is one less than Cat, thirty-eight-point-eight percent, basically thirty-nine percent from the three. And then from the free throw line, I think he's about 80, 88, 89 percent. Yep, and this is a guy who 
who is a part of the 50, 40, 90 club as well. So if we're going to factor in all aspects of shooting, Dirk Nowitzki is the best shooting big. But if we're going to just talk strictly three-point shooting percentage, big men, I don't know how you can find anybody that's better than Carl Anthony Towns because he sometimes doubles or just has more attempts than the next man up. To call him crazy, I wouldn't say he's crazy. Bold statement. No, he's wrong. Dirk Nowitzki is the best shooter of all time. I agree with JC. If best big man shooter. Big, big man, man shooter of all time, no doubt. L- yeah. Well, yeah, you cleared that we, up real we, quick. We know we the answer. That yes, up. correct. That, hey, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> 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 the best big man shooter of all time is Dirk Nowitzki. He revolutionized being a big man and being that efficient as a scorer. Three-point mm-hmm. post-game, free throws, just all around Dirk Nowitzki could do whatever he wants when it comes to shooting. He was fantastic. But Carl Anthony Towns... I'm basically saying exactly what JC's saying. Three-point percentage. He has the attempts per season, and he has the the percentage for three points. He is as efficient as it comes at the big man position. In the NBA right now, he's the number one big man shooter in the league. That's by far. That's that's mm-hmm. without question. But in terms of all time, that's where you start to lose me, and there's a little bit of a disconnect. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki did it all. 38% from, uh, 30, uh, 38% from three-point percentage for his career, 87.9, basically 88% uh, from the free throw line for his career and a 47.1% from the field for his career. There's really not much more to say. Dirk Nowitzki has the career, the, the entire resume to, to back up that evidence. He has a championship ring against the Miami Heat, which pains me to say, but it's one of the more impressive, if not the most impressive championship of all time. You got to give credit where credit is due. Cat's a little bit out of a line, but I wouldn't say he's crazy for it. I think he's a little bit crazy. Okay. And, you know, I've seen the numbers. You guys threw out some numbers. I've seen some numbers of myself. Dirt clears him in every mid-range Correct. statistic. Oh, yeah. Clear, clears Easily. him. Easily. Like, clears him. Three-point percentage is obviously close. You mentioned attempts. It's hard for this era and that era to coming together. because oh, I'm looking at it right now. Dirk. On the time he shot 41%, he took two threes a game. Mm-hmm. He averaged two threes a game. So it's like, it's tough to really weigh in attempts, attempts. We don't know if we give Dirk this amount of attempts, will he have had the same percentage? We don't mm-hmm. know if Cat didn't, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's tough. But I would say Cat has an argument, like you said, if we're talking just three-point yeah, shooting. Definitely, definitely. He is probably the best three-point shooting big, if not second best. You know, he's up there. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm in terms of shooting in general, you know, like I can't I can't move guys like Kevin Love away because the mid-range yeah. is so important. The post-up game That's where is you lose so... Me. That's where you lose it, me. It just, it's so... I know I understand you have yeah. Cleveland Kevin Love in your brain, but we have to stop forgetting Minnesota Kevin Love. And I'm not saying Kevin Love is a better shooter than Cat, mm-hmm. but we can't forget... The importance of the mid-range game. We can't forget the importance of the post-up game as a big. These are big men. The turnaround. Carlin's the jump shot. Game's not bad. Oh, I'm not no, slow. It's, no, it's, it's good. It's great. It's, but, yeah. I, but like Dirk and K Love, they really had that in their bags. And Dirk, like I understand what he's saying. He felt the confidence. You know, and Steph is a perfect guy. He said he couldn't say that until he got this record. And I feel like with Cat. You can't really like. I feel like it it's, that, it's in that same. Yeah, it was like, you can't. It's too early. Yeah, you can't really say that until you hit the shots. Dirk has hit, done the stuff. Dirk has done like Dirk. Like you can't. It's just too much. Dirk has hit shot after shot. Mid range, the, the the infamous fadeaway one footer. Like oh, he has sure. a move signature signature about him. Like mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I know sometimes he had his stinkers, but you brought it up. 2011, one of the greatest runs in NBA history. He was on go. He played everybody. He beat everybody. So it's just, I feel like with Cat, 
You just it's, you you can't say it yet. It's not it's not there for you to say. Especially you just talk about shooting in general. I think it's just a little bit too early. You got to humble yourself and respect the guys in front of you. You can't say it yet, and you can't say it ever. Cat will. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns will will never mm. surpass Dirk Nowitzki in terms of being the best big man shooter of all time. From the three point line, he has it. He has more attempts. He shoots a better percentage. Yes. When we talk about everything outside of the three-point line, Dirk Nowitzki clears Carl Anthony Towns in literally everything. For sure. Cat has been in the league for how long? Six, seven seasons? Yeah, around there. Yeah. Just make sure for me real quick I so I, I get everything right. I got you. Before I, before I go and, you know, drop these bombs. Seven. Seven seasons. Cat has been in the league for seven seasons. In three of those seasons, he's shot 40, above 40% from the mid-range. Dirk Nowitzki... Just measuring 1999 to 2011, 12 seasons, he shot above 40% in all those 12 seasons from the mid-range. And he shot above 50% from the mid-range in two of those seasons. One of those seasons, he shot 52.9%. That was a 10-11 season when he won the NBA championship. When you look at these numbers, Cat isn't even close. Like, Cat... The most mid-range shots Cat has attempted in a season was 410. That wouldn't even be, that wouldn't even reach Dirk's lowest. The lowest mid-range shots Dirk has attempted in a year was 422. Mm. Cat's mid-range shots have been going down each year. His rookie season, he was at 47.6%. Then the ne- next year, 43.7% on 284 attempts. Then the next year, 47.9% on 188 attempts. Then 18, 39.9%. Then in 19, 19 to 20 season, 28.9%. He took less than 50 attempts. This past season, 33% on 102 attempts. This year currently, 38% on 50 attempts. He's good for mid-range. When we look at Dirk, 46% on 522 attempts. 45% on 424 attempts. 47.8% on 477 attempts. Clean. 43% on 689 attempts. 46% on 655 attempts. 41.8% on 815 attempts. 48% on 762 attempts. 49.6% on 711 attempts. It's a and beast. 0708, he won the MVP. Yes. I think it was one of it was either 0607 or 0708. He went crazy. No, it wasn't 0708. It was 0607. LeBron won 0708. Yeah, 0607, he shot 50% from the mid-range that year. 0708, 49% on 631 attempts. 0809, 47% on 951 attempts. And 10, and you know, the year he won a championship. 2007. Which is the, the year Six, he won seven. a championship, the last year I measured, he shot 52.9% from mid-range. So when we talk about the three-point line strictly... I think Cat has the edge as the best big man shooter of all time. I think that's what he meant. But when we talk about everything else, mid-range, turnaround, fadeaways, Dirk clears him, and it's not even close. But do you think, I feel like, let me not even say do you think. I think it's a fact that errors play a role in that. If Dirk 100%. Nowitzki played in this era, he's not shooting the mid-range as much. I think, Why not? Not that he can't make it. I just think that he would have spaced I, it I out a little elite, bit. All the elite I, players still shoot mid-range. I think I disagree range. because I think that was his game. I think I don't think Dirk's okay. game, he would have to change Again, his errors, game for this era. Kevin Durant no, I think, still but shoots I think, mid-range. I think it's different. Like, like, let me give you an example. I think a Dominique Wilkins, 
will have to change his game for this era. I think he would have to get a jump shot. You mm-hmm. know, players like that. I think for Dirk, who already mastered that in his game, he wouldn't have to necessarily change his game in this era. Like he a DeMar? Stu- yeah, he can okay. still do right. what he wants to do. Fair enough. Get his spots. His attempts would be up, though. Yeah, his three-point three three percentage would, would just go up, but I don't think he has to change anything. I don't think the percentages would drop. I don't think that's not what I'm saying at all. I just think that Carl Anthony Towns takes so many more threes that yeah. he loses that mid-range game because he either is going to the basket or he's shooting a three-pointer. But yeah, that, that's a testament. Right. That's a te- but that's a testament to Dirk's greatness because you know, no, no doubt. Because no doubt. while no doubt. while he he is losing the mid range attempts, it's percentage wise and attempts wise because Cat only attempts one more three a game. The percentages are right there because you could around Dirk to a thirty nine percent three point shooter and Cat's at a thirty nine point seven. So all the great scorers use mid range, just uh, for the, sure. Not the, only the that, gap, but the you gap know, Cat mid range between Cat and Dirk is Dirk here. Cat here, yeah, and Three not point, even that, but like right here, not even that, but you know that's a great point. But the gap between Dark and Cat as mid range shooters, like you said, is here mm-hmm. to here. Yeah, the gap between them as free throw shooters is here. Yep. Dirk has the advantage. Cat is here. Cat shoots eighty four percent. Dirk is at eighty nine percent. Forty ninety season two. Dirk, he's a part. And of then that from club. from the mid range, I mean, Dirk is here. Cat is not nowhere near his level. Fifty forty ninety boy. But yeah, we don't we don't even think we don't even club. think of Cat as a, a great mid range shooter. Like Dirk is there with Kevin Durant as greatest mid range shooters Michael of all Jordan. time. Demar Derozan, Michael Jordan. Like Dirk Kobe. is up there with those guys. Cat is not. He has a signature move. Like, like Kevin Durant. Like, you have it. a move. Yeah, we have a move, bro. That just shows how different you are that in that department. So fire. Bro. Like, it's hard to copy. And I, I feel like Cat, you know, Cat, I feel like he just, you know, Cat's a stat guy, too. He knows stats and stuff like that. So I feel like maybe he really just meant the three-point shot. I think shot. that's what he I meant. I think that's what he was I'm referring sure to. I'm pretty sure that's what he meant. But, but then again, I don't know. He could be, you know, with his next comment, he could be just talking about he's just the best shooter in general. Maybe he was coming for heads that day. Ah, maybe he was just on one. You know, they on the Twitch. You know, Twitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't Next. know. Cat weird, I don't know. That's Paul George's friend. Pretty though, bold so. statement. I'm Rafa. You're a cat stan? No. I like cat. He's from Jersey. I'm like, man. I'm like a middle of the pack. Okay. Yeah, All I right. Have, I don't have any good or bad feelings. Cat is You're from You're not his Jersey. biggest fan like this guy over there? I don't have any feelings towards him. Like it's just Yo, Riv. Cat is from Jersey and I swear he gets no love from the state of Jersey. Like Kyrie Irvin, albeit Kyrie Irving's better. He doesn't get that top. I feel like Kyrie, Kyrie Irving's really done it. things in his career. No, I get I mean, it. Cat is at sixty-two percent true shooting. Dirk said fifty percent. You know, Cat is nice. Drew. So that's he the is. stats he's probably referring to. Yeah. Cat be in Jersey though. I know. Cat be in Jersey. He's from here, bro. He was around the block the other day, yeah. chilling. So let me not disrespect Carl Anthony Towns. I'm sorry, bro. As a Jersey native, don't want to. No, I don't feel like. But you, do you think it's just Kyrie, him versus Dirk, or there are other shooting big men? He that said are Kevin Love. You said Kevin. I don't think Kevin Love's a better shooter than. Kevin. No, I didn't say. I, I said. I said he's saying take all show love to Kevin Love, but I don't think like you know. He, I think he, it's obviously it's the tier under, but when you when you bring everything into it, you know Kevin Love. You know I think he deserves to get some love, but I think it's just those two. You know? Also, I think I think Cat has to slow down his role just a little bit yeah. when making that comment yeah. because one, Dirk's numbers should probably be his percentages should be less than Cat's. <clears throat> Dirk played 19 seasons. Cat yeah. isn't in his seventh season. Oh, for sure. If Cat played that long, I guarantee you his percentages are way lower Definitely. than what they're at right I now. Hate, I hate to do this, but Dirk played Tim Duncan four times a year. He played KG four times a I year. I mean, like, and Dirk, ha- like, he, he's been in the playoffs and he's performed. Yeah, like, Cat has only been there once and he didn't perform when he was there. Dirk, yeah, and he got locked by Clint Capella. I mean, so like he did get locked. So we, we yeah, Dirk gave Cat has KG to business. Cat has to accomplish more business. before making a comment like that. You know, Draymond when he was 
when when Golden State was just getting a taste of, of success, Draymond didn't go out there saying, I'm the best defensive player ever. No, he waited. He said it until he was an accomplished player, and he said it, and he has a case for it. Cat, he hasn't accomplished anything in the NBA outside of ind- individual accolades. Even LeBron, at a point, he said he couldn't say it until he got that championship. You know, that's when he felt like one down. It, that's when he felt like you know. Even before that, when he got finally got the championship, and Miami, they still gave him crap yeah, for it. He said, Once he said it, they violated I couldn't him. Say, I couldn't say I was the best until I got the championship. Like certain players have that notion in their head, like I can't do this, I can't say this until I get this. And I feel like Cat is a part of that young player mentality where they feel like they're spoiled and they can say things before they actually accomplish And I feel like that actually hurts a player because if your mindset is that you're already the best at that, you're not trying to work at it to to push yourself to be even better because you feel like you're already here and there's nobody above you. Where if Kat's like, nah, man, Dirk clears me. He probably and he's like, like, okay, I got to get to that. He probably feels, if you ask him, who's the best big in the league? He'll say him. You think he'd say he's yeah. better than Jokic and Embiid? I think he would say that. I think he's, <laughs> Every player would. I think Every player would. Do you think he's a better shooter than Jokic? Yes. Yeah. 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 You, I feel like you're saying yeah way too fast though. I feel like in terms of everything, just shooting, I, I love yeah, Jokic. So I, feel like I understand. Now Jokic is just pretty much the best big man in the NBA. There's oh, no duh, doubt about it. Duh. I think and he clears a lot of I players in everything. Three point shooting cat got it, but everything I'm gonna go. Uh, I agree. The Joker. That's what I'm saying. Like three point shooting cat definitely. That's has what cat's it. talking yeah, about. I'm 100 percent sure that's what he's talking about. He's not talking about the mid range because he doesn't shoot it that well. You know, bro, personally. I mean, say that. Yeah, I do. He said it on Twitch. He was with Aiden Ross. Yeah, and talking about Twitch, he was he was on he was on live with Aiden Ross, and oh, they were talking about Russell Westbrook. Oh God! And Cat said that he's a stats guy, and that was the part that got clipped in a bunch of these media outlets. But the full thing, he was like, he's still an amazing player, but they didn't Top show out. that. But Draymond no, he commented, did, he did say he was. No, like, I know he, he gave, said he that. Gave no, he did. He gave. I, his know, I know he said. That. I feel like that's a cop out. But he said that Westbrook is definitely a stats guy, and. Draymond Green commented on that video and was like, there was one time where I was sitting on the bench and we were kicking the Timberwolves' ass. We were blowing him out by 20 and Cat was still in the game. <laughs> so what do you think about Cat's comments on Russell Westbrook? Do you think he has, he should be the one making those comments? I think it's funny coming from him. Honestly, yeah, I, I think and we were just having this discussion between Cat versus Draymond. I think it's actually hilarious that the guy who puts up these amazing, phenomenal stats and they don't go anywhere, has any right to say anything about a guy who, if you know, if you put him around bums, he'll at least, get at the, the bare playoffs, minimum, first round. get you in. Yeah, the, the bare minimum. He may not perform when he gets there, but he'll get you there. So I think that's just fun. Like, Westbrook hasn't missed the playoffs since his rookie year, I believe. It may be another year after that, but he's been pretty oh, consistent. he's made it every year. Yeah, he's been pretty year. consistent in the playoffs. Now, we, we can say all we want to say about him not showing up. That's fair. Him playing poorly. Yeah. But what we know about the regular season, Westbrook, is he's going to play hard. He's going to get his triple doubles. He's going to get this. He's going to get a team a win. And his record when he has a triple double is ridiculous. He, he clears it. So it's like for Cat to say that he's made the playoffs one time. When Jimmy Butler was there, and Jimmy Butler called him out, and Jimmy Butler's a guy Call who calls soft. people's out, he called him out. It's just like you you have no credibility to say that because you haven't, like we said, accomplished anything. You haven't won anything. You played in the playoffs once. You played like garbage. Like you didn't you didn't play good either. So it's not like you have any like you just have these numbers with these bad teams. And Westbrook has never really shown that he's been 
a consistent guy on whether you want to say a championship team in OKC, whether you want to call him that or not, they were a contender. He's been he's been a, a consistent guy with Houston, with Paul George. No matter who's next to him, Bradley Bill, Paul George, James Harden, Westbrook has been in the playoffs. He's been that guy. With Cat, you're so talented, but yet you haven't been where Westbrook's been, so you can't really call him a stat guy and tell, oh, and I saw the comments. He said, yeah, he's amazing, but he just plays too quick. Bro, that's his game. Like, you... you when people say you don't play defense, what are you going to say? That's not true. Like, it's like you can't really say that about Westbrook because at the same time, Westbrook has done these things. He plays that way because that's his game. That's what gets him wins, and that's what translates. So you can't, you have no, you don't, you shouldn't say anything to Westbrook. You're not that person that could comment that. Is he not the person that could comment on that? I feel like he can. I feel like he's the right to, he has the right so. to his own opinion. Yeah, he's a great player. I mean, even though, even though he Everyone doesn't. Everyone has the right to say whatever they want. They're no, you're, you're right, but I mean. Yeah. I think what Kat said about Westbrook was facts. It is facts. It could be facts, but again, you I know will, what I, I think will, it is. I will give Carl Anthony have you Towns. Seen, have you seen that meme where it goes, "The worst person you know made a great point"? That's what I think it is with Kat. Like Kat was the worst person to deliver the message, but, but the message was correct. Yeah, yes, yeah. like we know facts. that we know that it's facts. I'm mm-hmm. sure Draymond Green knows that it's facts. Yeah, but you, as a fellow NBA superstar need to understand that you should not talk down on another fellow NBA superstar, especially one that has accomplished as much as Russell Westbrook has accomplished. Yeah. That's 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 the main issue here. Like, I will give Carl Anthony Towns a little bit of slack because Adam Ross asked him the question. It's tough to, on the fly, formulate the politically correct statement to make. That I don't know. Said, but that goes to show you Carl Aiden, Anthony Towns' immaturity. Aiden Ross did say you don't have to answer the question if you don't want to. Yeah, he definitely said that. He said that, 100%. and Cat answered it. Yeah, he 100. percent And that's said on that. Carl Anthony you know, Towns. The only problem, no the only problem I see with this is that Draymond Green in his comment talked about the. He basically implied the NBA is a brotherhood, and Cat was basically talking down on on one of the brothers in the brotherhood in the NBA because the media does enough of tearing down great players' legacy, specific ones, especially, yeah. especially Westbrook, especially Westbrook, Correct. and Cat is over here doing the same thing. And trying to tear Westbrook down, and Draymond's like, "Yo, that's not cool because this guy, you know, what he's accomplished, he's better than you, and what he means to the NBA." Yeah, so I think that's the only problem I find in it. I just don't feel. I just feel like you shouldn't say that. You yeah. know, you, you're not the person to say that. I don't like. He's got to have the resume to yeah, say. You got to have the like. You can't be telling me I'm a stat. Yeah, pattern. get one playoff yeah, win. You can't and then be you can telling me I'm a stat pattern, and you don't make the playoffs. You just you can't like. There's, yeah, didn't the Timberwolves get swept? They lost, they some, lost five. some five. It's a gentleman sweep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you can't say, like, I understand if a Curry said that to me or a Kyrie. Like, all right, you know, respectable. Uh, Chris Paul, but. They wouldn't say that, though. That's what I'm saying. It's, just, it's a certain level of respect that they have for each other. You can't be saying stuff like that. It came off as arrogant, too, his message. He, he was laughing. Like, no, I can't. I got it like guy. he was like, arrogant. Like, he's young. He's like, oh, he's definitely a stat guy. Yeah, like, yeah. how can you say that? Like, what? I don't understand how, how he is a stat guy and you not. Uh, I'm confused. I don't get he it. Puts our stats on the losing team, right? Yeah, like what's the stat guy to you? Like I don't, I don't get what's, what's that. Like I think a better question would have would Aiden Ross followed up with, "Are you that same type?" Yeah, of guy? I did. I wanted to hear that. I was like, what do you view yourself as? He would have said no. I know he would have said no. I'm not. He'd been like, no, I'm, I'm a passion. Winner. I play with passion. Yeah, I'm a winner. The first year he Russell said, was by he himself. Said that he averaged a triple double in thirty. Yeah, like he had the, one of the most historic seasons in NBA history. I kind of like to give cat. The cat a break a little bit because honestly, like know. he had a tu- he had a rough like year with his mom and everybody passing away. You know what? Fair. So Fair I'm not gonna not. say the NBA. I don't believe in the NBA should be a brotherhood. I feel like everybody should be with their yeah. own team at the same. But you shouldn't 
talk bad. Yeah. Especially no, Aiden that's Ross. two different things, yeah. though. That's two different I give, things. I give Cat a little pass, but like either then he has to be smarter yeah, with his uh, words. I, I, like you shouldn't talk bad to no Aiden Ross, but at the same I'm, time, I'm, I want to see no. what Westbrook's going to say because Westbrook's the type of dude that that'll reply. So I want to see what you he think said. so. I think yeah. he kind of blocks out a lot of that noise. I think he's just going to go hoop. He's just oh, gonna oh, go hoop. Matter of fact, the next time they meet up, when they the next time they meet up, that's when he's going to go. He's going to go bring a championship to the Lakers. That's. Yeah, he's gonna score on Pat and Rock. He's gonna do the. He's gonna score. He's gonna score on Cat do the Rock the baby. He's like, he too small. He's gonna do exactly that. Then you get cooked after. Cat was we doing just, that AD. We just spent some time defending Westbrook a little bit. I know. You know, we're probably gonna do the opposite right now. Oh God. The Lakers, they're on a five-game losing streak. They're sixteen and eighteen. The seventeen in the Western Conference. They lost on Christmas Day. Westbrook had a lot of low lights in that one, and he hasn't been the brightest spot for the Lakers this season. Let's just you know say what it is. But what's the problem with the Lakers? What's their main problem? What do you, or a collection of their problems? You're the Lakers fan here. I am. I'll start with you, Drew. Talk okay. about your disgruntledness. So we got two main issues. We have no spacing. Our defense is horrible. <laughs> I'll throw in a third, like a two, a two B. Anthony Davis is out, and when Anthony Davis has played, he hasn't been defend or hasn't had that defensive prowess that we've had that we've had with Anthony Davis in the past. The spacing is. Is pretty bad right now, given the fact that we have Russell Westbrook, THT, LeBron, with a combination of, I guess, I'll throw Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Excuse me. Wait, you said defense, no spacing. Correct. Anthony Davis being out. Correct. That's, that's it. That's I the mean, only list you can come what, up with. What else am I going to say? I mean, right now our defense is absolutely atrocious. Russell Westbrook, as bad as his efficiency has been on the, from the field. His defense is even worse. I would have said Westbrook. That's a problem. I mean, but he's basically two of those problems right there. That's me, you know, being <laughs> yeah, around Westbrook the bush. I'm scapegoat. being honest. Uh, we need shooters. <laughs> we need to play better defense. Right now, we're arguably the worst defensive team in the league. We're, I mean, I know numbers-wise, the Hornets probably have us beat, but we're horrible defensively. Oh, you're from an eye test. From, uh, that's solely what I'm talking about. Our switches are terrible. Our, our, our pick-and-roll defense is not good. We don't know where we're supposed to be on the court when we're pulling assignments for defense. We're just all over the place right now. And offensively, we're very LeBron-oriented, which I guess I, I shouldn't be surprised at this point in his career. LeBron's doing this year in, year out. However... I thought it'd be a little bit better. I was completely wrong. LeBron in in year, excuse me, at age 37 has been asked to continue to take this offensive burden and it's just not enough at this point. Our team is not good as a whole and he can't overcome it at this point in his career. That's when you know the team is just not where it needs to You're be. Actually 11th in defensive rating. I'm shocked. You got to look at their last five games. Yo, no, they don't trust me. I they're garbage. With Anthony defense. Davis, that's the reason why it's it's They're 26 in offense. Our the offense is horrible. With aside from LeBron, we legitimately don't 27th have 27th in opposing points. Again, Aside from 29 LeBron, points in the paint. you have Russell, who had a, a good stretch of games, but we just can't stay healthy all around. Hey. COVID's killing us. Our injuries kill us. Can I ask you a question? What Go can you do? Little rock star. <laughs> why do you? Why is it so easy to blame everything on Westbrook? I don't know. You guys tell me. You guys are the ones continuously bashing him. Well, Ooh, actually, me? I, I don't even talk about Westbrook. Bro. I'm actually like, why is like, why is it so easy for I Lakers think fans? To, more yeah, why is it? Why do you guys opinion. don't say nothing about Anthony Davis? Or nothing about Malik rec- Monk. I want the record. You know, nothing about Wayne Malik, Ellington. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just Malik like, Monk hasn't been bad. I mean, when, he was good on Christmas no, I'm just, Day. I'm just asking in general. Like, why? Do, why is it everything? Oh, Westbrook just, this, Westbrook listen, that, Westbrook I, that. Why is it so I, broad when he does okay, it? But I'll, like, I'll let the, the record show. I've never, I've never 
disrespected Russell Westbrook. That's a fact. I've never done it. I refuse to. I, I was fine with the signing early in the season. He's had some issues. That's besides the point. Now, Lakers fans immediately take the Russell Westbrook route because, one, that's basically been Russell Westbrook's career. Excuse me. That's been the storyline for Russell Westbrook Past over these years, last yeah. couple seasons. That's just a scapegoat. That, that's just the, the truth of it, really. They just blame it on Russell Westbrook. They they find it that he, he's just a stat guy like Carl Anthony Towns is re- ridiculously saying. Ultimately, he needs to be more efficient, and his defense isn't there. More that's, efficient. that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, there was a stretch of games where he was shooting 50% from the field. I'm sure it was. He has a, he has a couple of stretches in the season where he's actually efficient. But it's just, he just his, right his bad games are scrutinized more so than his good games Definitely. are televised. He can't that's win. He can't is. win because he gets no. a triple-double stat pad. He plays bad. It's his fault. He can't win. You, he had a triple-double on Christmas, win. and I promise you yeah. he didn't play Yeah, good. I'm saying he can't win. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not denying that by any means. I agree. I'm just You know what's crazy? And LeBron made he made a statement about this. It was really weird, but it was it was true. He he brought up the the game and um, he said they haven't had any continuity. And I agree. On one side, you can look at it and be like, he might be right. You know, this team hasn't been healthy. This team hasn't played f- as a team fully together really for a, a stretch of season, uh, a stretch of games this year. So at that point, you can look at it and be like, he might have a point in that department. Like, yeah, this team hasn't been healthy. And guys in and out of the lineup. But then on the other end. And you look at this team, and it's like, you look at Miami, they've missed mad guys. You look at the Bucks, they've missed guys. You look at the Bulls, they've missed guys. The Knicks, the they've Nets. missed guys. The Nets, they've missed guys. And you look at all these teams, and the one thing you can say about, for the most part, maybe not the Knicks, but for the most part, the Heat, the Bulls, the Bucks, the Nets, they play hard no matter what, and they play defense, or at least they put the effort out on defense. And I think that's realistically the problem with you guys. Regardless of who's out, you should still – You look. Miami is the perfect example. Regardless of who's out, they still put in maximum effort. Everybody's dealing with the same things, injuries or COVID. It's, it's the same problem with everybody. I think with you guys, you guys just don't – maybe the guys don't believe in Frank – Vogel, maybe it's a mixture of old and young guys. It's just not a good gel. But you guys don't put in maximum effort. Like you said. You just don't have the talent or the personnel for you, for defense. You, you don't. But at the same time, we lost effort. all that. Caruso, effort, Caruso effort is gone. Key, yeah, effort gone. Is effort is JaVale key. McGee gone. Effort is AD extremely hurt. key. You guys, I, I agree with the effort. You guys don't even communicate on defense. It's not even really a... A, a personnel, you don't communicate. Y'all don't talk. Y'all don't have any type of team understanding of defense. Yeah, like, bad. you guys are poor on it, team defense. Is, if everybody's bought in, team defense can be really easy if everybody's bought into the system. But you guys just. Russell is brought in, in. He's, he's not good on defense. Because so he, then he gets he's one of our sleeping big, a lot. I agree, yeah, but he's true. one of our biggest liabilities on defense right now. And he, it, try, there's no way anyone's questioning his effort. Yeah. On offense, yeah. No, on, on defense. No one's questioning his effort. He, yeah. On ball, he tries. I see it yeah, in general. It's like, it's just, he's Frank, just not good Frank right now. Vogel with some of his questionable lineups, it's like he kills uh, me with the non-shooting. I'll be honest. Like, what, that, what, can he, what can he really put do out right there? now? I, I mean, look, Malik Monk, Austin Reeves, like you have some solid shooters, solid shooters. But I, I've seen lineups where Ken more DeAndre like Jordan. It's, like it's, it's ridiculous to, to trust in Malik Monk at this point in his career. No, just as a shooter, just as a shooter. That's it. I mean, Austin Reeves, he's a Malik Monk hasn't been that bad, dude. No, I'm not saying he's been that bad, but I'm saying look who you're trusting in. Like, look who you're trusting in. Like, look at the guys. No, I'm tr- saying. trusting them as shooters. We're trusting or in Malik Monk and Austin Reeves. No offense players. to these guys, but come no, on, you're being disrespectful. No, they're good I'm shooters. Being disrespectful to who? I understand. Like, I'm not saying Malik Monk's a, a star, superstar. He, he's been decent. You're looking for at his you're looking at more season. into it than his role. So you're saying Malik and Austin Reeves can't be that role of a catch and shooter type of I'm pe- guys. I'm saying it's a lot to ask of them. That's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Because it's like 
they have been like okay, you said. I mean, Austin Reeves did hit a game winner. Malik Monk shoots thirty six percent from the three point line. He shoots a percentage above average. That's so, good. That's, that's a solid shooter. It's solid. It's not nothing crazy. He averages ten points. You know, so Wayne Ellington's like, been kind of bad. I, I, I'm not saying he's line. a star, but for his role, he's been. They have all one right. guy shooting forty percent. Who is that? Avery Bradley. That's a shocker. Melo's at thirty. I have a question. Which one of the Lakers role players are better than Alec Burks? Well, that was so random, but you know I what? I get what he's going. I get Carmelo he's going Anthony a role player? Yes. They're on the same level. I'll yes. take Carmelo. They're really on the same level, though. But I would say I'll take Melo. I would take Melo, too, but yeah. outside of him. So, Alec THC Burks. is not better than Alec Burks. He's not. Alec Burks is a good NBA player. No disrespect to him. But if the fourth best player on your team is not better than Alec Burks, you have no <laughs> shot at winning. You think so? Yes. <laughs> Like you have no shot. Like Al- Carmelo and him are actually a toss up, and I'm with just a- and with AD out, Carmelo's yeah, three. Out of respect. Yeah, so who's you. the four? Like THD. <laughs> that that's that's the problem with the Lakers. That the Lakers have no depth. You're counting on guys who are old. Rajon Rondo was not good last year with the Hawks. He's he hasn't been good this year. this year. You sign Isaiah Thomas. That was a disappointment. <laughs> Stanley Johnson got a ten day. Wayne Ellington is just oh he's just he he's a he would get buried on a rotation on a, on a very good deep team that that's just the crux of it that's just what it is. The <laughs> Lakers have no depth, and you guys, Lakers fans in the media, like I don't know how this starts. I really don't know how this starts. I don't know who hyped up Kyle Kuzma at first. Was it Lakers fans? Was it, it the was media? I'm not sure who it was. Kyle Kuzma is a good NBA player. But the expectations on him when he was a Laker were ridiculous. And they Lakers fans or the media, one of those two, did the exact same thing with THT. And THT is averaging 11 points, 38% from the field, 23% from three. And I actually feel bad for Taylor Horn Tucker. He's a second-round pick. There is no way expectations for him should have been so high. And because expectations for him were so high by the media or Lakers fans, He's become a kind of joke in the NBA community. And that 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 is messed up to him because the expectation should have never been on him in the first place. Yet they've placed it on him. And they did the same thing with Dennis Schroeder. They did the same thing with Kyle Kuzma. They did the same thing with D'Lo, with Julius Randle, with Brandon Ingram, with Lonzo. I mean, every single young player that plays for the Lakers, the expectations for them are just ridiculous. And it I think it is it needs to stop. I mean, I really, the expectation things, every player has expectation. It's just that they're on a higher media level than every other team. So it's going to look like they have more Rip. pressure than every other team the or only, every other player. The only reason THT got any buzz was because LeBron came out and said that he has maximum potential. That's not true. That's absolutely true. I watched true. That's not true. That was recent. I've never, I've never, recent. I've never heard before LeBron, I've never heard anybody say Taylor Horn Tucker had and if I'm wrong, crucify no, me. I've never wrong, heard it. I've never. Who yeah, said it? Last season. <laughs> who said it? Last season. Yeah, I watched him I mean, in college. I don't know how many times I, said I really that don't THC see. I, I see why he was a second round pick. Like I, like, I don't see what you guys are talking about. Like, you remember when LeBron made that statement and like, oh, he's got next. He's going to be really good. He's that guy. But then people piggybacked off that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Are you talking this season? What's his potential to you? THT? Yes. You were high on him too, though. I was. That's what I'm saying. Very high. What do, you, what do you think he can be? His honestly, thirty six was really impressive. I'm tired of hearing about thirty six. <laughs> oh I'm so tired of hearing about. You're laughing at me, but now you use per thirty six for Javale McGee. 
I get him, Drew. Javale McGee shooting 66% from the field. He's the only player in NBA history that's... You and Alphax. He's the only player in NBA history that's about to average 11 points and 7 rebounds under 60 minutes per game. Come on. THT, when he had the opportunity, was solid. He's been very underwhelming this season. But I don't get it, though, because this is the thing with THT, though. He's terrible. In the offseason... You were high on him in, in the starting lineup. In fact, I was, and I mean he's starting now. And I, I told you, we we told you at the time that he's not a good shooter. See, but then you came onto the train also that THT was good. So I don't want to hear that. Look, the you couple games he showed enough, <laughs> enough. Look, then, been, right. you know, bro, yes, I'm fine. You know, with you. yo, you, you know, you know how I am though. Yeah, you're flip flop. <laughs> no, no, no. Once new evidence arises, I change my Come opinion. On, bro. I evidence. say it all the time: is pick a side. Come on now. Because then you can't crucify me on no, one, on one end, and then no. But I'm saying like flat out special. He was never a great shooter, so what made you think he no, was gonna be? He was gonna fit fine. that. No, role. he's, he's, a, he's December, a solid ball player. He said it December 2020. Oh, that was last last, last season. Yeah, like last saying, year. That's when I thought like you were talking. No, this no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. That I felt like once LeBron made that that statement. You know, it's like he had good moments. He I'm, shoots twenty three percent from the this year. Line. He's been terrible. People, people, people are thinking that LeBron is this hyping him up terrible. to get his trade value up. I don't know what LeBron's doing, but I don't. He know has no team. value. <laughs> really like he has like no value. He's like Marcus Thornton. Like I feel like score. Like it's crazy. It's it's score. And, and me and Joel wow, laugh about the, me and Joel laugh they about are, this all the time because it's like you guys think you guys like there's a trade coming. Like there's there's this big thing happening, and it's like. For what? Like, what are you about to give up? The Lakers like, have nobody. To it trade. sucks that you say you guys because, like, I'm a Laker fan. But I, I, I Westbrook is the best general, guy that they have to and give there's up. There's no value. I from understand. It. Russell, I get it. I, I, it's I'm kind of tired of all the Russell Westbrook trade talk because, for one, if he gets traded, you're not getting better. The, La- the Lakers aren't going to get better by trading Russell ben Westbrook. You're. So- <laughs> I'm praying. We need defense. We need defense. Ben Simmons wouldn't be as bad as you think. Offense? We need defense. They're, they're Actually, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Time out. That floor spacing is going to be just no, as bad. Our floor spacing is already garbage. It is going to be worse. It's, it's already gonna garbage. Be worse. Yeah, it's going to be worse. At least Westbrook is going to be worse. Defensively, Ben Simmons is going to be worse. They're already 11th ranked defense. Ben Simmons is the top five defense. Bro, Ben Simmons is not fixing the list. Ben Simmons is a better passer than Westbrook. But you're saying we wouldn't get better. You wouldn't get better with Ben Simmons. You have to guard him with You wouldn't get better. But it, it wouldn't be this bad if Anthony Davis wasn't so bad from the three point line. Either. Why do you guys like? What's wrong with you guys? Uh, what? All right. Why do you guys look at one what, thing? What? One guy. You look at okay, Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, defense. Do you guys not like see the other side of the floor? Our defense needs. No, help. your offense. Do you not see what that's gonna look like if Ben Simmons and THT are out there together? THT would probably be in that package. Why? Why? Why would you? <laughs> why? Why would Plus he be there? Forty mil. If anything, Ben and somebody else has to go. No. Not THT. Why, yeah. Why? Ben's making around the same. Amount Ben's of money. not. Ben's making about ten mil less. He still has an egregious contract. Yeah, but Westbrook is getting paid <laughs> at a forty-four million dollar clip. I bro. understand. THT's and not going anywhere. Philly does not want Westbrook. Bro. I Come know on. they don't. Daryl Morey was on, racing bro. to get him out Can't of there in Houston. Man, like. You got to be realistic, bro. Exactly. That was me like, the, the, the best thing you guys have right now is to wait for the buyout market and pray to God LeBron still has some type of leverage where people can come play for him. That's what you have to pray on. We're honestly. I'm John Wall gets bought out. Hopefully, guys like Aaron Gordon and John Wall, hope to, you better pray to Jesus that they get bought out. They would definitely they don't, help you guys out a lot. They would though. help tremendously. They would help you they out a lot. probably won't, and they won't go to you guys. They're probably going to go to the Nets or what the we, Bucks. What we need is AD to come back healthy. Yeah, and that then, doesn't help either, though. You guys weren't good when he was there. What the Lakers he need was. is an entire roster makeover. To a degree, That's what yeah. they need. You need. Yeah. To, uh, it's tough, man. It's just yeah. it's tough out here it's in these streets. You guys look embarrassing. Imagine me. <laughs> 
Imagine me. No, like seriously, yeah, like, it's it, hard. It what happened, guys, on Christmas? We, what are you talking about? They almost had Again, an epic didn't watch. Nah, bro, come on, You LeBron. didn't watch on, bro. because we went on a 17 0 run. You know, you know what it is? I genuinely feel bad for LeBron. It's like the first yeah, time I've ever felt bad for LeBron. Me too. Honestly. Like, I really but feel again, bad for him. I can't He's putting on the, the absolute show. I refuse to criticize losing. it. I came on early in the show and said, I'm not going to do it. LeBron so is right. putting on an absolute show, and all everybody can talk about is MJ versus LeBron. Really? Like, at least that's what I feel like is always happening. I feel like the debate is constantly happening, and I don't know why. Clickbait. I feel like the debate has to stop already. Like it's already, already, it's already washed yeah, out. Bro. It's just it's like, been dragged so much. Yeah. Like why even talk about it's it? Facts, it's facts though. A Jordan, a, a, a Jordan fan is not going to change his mind. A LeBron fan is not going to change his mind because LeBron fans are delusional and liars. But LeBron's done a lot of great things in this league. Yeah, though. but they be capping. see. Like I, I, I've switched my side capping of the spectrum, but no, LeBron has really done some LeBron great things fans, in this some league. Some LeBron fans really go up, go up, and they will really bring up an argument and tell you nothing but. Lies, like nonstop lies. Can you name stuff I feel like I'm the true. only LeBron fan I know. No, I know a lot. I know a lot. Me and my inner circle. I'm the only one I really know. Probably your inner circle. Hey, for example, we've never had that debate on the show. I'm glad. I only had it with OG. Yeah, exactly, and that was really short lived. It. Yeah. We never had that topic on the show. Shout out, it's shout just shout out OG. It's not as He's entertaining one. to us. It really, like, like we're more entertained by the, the the under guys being who's better than who, like. We're entertaining the Lamelo versus Garland or like stuff like that. Yeah, that's what that's what makes us intriguing. Yeah, to watch yeah that's what we're, that's what we care about. We don't care about LeBron. LeBron and MJ already set. We don't fact. care about them. Like I just really don't care about that debate. Like I think I think LeBron is the best of this generation. MJ was the best of his generation. And that's who was it. the best before that? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem. Uh, yeah. No, actually, no, it wasn't. Bill it Russell. was Bird or Magic, and then it was Kareem. Okay. And then agreed. it was Russell. agreed. Agreed. Of the two thousands, who is it? Is it Kobe? You, can be, you could say Shaq. you could say a lot of dudes. Kobe, Kobe. Tim. It could be Kobe, Tim, Tim, Tim Kobe, Tim. Shaq, I'm taking or LeBron. Tim. I'm taking Tim. Serious? Ah, LeBron, sure. I'm taking Kobe. <laughs> and you know why I'm taking Kobe? Honestly speaking, like I mean, statistic, statistically, you could argue it, but I'm a dead. Be honest, I don't like the way Tim Duncan plays, so I'm taking Kobe Bryant. Does yeah. So, but you have to that, respect him. No, I respect it. Yeah. It's best it's power Mr. forward ever. For best power forward ever. You will never hear me debate that. I just don't like the way Shaq he plays. did a lot of his work in the late '90s. Yeah. I don't know. During that three, during that three peak, I'm saying like it was like he did it. He did it late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, he stopped like around like when he met with D Wade. His prime stopped in like '06. Yeah, probably before that, like '05. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. I see the three ring circus book, and these guys really had a chance to be the only team ever to four peat, and they didn't get it done. Bill Russell in four peat. Oh, he did. Oh, but I thought you, we don't really count those type of things. How do we not count, count 11 rings? Wait, time out. You disrespected <laughs> Dr. J and said that what oh, his ABA, ABA titles ABA. and all that. It's ABA. Yo, I get it, but like. What's wrong with you? Like, Bill has 11 NBA championships, bro. I understand. There were like 11 teams in the league, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. There was way less than that. It was, like, was 18. Was like eight. <laughs> <laughs> they played the uh, Lakers or the Knicks all the time. It's actually really funny. This would have been more impressive. ABA doesn't count, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know so that then you just watched that league? It's like a wash. You don't care about that, like kind of. Yeah. Why? I other people cemented many, their legacy there. Dr. I wonder J, how all these other players. You can't. And you know, at a point, I actually saw that the ABA. You can look it up. Was actually better. more talented. So, like, I don't know. I mean, I know it's not non-existent league, but like, it's gone. At, yeah. I wonder how many but other people. What they did isn't gone. Go I wonder how many other people hate the LeBron versus MJ debate. It, it probably isn't that many because it still gets a ton of clicks. Yeah. I mean, I Iman Shumper talked about LeBron and MJ, and you know that shook the internet. He got axed. Yeah. That shook the internet for like a couple of days. Everybody asked that, and it's just so it's it's, it's, a, it's such a it's such a toxic argument. <laughs> it's just mad toxic. I don't know. I'm thankful that I don't argue that anymore. 
Oh, anymore. Well, me and your boy was debating about it. It wasn't toxic. Yeah, he's he's he he he's very reasonable. Yeah, it wasn't toxic. Very reasonable. Pretty, uh, he I mean, LeBron cemented talk. his legacy. Of course, it's done. LeBron's There's top two. to argue anymore. LeBron's top two. It's one A, one B. However you want to shake it, I really don't care. LeBron, nah, bro, Kareem's over. Huh? Kareem's over. Yeah, why do we just gloss over Kareem? I'm well, sorry, I think because I'm, I'm not. No, because uh, Kareem's career, not. Kareem's career is incredible. Yeah, you, you got to stop, bro. It's, it's, it's a slight. Why do you do that, just, like, we, no, no, no. We literally just said we don't have this debate. He just did that to get you guys going. No, but it's a, it's a, no, no, but I really want in terms of like, career, crazy. though. That's no. a genuine question. When we talk about the greatest of all time, why does Kareem get shunned? Well, I have him in my older era. I have him in my top three. No, I understand, but I feel like, but but he like if we put the three in order, LeBron has the. The least he's accomplished the least amount of all three of them. That's so I don't true. understand why Kareem gets this whole so from college to the end of his like his got basketball career. He's done no, it everything. I understand. He's done everything. So, so championships are end all be all. No, well, Kareem has more, MVP. more MVPs than LeBron. Kareem, why do you do? It, it, See, that's, saying, that's, that's why I hate all around game. What? What? That's why I hate LeBron. No, but, I'm talking listen, all around Kareem, game. No, Kareem. If you take championships out, MJ and Kareem still accomplish more than LeBron. Okay, MVP. Okay, all around game. Who's more complete than LeBron? Oh no, there's nobody more. But we're talking about greatest of all time, so it's not just about that. They're both better two way players than LeBron. Everything. Oh my god. They're both better two way. Talking trash like LeBron isn't an amazing defender. Okay, look at this. But nobody's saying that. Look at this. Look at this. They get emotional. Nobody's saying that. Um, (laughs) Kareem has 19 All Stars. LeBron has 17. Kareem has six championships. LeBron has four. Kareem has six MVPs. LeBron has four. Kareem has two Finals MVPs. LeBron has four Finals MVPs. All NBA first teams, Kareem has 10. LeBron has 13. All NBA teams, Kareem has 15. LeBron has 17. All defensive first teams, Kareem has 5. LeBron has 5. All defensive teams, Kareem has 11. LeBron has 6. Kareem's winning. Scoring titles, Kareem has 2. LeBron has 1. Rebounds, Kareem has 1. LeBron has 0. Assists, LeBron has 1. Kareem has 0. Blocks leaders, Kareem has 4. LeBron has (laughs) 0. Rookie of the year, they both have rookie of the years. Kareem's career is amazing. Kareem is the number one scorer no ever. Saying no one's saying that. You tried yeah, the, the little. I, I heard you though. What the though? Like the, LeBron, you were expecting it to be everything. Kareem. Kareem was winning though. But you know what? Had a good amount. You know what's pretty? That's pretty even. You know what's the yeah. most impressive LeBron stat though that nobody talks about? He's that, the only that, small that forward. Thirty K thing, right? No, that's that's absolutely impressive. But he's the only small forward in the top twenty in in a point guard stat assist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. That, that little, that's uh, crazy. That is that is amazing. that's crazy. Thirty K. So we AK, give LeBron AK, his flowers. LeBron's done a lot of great things, and he's been to three different franchises. MVP, three different yeah. franchises. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now with LA. Yeah, now with LA. Finals MVP. Oh, oh yeah, say that. That doesn't count though. Like MVP. Okay. <laughs> that's not a finals MVP. MVPs is important though. Yeah, it's it's not the end all be all though. Y'all wanted to take away from y'all wanted to take it away from Giannis though. I know y'all did, but nah. What the MVP that year? You did. You kept voting for Harden. Yeah, that was <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that, that was the year before. But what are you uh, talking about? No, you're talking about the and LeBron the, the bubble, and Harden. The, the, the bubble year, LeBron. Giannis, yeah, yeah. Giannis won MVP. Yeah, they was trying to get us. Yo, LeBron. The year before, Yo, Harden should have definitely won Harden though. in eighteen. In my opinion, no. twenty eighteen when he carried, he, he played all. He played all eighty two games. What does that? Mean? And he had more total stats and everything. He did. Oh damn! I mean, KD did that against LeBron one year, won MVP. It was in Miami, but you ain't gonna want to talk about that. You want to keep that to yourself. KD won MVP twenty fourteen. No, but LeBron won it in twenty thirteen. KD cleared him in every stat total. That was, I think, that yeah. was LeBron's first. And year. We can all agree that James Harden should have like three MVPs right now. Who cares? He has no ring. LeBron should have more than four. He's a loser. I think so too. All right, then I agree. Jordan should have more than six. There's he a bunch 10, of guys. But it's I don't, like, <laughs> Jordan probably should have had more than six. Both of them. LeBron yeah. should have more than. Kobe should have more than one. Ah. Uh, 
No, bro, yeah. Yo. Steve, Steve Nash on over him. Kobe uh, averaged sure. like 35. Sure. 35. No, 5. No, I would no, say Steve, Nash uh, in the Shaq. one back to back. No, no, no. Shaq that, that, should have had. That's that Shaq's year. Kobe, no, Steve Nash w- won that one year. One of them, he didn't deserve, in my opinion. I feel like he should have got one. Back to back is crazy. But to say Nash shouldn't got zeros, if you say that, you don't know basketball. I think Shaq and Kobe had better seasons. I think just Steve Nash had a. Kobe more had team a su- it was it was team success. Season, bro. No, it was better on both sides of the ball. By far. Nash beat him in every event. At most, far. at most, Kobe should have probably both sides. Beat him. Cleared both him. At most. That's true. By far. Hmm? How many MVPs did Kobe have? One? Yeah. He probably should have had most three. Yeah. Okay. I was, so I was, speaking, cool with Kobe three. speaking about this Iman Shumper thing, in his interview, he made he was he appeared on an interview and he said that LeBron ruined basketball, not Kevin Durant. <laughs> what do you think about this? I'm gonna stay out of this. I really I'd have no I don't really have interest in arguing it. I know this I don't is more, either. This I is don't more, have I'll interest in arguing thing. it. I'll say one thing. I think I think he's lying. And like I'm not lying because that's how he feels. I think he's absolutely completely wrong. Be- I'm gonna tell you the difference. LeBron didn't join a team that beat him. Number one, let's let's get that out the way. He didn't join a team that beat him. And on top of that, Miami Heat weren't unbeatable. They lost twice in the finals. With Golden State, he went to a 73 win team, being Kevin Durant, and they were an injury <laughs> away from three peating. I just have Kev- a question. Kevin Durant before going down. I just have a and that question. was the more dominant team ever. That changed the whole NBA landscape. Okay. They, they were questions. the first team ever to sweep the whole conference and almost sweep they lost in the, the finals. Game. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. To no, the there Cavs. Was, there was to one. the Cavs. They lost the game. No, I'm, I said almost. I said almost. Oh, okay. They swept the whole conference. They were about to sweep yeah. everything if LeBron and them didn't get that can one. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. I just want to ask one question. You don't, you don't think LeBron ruined it? Katie just made it worse? Yeah, like made it worse. But then, like, you don't think so? Like we like, could say that, but LeBron, like, but LeBron lost twice, though. Wait, but but wait, but but with the LeBron, but wait, was, they was, weren't unbeatable because no, 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 they did no, no, get beat no, twice. No, 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 don't say they that. They did get say, beat twice. You can say in hindsight they weren't unbeatable, but when they walked in, well, that's what we're talking Miami, about. Hindsight, not the heavy favorites in that first final. I'm not gonna lie, he did say not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Like was Miami walking in 2011? Not the heavy. You know that's funny. You know that's funny. I think that's one of the only finals LeBron was favored in. That's yeah. actually the only final. That yeah, is the only one. That's the only final. He was a big. It was a big margin. Like he was like a like it was like a plus two thousand for Dirk to win. Yeah, and Dirk won. So I like I think. But like in terms of like the Warriors, you don't think they were the no, more no, unstoppable I think KD, team. Took it to a whole different level. He joined a seventy-three like win LeBron, team. <laughs> I, I don't want to say LeBron ruined it because ruined is a really bad word. Because like, there were super teams worse. before LeBron. Let's keep it stacked. Yeah, Charles Barkley, like, Scotty Pippen chased the super team outside of when he yeah, went well with Portland. Wasn't, Portland was uh, a super Carl team. Malone, Gary Payton, Kobe team. Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. That looks like a super team. Kobe got drafted. How about the different. Big Four Celtics? Traded, trades. but it's been happened. It's happened though that they've been constructed. Super trades is fair though, but it was the only trades time fair. in it, NBA history. It was a time where they they came together and they was like, "We're gonna go here." Paul Pierce, Ray Allen was traded. KG was traded. Paul Pierce. It wasn't like a discussion. Okay, that's fair. It was a discussion that D Wade, Bosch, and LeBron. And listen, I get it. Boston was a big four, but they didn't have two top five players on the planet on the same team. D Wade was still a top five in player 20, in the, the first year. He yeah, was yeah, in the years, first year. He was still like when they years. walked when they started the team. D Wade was just coming off an MVP like season when he put up thirty eight and eight. He was amazing. Like, he was incredible. He was incredible. So he was on an MVP tour. He was a top five player. And same with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Bosch was probably like top fifteen, top twenty, whatever. Like I agree. So Bosch was top fifteen. Yeah, so it's it's different with Shaq and Kobe. Kobe was drafted. So it's like different. Carmelo and 
Gary Payton. were out of their prime, so it wasn't really. How about a the Scotty Pippen on Portland? No, and they were all big they on have, LA. They, they choked have, it, but they didn't have one superstar. It wasn't no superstars. There's a bunch of really good players. Maybe I got one for you. How about the Clyde Drexler, Hakeem Olajuwon, and, and uh, Sam Cassell team? I think that's what it was on the that's, Rockets. What is, that, that was an amazing team. Wasn't a super team though. You don't think so? Two. I feel like a super team. A super team for me is two superstars and all star. At least. So, like, if the, when the Nets are healthy, super team? Yes. Is that okay. 2020 Lakers team a super team? No, I don't believe okay. they were. Not, not at all. Not at all. I'm fine with that. I don't think they were a super team. Spurs were a super team? Yes. No. They were. Spurs were a super team. Ginobili. Spurs team? Ginobili, Parker, no. they Kawhi, were, they were all stars at a time. Okay. When when Tony Ginobili was an all star, Tim Duncan was out of his prime. Kawhi was just. But these are guys that you were saying that should be in the top 75 all time. Yeah, but they weren't all at their best at the same time. And even still, that in 2007, they all were. That 2013, Tony Parker yes, won Finals correct. MVP. That was Tim Duncan and Mono. He can play like a star. I don't think you he would made call the All Star that year, 2007. He's a two, three time. They're they not superstars though. Like Tim Duncan's the only superstar. I get what you're saying. It's like Parker it was, never was so, a superstar. So he's, a superstar. Not a, he's an all star. Like, you, you know what it's like? 2015 Warriors. Yeah, no, Steph was a superstar. Clay and Dre are all stars. It's just like that. I don't. I wouldn't call. You think that's a super team though? Even though they won 73 games, really great team. You would be forced to call them a super team because they they won seventy three games. I think they just were a great team that performed well. I agree. You can't okay. call them. They a weren't super a super team. team. Wait, okay. that, that's an interesting conversation. Do the Warriors pre KD get miscasted as being a super team? A thousand percent. They sh- they, I, miscasted? Yeah. They, you they think they people should, they, say they have, they're super teams? Yeah, I believe people say that twenty sixteen uh-huh. because of, because of the they expectation a super team. that people they say weren't. they're a super team, but they weren't a super they team. They weren't. They weren't at all. They, they were weren't. superstar, two all star, mm-hmm. and some people didn't even have Draymond as an all star. He was like a borderline all star. So t- a superstar. They just had All-Star, a great team. Borderline, just a bunch of great role players, Harrison and they just Barnes. fit perfectly they had, together. They had Eagle Dollar, I would call Bogut. them a super team because they were unbeatable. Even when they won something, I mean, in the regular season, OKC, they were pretty much unbatable. Yeah, but, but in that's the playoffs, regular season. they weren't. OKC could have beat them. Correct. Your Cavs beat them, so Correct. they weren't unbeatable. Mm-hmm. When the Kevin Durant team went on that run, twenty seventeen, they were unbeatable. Shaq and Kobe went. Only AI beat them. They were unbeatable. You know what I'm saying? So, so you could def- make that argument for them. Yeah. Defining a super team. Super team is having two. Top ten players on the same team, even that, or just an over like your overwhelming favorite over the so league. Kevin two top, was two top ten players and an all star. Yeah, the Nets, Miami at that one point. I don't uh, Boston. You can make the argument because it was three all. They were a super team. So yeah, you can make they the argument. They, they were like the top they were like a low tier type Boston. of super, they were super, super team. team. So you can make that argument. Boston was, but you know teams like the Spurs. Maybe at a point, maybe at a season, you can. That 2017 yeah, was Yeah, maybe a at a season team. you can pick they were a super team. The Bulls, for an extension, they were a little bit of a super team. Like How about could, the Showtime were Lakers? Were they, though? The Spurs almost yeah. lost to Phoenix, How bro? about the Showtime Lakers? Well, yeah. 2007, about, though? No. They were in f- the playoffs? That's why I said you can pick WCF? years. Like, you can Yo, pick the, years. The Showtime Lakers? 100% oh, a super oh, team, bro. Yeah. So that they one, had so Worthy. They the had Magic and Kareem. That's it. But I don't think Detroit was a super team. I agree. I agree. They were not. You didn't think so? They were not. It was just Isaiah and Dumars. How about, oh, the Celtics. Uh, Celtics were a super team. Yeah, they were, oh, Celtics were 100%. Yeah, yeah. Super. So super teams have been around before LeBron. Oh, LeBron no, just beat, constructed it. They beat, in 06, 07, the Spurs beat the Jazz in five. You're probably thinking of 05, 06. Yeah, bro. The Spurs yeah. were unbelievable in 07. They super were, team, unbe- they were yeah, on 58 like, games. The I don't know if they so were. Right now, the only wow. super team is the Nets. That's right now the only super team. Bro, how are they a super team, though? That's true. That's true. That's Tony Parker averaged 19 and five. I don't think they were a super team. And Ginobili averaged 16 and a half. And then the fourth finals. No, that's just in the uh, regular season. That was a great team. And then oh, Michael Finley team. averaged nine points. He was their fourth best good. player. He was, was good. good. He was 33, though. Tim Duncan, yeah. you didn't mention him yet? Tim Duncan averaged 20. That was a great team. 20, oh. 20 and 11. So you said 20, 19, and... 
16 and a half. That was the I mean, for at the time, that time period, scoring really wasn't as inflated. You had three guys averaging over 17 points. And Most teams had that, though. You know who you could have made a more of an argument for? Dallas. Dirk, Michael Finley, and Steve Nash. Didn't they have Josh Howard, too? He was an all-star twice. Like, bro, Finley. honestly, like, if we're, be, if we're keeping it a stack, Phoenix was more of a super team than the Spurs. Were the Cavaliers you had Steve a Nash? super team? With LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love, was that a super team? Yeah, that yeah. definitely was. A super that was a team. super yeah, yeah. team. Think so? Yeah. Yeah. Why are definitely. LeBron fans trying to tell me that wasn't a super team? Because they don't. They think Kevin, Kevin Love is terrible. He played. Yeah. He played bad, but he was an all star. Eighteen and ten. That's what he was averaging. All right, all right. bro. The Fair the enough. Suns had Amari, who was averaging like twenty six and ten. Steve Nash, Sean Marion, they were the best offense in the like league. They had every, oh, they were. at that time most teams that were contenders had three really great was players. Amari traded to them. Nah, he was drafted. drafted. A lot of the guys they so, drafted. I mean, drafting. They I feel like drafting to. and super team doesn't go hand in hand. And then yeah, you, look, you look at you look doesn't. at the Jazz at that time: Darren Williams, Carlos Boozer, Andre Karolinko, Ameta Kerr, who it was does. good. It does. I'm gonna tell you. You're why. right. You're right. No, OKC okay, was on the verge of a super team. Agreed. Agreed. If you draft right, you can get a super team. I, I feel like that should, you should get a pass for that. So then, so no, it's it's a it's a pass because you drafted. Denver was a failed super team. So then Golden State's a super team. Carmelo. Why you say that? You're saying drafted, they're on their way to well, super no, team. Well, no, because I'm thinking Harden's going to be what he's going to be. So I you agree. Have three but superstars. Then, but we saw with Golden State, all but of them is a superstar. But, but, but Clay's an all-star. But Westbrook, Harden, and KD, if they're all superstars. Clay Ibaka. that's a... Oh, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I agree. I don't think Clay I'm, is that... But I feel like, I feel like was they Clay should ever get an exception because they drafted them. Was Clay yes. ever a top... Yeah, Clay was I agree. Top I agree. Clay was a top Draymond Green, top 20 player. Debatable. I won't go. No, I won't, I won't, no. That's not, 20, in 2016, he that was 2016 top 20. Team. Okay, that's fair. He was top 20. And then Steph Curry was arguably two or one. So you would call that a super team? I never won, honestly. Two, three. I mean, I would. 2016 in the regular one. season, you he had was the, one. You had the ham. Well, you had Andre Iguodala on that team, too, who was amazing for you guys, regardless of what you want to say. That whole team was deep as sin. So then you, all your Miami Heat teams have to be super teams. They, they, I mean, they Andre Iguodala was coming off an all star. He came off the bench, though. He decided to go to the bench. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, How crazy like, is that? Geez. How crazy is that? You didn't even mention him, bro. Harrison Barnes, who was solid. Not that he's anything crazy. I'm just saying I he just, was a really so, good ball player. So 2016. <laughs> now, nah, but Iguodala Livingston, averaged 12 points. Sean Livingston, Livingston was amazing. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, he averaged like 12, 5, and 5. But all Iggy's done, he's not a stat guy. Like He's a he's still in a very high IQ what, player. Yeah, you got to watch him to see what he does. You know what I'm saying? So if you're, I'm just saying, if you're saying OKC is a super team, I'm going to go and say Golden State is. No, I said they could have been a super team. Now, they weren't at the time. They weren't at that time. Because Harden was a six man. Yeah, so then I don't Harden, think you could have said up. that then. Harden at that time was not as good as what Tyler Hero is right now. Mm. That year, That's Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero is better than him right now. Mm. At then that at that at that time. Okay. Harden mm. averaged sixteen that year. Taro's averaging twenty right now. Okay. Let What's, me ask you a question. All right. Is your Lakers right now, if they were healthy, be a super team? Hell yeah. Considered a super team. Hell yeah. They, they were, were not. Top 10 were they goals. calling us a super team in the offseason? I'm asking no, you. No, no, I don't say So don't that, say that. is that your view of Westbrook or no. just of how they played? Like before the season started, would you have called this team a super team? I was calling them a super team. I was. I don't know. That's tough. I wasn't because Westbrook has diminished so much. I don't think... Coming into the season, Westbrook was not a top twenty player, bro. But, but what River was saying was, was two superstars, which. But we, and, if our twenty twenty team is not a, a super team, bro. But the thing about it is that when the Cavs got K Love and Kyrie, he was coming off for of like LeBron you know. was the best player in the league. K Love was the best power forward in the league, either between him or Blake Griffin, and I would have take, taken Kevin Love personally. Yeah. And then Kyrie was an upcoming star. And then Kyrie was a top five player, top five point guard in the league. Oh, you about to say player? Yeah, it depends on the situations. Like, bro, like Kyrie, K Love, and LeBron were all top fifteen players. 
And the Warriors broke out. You didn't think Clay was going to be an all star. You didn't think Steph was going to turn into a top five player in the league. But I'm just saying they did, though. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying you could. If you're saying that OKC could have developed into a super team, which I agree wholeheartedly, Warriors State, definitely could have. That's when, but when I wouldn't they basically call, did. I wouldn't call them that just because of I don't think Clay. That 2016 Yo, you know team is a super team. That, that's a they went 70, 73 and nine. They're a super team. It's tricky. They, they went 73 and 9. They're you, a super team. If you look at the record, it screams super team. But if you look at the roster. It, it says super team. Like Clay Thompson was, he was never. Really great team. He was a never. Yeah, he was never, I think it says amazing team. He was never a top 10 player. Neither was Draymond Green. Clay was. I don't think Clay. I think Clay was a consensus top 20, but I don't think you can make You know what could have made them super team, though? No, no, no. Top you know, 10, you know, you know where you know where we could say they were a super team? Because bench. that year they were number the bench one. was ridiculous. They were number one in offense Ooh. and number one in defense. The Warriors. The Warriors. So that screams kind of super team too. If you look at it like that, they had the best they offense amazing, and the best man. defense. And you know what I'm I saying? have to tell you, you know that. Are you? So you guys are thinking, yo, that's Excuse crazy. Though. So you guys are thinking super team based off what they how they perform? Probably. I, I think know. super teams are mostly off of talent. It has to be yeah. a little bit of both. We're called. The, I mean, Clay Thompson's going to be a three, Hall of the Famer. The Nets haven't even played twenty games together. We're no, calling I, them a but super I, team. I agree with that. I agree with what you're saying. So I think there's, it's just all talent alone. There's a little bit of both, though. Clay Thompson's going to be a Hall of Famer. Draymond Green's going to be a Hall of Famer. Steph Curry is going to go down. He's the, already the best player of all time. Could arguably go so down. So if that's the case, of, the Lakers right now are a super team. That's how you want to play that right game. Now, Wait, hold on, hold on. Be a better, time, a better they're one all past their primes. Well, Westbrook and LeBron. The Raptors that won a championship are they a super team? No. Kawhi's a Hall of Famer. Kyle Lowry's a Hall of Famer. No, but that Definitely. team's not a super team. That's just a very but good how team. Do you, how do you look at the Warriors and call them a super Andre, team, but, but not look at Toronto and call them a super team? Because Toronto, it's the same construction. Because Toronto didn't have the regular season dominance that they but had. Toronto went to the finals and had. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. So you can't. You can't. Do I hear that. you. But the, the reason the, Toronto won the championship. But, but, let's be honest, because no, Clay Thompson and Kevin question, Durant were hurt. Let's I'll, be honest. But we're just looking at them from a stamp talent standpoint. Toronto went nine ten deep. Hear me out. And they can go the Warriors. This, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. how can they not Kyle be considered Lowry, a, was Kyle a super Lowry team? They can. Because the, Kyle they had the unanimous King, MVP. King, King, King. No, 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 no. no, no. It's because Warriors why. 3 is better than a Raptors 3. That's bro. it. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. what we're trying Toronto, to say. So you can make the argument that their team constructed was better than that Warriors team. I don't know. No. Can, Clay bro. Thompson and, and Steph Curry, the greatest shooting backcourt ever, the defensive player Kawhi of the year, Draymond Green. It depends. Andre Iguodala. The top three, four, yeah, but then when you go into the you get deeper? Raptors, Norman Powell, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi. Danny Green was still good at Danny that point, Green. bro. It gets like it gets. Serge Ibaka, Mark Gasol. Mark, yeah, like what? Come on, yeah. Nah, it was deep. It was that team was incredible. But, but bro. Kyle Lowry was never top twenty, like ever in his life. That's fair. And then Pascal Siakam, I'm sorry, he's like never will reach the no, level. No, yeah, of Steph Green. clears Kawhi. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying you have but Steph, you have Clay, Clay you I have think Dre, Clay, you have Andre, Andre clear Lowry. The big and three Siakam. clears, Definitely. but I think after that, I, I'm take, I might take Toronto. Bro, and I like, think we that, that even, that's Udala. Oh, Udala might clear Siakam. We bro. didn't mention what Bogut meant to that Warriors team in 2016. Like that gets mm, overlooked. Bogut, yeah, it depends. Because you think Iggy can go do what Pascal did? I don't think so. Iggy was perfect in his role. He was an all star, bro. He went there as an all star. In Golden State? Nah, we talk about him as Golden State. No, when he him. first signed there, he made an all star game in Denver. Yeah, but 12 points. You yes, said that. But we know his impact is much greater than that. I don't know. Pascal's a number two. And it's not like he's not capable of it. Like, we've seen Iguodala drop 18 to 20 a game. As a number two? No, as a one in Philly. In, in Philly. He dropped 19 a game, bro. As a number one. Yeah, Pascal so. did that as a number two. So you're telling me if. if Pascal's he, a number he, one, dropped 23 a game, bro. Yeah, I just, no, he averaged 16 that year. 16 points. Oh, as a number one, he dropped 23 a game the next year, bro, when Kawhi left. Yeah. Second round. 
Don't disrespect yeah, Pascal. He got strapped in the playoffs. He did. He did. We're going to agree to disagree. And I think this was a great episode. I think so, too. Yeah. A lot of heated discussions, a lot of great stories, a lot, sure. of, a lot of stories about our, our former basketball careers and our athleticism and stuff like that. Athleticism. Never mind. How athletic are you? Flexible? What's your vertical? I don't know. You think it's over 25 inches? Nah, it's definitely like, it's definitely like 24. 24 inch vert? What? <laughs> uh, I can grab rim with ease. That helps. You're All supposed right. to, you're like 6'5". Let's wrap this up. I have to piss like a race. I'm not 6'5". <laughs> I'm not 6'5". All right, Drew's because because Drew has to use the bathroom. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, you for sharing that you're with weak. the audience. Come on. Because Drew has weak to, man. I don't think people make it this far anyway, so we're good. You know some, so? some people might make it. You this guys far. never heard that analogy? Piss like a racehorse? No. Really? No. Shut up. Interesting. So thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter and on Twitter at Pick Aside Pod, on Instagram and TikTok at Pick Aside Podcast. And thank you guys so much for getting us up there in the rankings. We appreciate it for greatly. Real, man. Thank you. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and peace. <laughs>